welcome back to WTF and Fun and Deal. I'm Spicy Ryan. Come down and waste away with me, down with me, slow how you wanted it to be, with the co-host with the most, the guy with resting bitch voice. The Fox Danger. And today, we're going to be talking about the last update, December 2022, with all of the glorious changes that came with that. Yeah, that was, uh, it was definitely a surprise, to be sure. And I have to say, the resting bitch voice thing is from Fox himself. That was, that was the greatest thing yesterday night. Oh, yeah. I don't know. People think, I always seem to think that I'm upset with them, even when I'm not upset with them. So well, I just thought you were weird. upset in general last night. Everyone did. And then you're like, no, just resting bitch voice. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> like right now, you sound a lot chipper than that. I guess. I don't know. I mean, at any given moment, I could be disappointed with someone or something. That's true. I meant to ask before it went on too. How's your like? Not, I mean, uh, not the time for it, but I just came to mind again. I was going to ask you before we did it. Um, it's starting to concern me more than it had in the past. Uh, kind of figure that that the uh, the pain shouldn't be shooting down my shin, but we'll figure that out. Don't slip on ice, kids. Yeah, it's bad for you. At any rate, <laughs> yes, it it is bad for you. <laughs> yes, hurting things that hurt you are not good for you. Imagine that. Yes. Speaking of this podcast, and so there was a bunch of updates and things that occurred. Uh, not a large update because they pushed back the uh, Voracious Resurgence expansion of the next part of the storyline. I guess everything is a Voracious expansion, but that was the put off, which I'm fine with because other- otherwise the update was sufficiently large for the next however long for me. I don't know about you, Fox. Yeah, it basically puts out a bunch of content that people aren't going to clear because people were still trying to clear it from before because it was impossible according to them before. Oh, God, the fucking whining about that. So how are you doing, Fox? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm visiting with my family over break, so I'm kind of just chilling, which is nice. (laughs) I'm eating a lot of good food, having a lot of tasty beverages. (laughs) and um, Like your one tonight? Yeah, like my one tonight. I had a nice so I go with an adult eggnog because why not? The Brazzers edition. <laughs> so uh yeah, I got that. Um I ended up getting uh two A's and a B plus for my grades. So that was all situated. I don't have to worry about going back to school until like the fourth of next month. So I've just kinda got some time off. Were like, those the classes you were worried about having to repeat and you got an A and a B? Uh I got a B plus in the one that I thought I was gonna re- have to repeat because like Nobody really understood what happened on the midterm, but like the final came around and then I suddenly knew how everything worked on the final and it was like magic. That's like having a bomb that you're afraid is going to go off and you got to snip the green or the blue wire and little did you know, it just never was going to go off anyway. So yeah, it was weird. It was the midterm was like not about programming and then the final was about programming and I could program myself through that. So it was no problem. So I don't know. Just worked out. Um, outside of that, my group is, um, kind of playing intermittently at least certain people are like i got people moving shit like that so we haven't really been able to buckle down on the new content per se um we gave a run at like some tier ones just to test some stuff that i wanted to do but we didn't uh we didn't try to clear it clear it the first time and then we went through and we cleared a couple of them but um i've definitely gotten more progress with your group because we've just done it more often um that's that's right baby browser's eggnog we've done it more often that's right. Next, I'll have to get a big black, uh, big black couch and podcast from that too. Wow! Instead of a big black couch, you just start chocobo digging, Fox, and you could have a big black digger. Excellent. 
I, you know, it, it, we we hit that one in record time, I think. <laughs> can we edit that out? <laughs> Unfortunately, Kara, we can. Wow. I'll see you in the cringe dimension. <laughs> technically, technically it could be, it just wouldn't be smooth. Just like that couch. Nonetheless. It's like this conversation. It, it's like in the, right. the, the Marvel Avengers, Fox. I don't know why to say the Marvel, but now everyone knows what it is. Where they say, we have a Hulk, but our group goes, we have a Fox. Oh, okay. Is is that what it is? Well, it feels like it, but I mean, maybe that's just my 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 strong belief in you, where I lack strong belief at other times or most of the time. I don't know. Like, I didn't. I I'm pretty sure I went Paladin to the Gogmagog, and then I went Dancer to the Ubenai, and then I went Red Mage to the, like the other four that we did. Like, I wasn't like any kind of like big hulking role or anything. I, I don't know. So, like I said last night to you, but people weren't privy to that, so I'll I'll, I'll reiterate that one just to drive it on home to that casting couch the <laughs> when you're on when you're on red mage and things are going poorly well not poorly but shall we say there was a bump up my ass in the road as in okay so here's the backstory we're farting marmacrevs yeah. v25 i'm on black mage i am mid nuke you know like being mid thrust <laughs> my wife's gonna fucking die not by my hand but just of the cringe so or her own <laughs> She's just unhappy. I'm casting. The ad comes out. I'm mid-cast. And as I'm finishing my cast, or about to, I get hit for the melee attack from the mob for over 1,800 damage in one shot. Because I'm not... just Yeah, just from a normal attack. Just the the big swing of the old pincer there. Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Because I sure was. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You can go away. Nobody needs your sass. All I hear, every every fucking sentence, all I hear is, Yes. Channel it. You know, why don't you go do something productive besides be yourself? (laughs) You get out of this house. Yeah, go, go, go. Take the cats with you. Stay at your parents' house. (laughs) So good. So we're recovering from that, and then towards the end, we're about 5% left. We're about to beat this, or so we think. And suddenly Akadin gets one shot because something happened in his Lua. Some yeah. set was put on or didn't change, and that, that shouldn't happen. Even if it did, it might have just been a bad weapon skill that got him anyway. It started looking bleak. So, so yeah, the, the, looking bleak. So now you've immediately responded with Gravity 2 on this mob as Haya is saying, Gravity 2. And we have two oh, Ed's. Two was already on it. Wow, there you go. That's, that's being proactive. I couldn't trust another Red Major to be proactive alone, let alone the two Ed's are controlled. And you're not only binding them, but you're sleeping them, and you're spreading the timers out, Fox, so you have a timer in reserve in case something happens. And those heads, I know, will be controlled when you're there. And it might not be controlled if you and I was the Red Mage, so. You did mention that before, and I think that's kind of strange that, like, because I've I've seen it, it just, I just didn't remember anything about it until you said something, but it it queued it up right away. And uh, I do see a lot of people, like, sleep mobs and then immediately cast bind on them. Which doesn't make any sense at all, nope. because that bind timer is probably not as long as your red mage's sleep timer, and I don't. But yeah, they they definitely don't stagger things, and you, you probably should. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't I didn't use stymie either. Like I just bound stuff, told people to walk away from it, and then I would uh, frazzle them after the bind because you don't need to do two casts. You're gonna land bind on these mobs, but you frazzle three it afterwards, and then you just do amino breaks, and yeah, you, you kind of call it good, and then. Um, 
but while yeah, so, so we were we were like under five percent and you were weakened so i knew your timers were garbage i had hasted you but it didn't really matter so I, I, you know they um, were garbage but i'm still able to get thunder twos off a lot <laughs> well i knew your thunder five was up so i hit you with spontaneity because i knew you would cast that uh so you got two thunder fives out of the deal towards the end i think that helped but it did yes yeah, it's, it's little stuff like that like you if you're gonna play a job you should you should know like how the job functions. That way, the group at least benefits from you doing it. Because anybody can like cast a spell on something until it falls asleep. But you like pay that. attention to timers, and you have decision. you have custom rules built so you know when things are waking up. Versus not even I would have the proper rules listed. I would just you know hopefully know that it's oh. it's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went through and uh, that, that timers add on is like really off, and I went through I and it made custom timers for all the enfeebling magic on all mage jobs. So. Yeah, that really helps out a great deal too. I wish the timers add-on in uh, Lua or in Gear Swap, when like burn falls off the mob or all of the attributes fall off the mob, which I guess I don't know if it's the same. It shouldn't be the same packet because they stack. Therefore, I know it's a burn effect, but it shouldn't be the same one that's sent. I wish that if it saw those, it would take off the recast timer. Yeah, or the duration timer. I mean, um, mine doesn't if the mob cures itself of it. So I like I don't have that built in or anything, but I'll usually see that in the log. So I I can't claim that mine's like the ultimate you know go to for timers, but it's it's at least accurate duration. But yeah, when that's happening, and and I'm in no danger running an MP because Black Mage Body means you pretty much never run an MP in any good situation. Then you know my my next concern is well I have to throw a mono wall up because I know if they will come over again, so now I'm nuking a mono wall. Yeah, uh, yeah, you which, don't want to nuke for zero. Yeah. Well, I lose my I lose a little bit of magic burst power when I use those feet instead, which is fine because they're still good feet. But just, you know, not having to worry about, uh, you know, constantly not focusing on the mob purely just to finish them off, having to worry about, okay, do I have to move away from these mobs? Should I just keep watching these mobs? Instead, I don't watch the mobs. I know you've got it. And I just pay attention to the main NM. So that, that helps a lot, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason the Red Mage is there, right? So. That's, that's team composition? Correct. Um, I did actually buff myself with temper in both those fights in case I had to do any melee stuff, but I didn't actually draw my sword once, which is also very important. Red mages don't uh, you you can pre-buff yourself in case you need it, but don't plan on actually melee situations. You don't need to. Do you have Christmas dinner planned, Fox? Uh, yeah, it's going to be prime rib and Yorkshire pudding. It's going to be fantastic. You know, Brussels sprouts. Usually we do lamb or something, but. This year, we picked up a big prime rib bone-in, and I then it's been the first time I make that for that. I usually don't even make that generally, so. Yeah, you get, like, a nice horseradish to go with it. It's so good. I do love horseradish. I get the horseradish with mustard and lingonberry. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty legit. That, that, that's the trifecta of a meat topping for me. I feel like you spend a lot of time in the lingonberry area. I do. They just, they just, well, <laughs> I've also used, you know, like like a cranberry jam kind of thing too but it's it's in the same family one's from a bog one's from a bush i believe yeah it's the only difference between them kind of so either way uh anything else in game going on with you besides your static and not really i mean sortie slowed down which is kind of sad I, I really want to do some more sortie so maybe i'll start running with blame when he shouts but other yeah. than that we're pretty good to go we're like I two need, times a week now for sortie need to make sure yeah, which is sad because I got a lot of progress double dipping. <laughs> I want to do more Amy Mons too, so I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard. I'm not. We're not going to do extra nights or anything. We're still off Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we got to farm those plus one boxes. I got yeah. pretty yeah. legit. I'm tired of getting yeah, fucking I'm... black mage during plus one. It's so garbage. I've gotten like <laughs> three or four of them. 
I'm getting all the earrings that my buddy Hayden needs. He like I gotten core plus two, Sam plus two, a bunch of ranger ones. And yeah, that's that's like all stuff that he would benefit from. And yeah, I just wish I could give it to him. Like yeah, instead of just having it on my character just to sit there and rot. But yeah, I need to do more sortie because I gotta make sure that my Beastmaster magic accuracy sets are up to par. Um there's some cool tricks you can do with the job in sortie or not sortie in uh, in Odyssey that are just that aren't just, you know, apply slug oozes. No, you're doing it and, where you uh, say the other event that you mean. I always do that with sorting, honestly. <laughs> I've infected yeah. you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um, Beastmaster would be part of really effective skill change for Magic Verse. And being able to land stuff like the defense down, defense and magic defense down from Swooping Frenzy is pretty huge. Uh, so you want the MP plus three, if anything, just to have high magic accuracy and, and high accuracy in the set. So that way uh, your, your pick can land those effects without much issue. Um, but that's about all I have going on, man. What, what do you have? What do you have well, didn't on? you also do nuke wall testing, Fox? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I did, but I, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I didn't really find anything that fancy about it. Not just a bunch of stuff we already knew. Well, uh, it was in response to the FXI math video about um, how like the the damage amounts that we see are off, and I got one of the tests to reflect the forty percent damage wall uh, that that he had claimed exist, but. It was also a really strange test that was also testing something that Martel did a while back, where um, he was getting nuke walled on holy with fire magic. Um, I was able to duplicate that in both directions. So holy during a fusion burst, holy is nuke walling fire and vice versa. Fire is nuke walling holy. Um, but then I turned around and used Shantoto too. I used King King of Hearts and and Scholar casting holy on that one. And then um, I was Scholar and I used Shantoto too to test uh, Blizzard and Water. Because they're they're going to be exclusive elements, and just to see if they would nuke all each other, and they did not nuke all each other in either direction. So, so basically, um, as only far as light magic element. and dark magic might conflict with something. Otherwise, the three, both of uh, both elements, so water and ice and stone won't wall each other, but dark yeah. might wall one of those two, one of those three. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't test every element pairing, but you can you can guess from the the blizzard water that it's likely that that's not going to happen. But technically, it needs tests, sure. Um, I don't know about the dark side of things, but I do know that that holy is potentially bugged. Well, yeah, I didn't I didn't check um, like comet or uh, or anything like that. That'd be death. I would do that with you if you want me to come help you test that real quick because that would be a bug support uh, bug report to submit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we would set up like a uh, like a gravitation skill chain and I'll see if stone uh gets walled with that. With we comet. That. Or comet, sure. Yeah. Um they'll likely wall each other because we've seen that happen. But it's, it's well, that's about the, the process. The test is if, if stone and dark wall each other in a gravitation, then dark and light for some reason are walling the other elements when the other months elements don't wall each other. Yeah, yeah. And like I was kind of suspect of the mobs that they were using because both Martel and the FFXI math guy said they used Abyss Diver, I don't which know is why. a UNM. I don't know either. Um, well, I mean, out of all the targets in the game, keeps, why that one? It it's it's a mob at level one nineteen that's very basic, so I can kind of understand why they went after it. But UNM's always made me raise an eyebrow because sometimes there's something wacky going on with them. Um, I went into the Gesh Fate and I went into just Zeta and I on several different NMs that are level one nineteen in there because uh, you can force pop level one nineteen mobs. Um, I tested the same thing and I was able to duplicate Martel's results, but not the FXI Math Guy's results. Um, especially for, uh, I think it was on like Blizzard or something. Yeah, it was, it was on Blizzard. Um, I was only able to get a 25% wall instead of, uh, the expected 20% wall. 
So I don't know what was going on there with that. So basically what we know about the nuke wall so far is accurate, except we didn't know about light, at least light, walling fire, and there needs to be more testing to see what else is inconsistent. But otherwise, yeah. for nuking the way we always have, or you and I talked about, I mean, maybe the, I was using Comet in those Dynamus Sandies, so maybe that needs to be evaluated too. But when, you know, we're, the distortion comes out and I'm doing water and you're doing ice, we're talking about the Black Mage episode, I talked about it long ass time ago when we talked about divergences more. Uh, those didn't wall each other, so yeah, which, which we definitely knew. Definitely not so. wall damage. Yeah, but but you can't you can't be sure. And when things come up like this, like, like it is good to test them. Like you can you can debunk them to a reasonable degree just based off of knowledge you have. But it's still good to try to be able to copy a method that exists, or at least a method that they're claiming exists, and see if you can duplicate the same results. And then, like depending on how close it is, um, you might even want to try to uh, compare those results to an established formula and. We, we, we luck out because magic is a very, very accurate ordeal. Like, uh, we, it's basically the most accurate formula we know. Uh, and that's why we can we can plan a lot of things around exactly how much damage you can do magically. And the, the, the thing about this is we've, we've planned it based off of the walling information that we know about, and it's always come to be. So um, I would really like to see not only the FXI math guy actually like release his method on exactly what he, what he was doing to test it. Um, what he was wearing, um, what, uh, you know, gear wise, obviously not, you know, romantically, um, <laughs> but, uh, what, what he was, what he was wearing for the tests and then, um, exactly what he was doing to wall the nukes, whether he was using trust also or, or anything like the, the, for the problem that I have with this video is that it didn't have a way to repeat the methodology, which you want to do when you're asserting these sorts of things. So it kind of needs that. But all math aside, man, how are you doing? So today I'm having a Von Trapp Dunkel, which is one of oh, my okay. favorite types of beers because it's a dark lager and I happen to enjoy dark things. Speaking of which, Chainsaw Man is still very good. Oh, yeah, it is. And here's here's the little bit of the side. God, I want to binge the shit out of that show, but oh, I can't. It's so fucking good, yeah. So here's a little side here besides the using the purest of Vermont spring water. It says, a deep, rich, smooth, and crisp dark lager. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's good. Von Trapp's always good. Hail Vermont. Hail Vermont. Otherwise, I have random stories. Oh, yeah? Uh, the Aldi Policeman. That was, that was a good one. Do you shop at Aldi, Fox? Uh, I do not know what Aldi is. That must be an East Coast thing. Uh, Aldi is a German grocery store that is proliferating, pro- proliferating uh, across coast to coast, probably starting east and going west. So pro- I don't know about the West Coast having it, but definitely has prolif- proliferated through. I tried to do it again just to redeem myself. Couldn't. It's proliferated through. Proliferate. Yeah, yes. Third time's the fucking charm. Through the East Coast, at least. So I know it's down in the South, at least, and so on. Not that I checked. I could have made this a lot shorter. But we're there. It's a grocery store, Fox. Small, simple grocery store. And we're there, and we get to have the whole grocery store experience. Carrot and I are shopping, and there is a... Experience, huh? Yes, the experience. There is a grandmother, and a mother, and two young children. I was thinking of, like, we're going to call them toddlers, but they're not. They're, like, like six, seven years old. Maybe one's five to seven. And they are just screaming, running around the fucking place. It is horrible. They're just... Like, it's a fucking Toys R Us. Carrot Car- stated the details. There was a marshallamo, I'm told. Wow. The squishamole. But it's a marshmallow. It's an off-brand squishamole, so it's a marshallamo. <laughs> you heard of squishamoles, right? 
No, man. So Squishimals are like, there's, I don't know what they've done to the fluff in the world and inside these plushies, but they've made them somehow like super soft originally. I'm sure they get really ratty over time. And like somehow they feel extra like memory foam squishy now. So it's like a more special squish of a plush toy. And they're like big or at least huggable, the size of a small child like these ones are. And one wanted to touch the Squishimal and the grandmother would not let it happen. The marshmallow, sorry. <laughs> And screaming ensues as they're trying to shop. So, of course, they ignore the screaming. And the children are running around the store screaming and crying. And now the parents are yelling. And there is what we can describe as a defeated, perhaps Gen Xer, maybe a late millennial, who is, the, I guess, the key holder of the store, whatever. He's got the keys in his waist. He's tall, lanky. He's got a scraggly beard. He's got some tattoos. He's, he's, he's of an ambiguous ethnicity. He's... <laughs> He's 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 just trying to walk around and ignore this going on. And as he's trying to walk past, this grandmother goes, See this? See this man? This man's a policeman, and if you don't stop, he's gonna take you away. Wow. <laughs> and then the crying starts. And, and, and this guy didn't give a fuck, just kept on That's walking. Hopefully. He kept on walking, he walked past us, and I go, Thank you for your service, policeman. Excellent. To which I think he, he he ignored me for the most part. He gave like some kind of look, like like he was half amused, but like going to still not participate in this whole charade. He died a little that day. Carrot says it's typical Tuesday for that guy. Oh jeez. This is good because also the the next week we went there, a car decided that it was not going to stop in the crosswalk as I'm entering the crosswalk, and it is nowhere there. It is not stopping, and it is it is an excess of the parking lot speed. No, 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 no. The ethnicity doesn't matter, Carrot. I was avoiding that. <laughs> Fucking racist. Better check your privilege. There's a windshield in front of her, so she's blind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can we get massages? Can we just say it's a woman driver thing? No. So they didn't stop, and I reached out and just smacked their car, because I go, fuck you. I hit their car. Because they were, they were that close, I could just punch through that windshield. They were, just did not stop. So that's been, you know, I, I just expect these things now when I go to a grocery store. That's just how it has to be, I suppose. Yeah, you live in the place with the worst drivers in the world. Yeah. This is this is like being in the middle of an intersection. They just go, eh, 10 points. <laughs> 10 points. They looked at me like they were confused why I haven't. It's like, what, I can't stop. <laughs> I don't have brakes. You think this, this hoopty has brakes? It was a minivan, so, you know, it's, it's of questionable quality. Otherwise, that that's that. Classy. Otherwise, uh, the last thing in the real world before the very brief "What am I doing in game?" Uh, you were there for this, Fox. Oh, you know. In the real world, <laughs> what did I astral project? In, in the real game world. So. Oh, okay. So the note above that, I don't want to skip. Is so why I went. Oh, oh. By the way, Fox, I heard Christmas has come early for you. Has it? Yes. In the form of a special ring you were given by a listener. Uh, I was not given a ring. By a oh, I thought I thought they were trying to trade you the signed Daddy's Love ring. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure they were, and then I just put to a different zone and <laughs> continued on my day. You know, he's going to find my you, and he's going to gift you. Well, I think we were trying to explain that I have, like, no inventory. <laughs> like, I appreciate it, and I'm glad it isn't something cringier, like, you know, a, a gift with, like, monetary value in the game. It's cool that the ring was made, but um, I don't know if I have the inventory to hang on. To hang on to the Daddy's Love Wedding Band. It's cool. I mean, it's definitely cool, but... I think the joke there is also that you finally have received Daddy's Love. Oh, man. Someday. Hopefully. Everything I 
view isn't a disappointment. Oh man, we've gotten to the heart of it. Otherwise, there was uh, in the Discord was this two days ago, Fox, where someone was yelling and Haya invited them to the link show. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, that one guy. And the guy joined yeah. the voice, and I moved everyone over. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I, yeah. I remember sitting in your voice chat. I saw you jump down there, and I'm like, man, I'm not fucking going. And like, right as I said that, you would drag me down. And you go, and you you joined in and said, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what the fuck? Everyone's immediately confused, and it starts off fine. It's like, oh, y'all, thank you for inviting me. I'm a big fan of your videos, and I'm like, I haven't made a video in years, unless you mean the, the new podcast stuff. And he's like, not even another thing. And I go, so uh, glad to hear you're a fan of videos from from half a decade ago or something. He's like, yeah, when I was in a mental institution, <laughs> I had downloaded them because I didn't have internet, and I was watching your videos in a mental institution. <laughs> and, I, and I said, perfect, you're, you're the exact target audience of all the things I say, I'm sure. I, I said, you couldn't get a better. That. I cracked up. I said, you couldn't get a more perfect. I go, you can't make this shit up. You just, it couldn't get more perfect than that. The validation yeah. I've always wanted, Fox. Institutionalized people love me. I'm pretty sure I immediately left that conversation. No, I think you left either right before you left right before the singing started. You started singing about Minnesota, and then everyone left except me and I guess Hayan and Hayad bounced down. It was just me, and that was also you left right before the attempted murder story about how he got institutionalized, and that was. But either way, I, I stayed a little after just to. Just to, you know, I didn't want to be the last one to bail. I had to be the last one to bail. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not done. I'll log off in a little bit. I guess I'll just hang out everyone that left me. So we had, like, what, six people bailed out of the room at once? I don't owe anything to random people who want to show up and start telling life stories to trouble strangers. I think that's really weird, man. I had like, gambler's fallacy. I, I figured I'm not deep in. I might as well see where this goes. You know, I'm already this I, far and I can't pull out now. People do it in real life, and it's really bad when people do it in real life, and it's just as bad when like you're in the Discord channel, except it's a lot easier to disconnect in the Discord channel than it is in real life. So about that mental health episode. I guess, yeah. But yeah, I I, I, I started picking up on I'm not a professional, but I started picking up on certain things. Like, oh, this guy, uh, you know, has, well, right away, but I, I figured when he starts telling like personal details that no one's asked. Well, I guess I asked about how he got institutionalized, and it kind of just snowballed from there. So maybe I asked. I opened the door, at least. I opened that you door. You did this. Runner, yeah, you did this. But just the... the it is your fault. The, the overall... It is your fault. The overall of it was like, oh, I'm like, oh, there's, there's something going on here. And then there's like the... I learned about cough syrup, Fox. I learned, um, I learned that after the change to what dibromine and the cough syrup, you only need two whole bottles of cough syrup to get to the state of uh, institutionalization instead of four bottles of cough syrup. And that was, that was a handy thing for me to know because I might potentially get information one day. Oh yeah. I'm currently using it right now to disconnect from this conversation. <laughs> but that was that I stayed there and that was, that was, you know, that was, that was something. So uh, it's always good to have fans. I guess so, man. When it's hot and you got to move some air and circulate things around, you always need a fan. So, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, you know, you get put in that situation. It's like, well, what do I do now? I guess we'll just, uh, you know, keep on driving, keep on trucking. I mean, I found a solution. Yeah, you, well, yeah, you did, but I'm like, eh, you know, everyone else is going to bail. Eh, I guess I'll stay. Well, I was, yeah. I knew I was leaving, so I wasn't backed into a corner. I'm like, yeah, I'll just see what happens. I think I just we'll wanted just to hang out for five seconds and, you know, that's fine. Whatever. That's cool. And that's cool too. Like there's a, there's a way you can like meet yeah, but people. Fox, you the, have to have. Go on. I have like this presence of mind. I, I don't know. So maybe that maybe that's the components that's missing. I, I don't. Know. I don't know what it is with the population of XI that's left, but this is not as rare as it should be of an occurrence. I believe, and the, the people that are left in XI, at least the most prominent ones, have something 
going on in some capacity. So, you know. Yeah, we're all still playing this game, so we must have some kind of... The game's great. Everyone's never been. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Either way. So we do have that mental health episode scheduled now. That that is scheduled for the first Saturday in January. All right. Yep. The 31st, New Year's Eve, is going to be a live stream of Velner. Or I assume, I already told you before, Fox said you'd be there. You don't have a reason not to be. But that'll be, that'll be good. Velner was really good last time. Looking forward to that. Double checking the date. Uh, I think that's actually the day I'm going back to campus. So I should be able to set up in time for that. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll update Silver Sean on that and say it's, it's slightly tentative then. No, no, no. The day I'm going back to campus is uh, the 31st. Oh, okay. Well, that's oh, 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 the New Year's thing. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I, I should be okay. Even if you have to come yeah. in later, Vellner and I will I'll run that 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 dog and pony show because it's a live sort of ordeal, and you know that's that's that. Yeah, sure. You know, I I liked Vellner. He was a good guy to talk to. So. Yeah. You guys can talk. We can talk about our wives. Carrot says. Oh boy. <laughs> but that that will be sure a that's, way. That's something he wants to do. That'll be a way to have fun on New Year's and not have to worry about content answer people's questions and have a community exchange that's good because you know it always in my mind i'm like ah oh, live stream that's no directionless that's gonna be fucking terrible and that's been two times in a row and we did this last new year's and it actually worked out pretty well i think that was our first one ever was the new year's this is our second annual live stream of the new year just used to not having any direction you really feel like like yeah. hearing too yeah. we do all these episodes basically live like that so I like when Funkworks is here and there are certain outlines and directives. And when we do a job episode, it's more structured and it ends up feeling really good. So, but that'll be, that'll be a good, 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 happy time. We can watch the ball drop in Von Adil. Yes. The epitome of, of a life. Either way, um, da, 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 I've been doing small things in game like, uh, well, out of game on the wiki, I've been updating all the TOAU zones. So those pages aren't bad. That's, that's actually been helpful to various things that have come up for either me or other people that have been like, hey, I'm doing Blue Mage Quest. And I'm like, oh, good, that, that page is now satisfactory for Blue Mage Questing. Otherwise, before it was like out of 2008, no no joke. So that's that's been fixed at least. And in game, working on Icker to make uh, Tupsamadi. I'm 25k at 100k in, starting that whole process up. I've been doing some Moblin Maze Mongers to try and get the Mamulja earring and build up some marbles and go through that nice fancy content. I've gotten a title already. I can feel my mastery level rank thing increasing. Maybe I'll get a, a new flag. Uh, messing around in the Mog Garden, trying to figure out how to optimize, optimize my uh, Kitrins to get the optimal yielding of Kitrins from my Mog Garden for making tropical crepes because getting... Persicos is easy. Getting Felissa fruits not bad. The, the kitchen seem to be the limiting factor there. So I'm working on that. In game, doing I stuff. I wish you. I had done cooking, man. Yeah, I have it. You just you need stuff. Just you know. No, I would use it profitably. Like, oh, I don't. I don't. I'm not wasting yeah, time. Yeah, Clothcraft blows. Like I can't say it enough. Don't choose that. I'm making money in the uh, doing shoals with you guys, selling sparks every week like anyone else would. Uh, doing the, selling stuff in the mod garden along this whole process. And all the other random things, the chocobo digging and stuff like that. I have I have plenty of trickling income stream of selling red grass cloths at forty k a cloth or something. Apparently, I do too. Like I sat down and ground out uh, a musa, and then I'm already back up to because I went down to destitute four, and I'm already back up to like a manageable number that I'm used to sitting at. So yeah, it comes back fast. I never sit on a so. deal. I mean, I could make gill. I just don't give a shit about it most of the time because I just don't need it. And the and the ambuscades too just keep me really flowing through. So. That's yeah. why I'm just selling all the Alexandra from Ambuscade because I've told myself I'll just buy this back. Fuck it. 
even if it was 400k instead of the 330 i'm selling that i don't care that's plenty of yeah, i mean sell high sell high by low i mean you can technically take one stack of alexandrite and make a mythic so sell sell low buy high i'm saying it doesn't even matter oh boy we're going crypto rules in that one lose money exactly yeah i need to also buckle down on tups but i don't know if i want to complete the tups first or if i want to complete the um the uh the Empyrean first i'm uh, always down for some nice isle yeah, well, I'm definitely gonna need some, so I, I do want to. I do want to bang out that part of the objective soon. And 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 fuck done. these people who go to do a tier three in her yard and take 10, 15 minutes. Get the fuck out of there! Don't even yeah, make dude. a mythic. Go kill yourself. How, I don't know how it takes that long. I don't know how I enter well, into I mean, it in, in two minutes. So on, if it takes you more than seven minutes to do it, you got a problem. They're probably on like a DD job individually killing the mobs. Like, Even then, seven minutes. It's like, I, I'll stand at that door and no one will come in and no one will go out. And I go, unless they've lost and died in this old content and warped home, then there is no way that they, you know, that should take this long. Their, for their bot just, is just auto running at a wall. Yeah, they probably just turn a bot on. It takes forever. That's that's maybe the other thing. It's just obnoxious. Because people bring just entire parties of mules and stuff down there. It's just obnoxious. Your mule doesn't need Tupsamati or something. Just go away. Play your character, damn it. So otherwise, yeah, but nobody plays like cards, so that's how <laughs> they got to put their Carmen on on their their mule. They don't play. Yeah. Otherwise, that's it for me. I believe working on my Black Mage Lua too. That's you helped me even we with the recasting effort, which eventually went into Outcast, completing the whole process there. And I'm finishing off the last touches now, so I can top off Scholar. I made some Relic Hands plus three for it today. That's my first piece of Relic for it, so I can do some cures. My cure set sucks ass. Yeah. I've worked with the I've worked with the downgrade before that that in, that structure of how the Lua works. So like I had an idea that was close to how he was doing it, but he had a way better way better way of doing it. Well, yeah, sure. y- I saw yours, and I originally made that work, and I go, "This is good," but it would have made like a million lines the way I wanted it to work. I know I could have done yeah. it, but it would have been so so poor. I kind of felt bad because other times I make stuff poor in there. I go, "That's fine, it works. Who cares? It's not elegant. It's not supposed to be. I don't have the capacity. Therefore, it's you, you know, you get what you get." But this was going to be so large for one function. I go, oh, that's be better. And I messed with uh, Chat GPT, and Chat GPT gave me the the whole in pairs do this or that. It couldn't make it functional enough for me, the way it had to be. It it, it put the whole skeleton there, which is if someone knew what they were doing is what you need. And then Outcast took that and uh, and you know said, hey, yeah, right and, and and clapped a few times and said, don't want to meet your daddy. And then you know there you go. Oh oh, now there's a little functioning. Give it a much smoother runtime. He's just being honest. So the update that happened yeah. was not big, but also pretty big in the first place. Because now we have the, I believe, final stage here of our whole Odyssey excursion. And boy, do I like it. Otherwise, you know, that's going to be the whole episode, I think. So let's let's do the Ambuscade. The other part of the whole episode was the, the whole episode. The, the update was the Ambuscade. So we're yeah, back to Yeah, I've heard rumors that it's possible to fail this ambuscade. Oh, dude, someone in the BG Discord. Oh, man. Those those forsaken souls that pop in there. Better than the, the Reddit Discord, but still. Uh, they, they just, they said, I wish we still had the Iron Giant ambuscade because I've failed the Meebles three or so times already, and it's the worst ambuscade. I want the Iron Giants back. I just sat there and I go, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah, dude. How do you it is it is a this? rare it is a a rare and cherished time in my life when I get to go geo ninja to something. You know how changes generally make things a little more difficult for these ambuscades. They like the, the Iron Giants got more difficult because you couldn't just 
couldn't just do what we always did. We couldn't just take them down in tandem and finish them. That would have been even easier than it was before because we got stronger gear. There you go. There's our progress. Yeah. They made it more difficult. They changed it again this time, but they made it even easier. Like with the yeah. uh, the Lamia. I'm actually glad that they, they increased the time on this one because even though I had enough time to do it in the past, because I a lot of people say you need to react in the past to do this and you don't you don't. But it wasn't as fun to do on White Mage because if you're sitting there playing Guitar Hero, it just kind of like wears on you after eight decades. But having like four seconds to be able to put up a bar spell is a lot cleaner of a window for you to deal with shit. Um, so I, I like that change. I don't feel like they should have reduced the mob's HP though. Well, they reduced the urchin's HP by two thirds. The the little ads that come out. Yeah. I don't think they should have done it either because why, why was it okay the first time the game's not gotten harder since then? So why is it bad now? But exactly. They did change the activation time of Meeple Warble to four seconds instead of 2.5 on VD and N and E is five seconds, which is, you know, super fair. Five seconds is a long recast time. So that, yeah, that's easy. Uh, recast time in total, yeah. It's like how they changed the Lamia's charming time by giving you four seconds to turn around. Same same ordeal here. So now it became very easy yeah. to follow the mechanic or not. And this time, it's not like you get charmed or anything. You just have to experience the, the effect, and it sucks. It's got bad DOT on it. Just make sure you meet the accuracy check and just bring in a bunch of people who like to hit things with, with blunt objects. And not saying blunt damage, I'm just saying just like bring in somebody who carries a big stick and knows how to hurt things with it. I think that they tried to make it more difficult by giving the Bozetto Breadwinner, the main mob you to kill, their resistance to multi-hits while 100 Fist is active. But it just dies, okay. especially because what do you need to worry about multi-hits for when, when you got savage blades all bloated in the first hit pretty much so it really isn't that the second hit if you miss your first hit on savage blade you do like two three k damage instead of 50 60k so that's yeah i can ooh, only imagine world. what those savage blades were doing because like i was doing judgments for like 38k yeah on, on geo. geo yeah so i imagine those savage blades were intense and judgment is a what 50 percent strength modifier so that's not yeah a it, it's like specialty it's Savage Blade light, and then I was also using Idris, so it was, you know, lower base damage than you would expect out of, like, say, a Megzentius and uh, Black Halo. So, like, th there's a bunch of factors. Like, it's not the most damage you could probably be doing, but what we're looking at here is, like, you have a weapon that's also specialized to use Savage Blade on a bunch of jobs that are probably better off doing damage because they have higher attack values and more combat tricks. Like, so what I'm, what I'm saying is that if, if a Geo is putting out that much, then I don't see how anybody is failing at, at this as long as you can hit the mob. So maybe these people aren't bringing The only in the way right I could see failing is, so there's a couple ways I could see failing here. They shouldn't apply to anyone who does, one, silence the mob. So if you don't silence the mob and it does its, its thing, it has a very wide range of calling over ads. And if you get three or so ads at a time, they are strong still. They will, you know, wreck yourself. So that's, that's I could see that wiping them potentially, maybe. The other one would be if the home wrecker comes over because you're going too slow or the mage doesn't move or whatever. That's that would be, you know, if if the white mage doesn't run away and the home wrecker kills everyone, I I could see that defeating them. But either way, yeah. the, you, it dies so fast now. The home wrecker barely comes into play if you're just wailing yeah. away with the gear we have now. So it just it's like a two minute ambuscade this month. Everyone's gonna cap and. Unfortunately, what happened last month is all the bots and people that were sending out all the RMTs and everyone's bots and multi-boxes and everything, they didn't have anything. So uh, HP bailed up to a mil a stack instead of Holy 400k. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. even notice. Man, I would have capitalized on that. What the fuck? Yeah, everything got more. Heavy metals went up to 7 mil a stack instead of 5 or 4.9, 4 whatever the fuck they were at. 
and mm-hmm. and just because everything was dry and now that it's it's there the lines are long for something so fast because everyone's mules and everything they just this is the problem with xi today is everyone has seven million multi boxes they load up on all the things everyone wants in the, the market and everything just tanks because there's so much being generated by so many accounts from one person if i had that many accounts i would probably just make my own shit if i had that many accounts i would reevaluate my priorities in life because i'm playing a multiplayer game where i'm paying 70 something dollars a month just to sell stuff on an auction house yeah i mean that's fair i was just going with the whole like progress side of things yeah like i i mean i i would want to do that just to make my own imperian weapons i definitely wouldn't be selling that shit yeah what do you even need to go for at that point unless you're rmting how many things yeah. in this game can you need to buy with so many accounts but then i guess the problem is they try to yeah, gear every account and get up. It from yeah you don't even need to buy it you get people that have like oh, i have an imperian monk on this account i have an imperian bard on this account i have a mythic geo on this account. it's like oh how many accounts do you need to gear up this fully so i guess if they had to buy everything in every account maybe they need to sell that many items but just I, I I don't get it. I don't understand when people. If I've joined ambuscades in the past where someone's multi-boxing as two players, let alone it's usually like a bard or something, let alone three, four, forget it. Those those runs are really bad, and I don't stay in those runs and just leave. So I can't understand anyone who wants to just hang out for table scraps and like the worst multi-box send command bot run of a bot white mage. I just don't understand staying in those runs. They're just bad. They're slower. They're just noticeably bad. They're boring. Sure. I don't know. I don't interact with the general population. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't. You haven't trusted again, Fox, and, and joined. Uh, although you did ask the link shell the uh, other day for anyone who wants to actually, come do Odyssey with you. <laughs> Someone left sorting, and you go, ah, eh, never mind. Well, I mean, it was a miscommunication overall. I didn't know the dude was leaving sorties. So yeah, you couldn't that. have known that. But, that's... but at the same time, his core didn't fit into the setup because we needed someone to go bard. So I was under the impression initially that, that we could do it just based off of all jobs, but then uh, one of my members who was going to go bard said he had an issue with his Lua. So it wasn't anything against that dude. I'm sure his core would have been fine, I guess. But um, yeah, I, we just needed a bard. So it was unfortunate for him that he left Sorty. But I, I don't know, man. I I can't be responsible for the actions that people do in this game. If they express that they're in Sorty and they don't really want to leave, and are you sure? Maybe, you know, go ahead and question me, I guess. But, um, yeah, if I was in an event, I would really make sure I'm not gonna, I probably wouldn't even just leave the event at all. I'm here for a reason, unless I don't want to be, yeah. In the first I mean, place, if, but... if the sortie was that important, then just don't leave, right? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm not there, I'm not their pappy, I'm not gonna help them make decisions for them. Like, if they decide yeah. to leave sortie and then they get booted from the party afterwards, well, it's too bad, you know. If the dude was a bard, he could have spoke up and been a bard for us, that's fine too, but um, that's just how it is sometimes. Like, if you want, I just felt it was job, unfortunate, you know. It is, yes, but I, I can't feel bad about it anymore because I'm tired of dealing with people. <laughs> yeah, I understand. The, there is a certain so. aspect of this game where you have to deal with a certain thing or people or types of people of enough that yeah. you just kind of, you get, you get worn down. You just don't, you're not as sympathetic yeah, and, or empathetic and, is a better word. I, I am an asshole, but I wasn't being an asshole to this guy. Like there was, there was no like weird feelings about it or anything. It was just, hey man, it looks like your job won't work out. My bad. You know, Fox, there's nothing wrong with being an asshole because if there's anything you can't be uh, accused of, it is being unfair. You're always fair. So asshole or not, you're fair. Right. So, there you go. And try to be that helps balance it out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way I approach it. I'm I'm not a great person and I'm not the best, most fun person. I'm annoying and everything else. But I try to be fair. Try to be reasonable. Try to be fair. Try to be open. no matter how grating your voice is. Yes, my grating voice. <laughs> On a on a grade so of one to ten, how would you rate my grading voice? 
I don't know, man. It's probably like a three. A three? A th- with the lowest number being the worst? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm being, being fine. Like, oh, I, okay. I, I, don't, I don't hear it. That, that's why I make fun of people. It was just super uh, funny when I heard that. When I hear my own voice, it's grating to me. So I, I understood right away. I guess, yeah. Also, they abolished level adjustment in the throne room. So I wonder if Unafraid of the Dark Master Trial is now like a 15-minute event now instead of a 20-something minute event. I highly doubt it. What they're probably going to do is set up a VCNM for yeah for racist resurgence in there. That's that's my guess. Let's just remove level adjustment from all zones at this point, honestly. Because what was it there to protect if you're level fifty doing COP legitimately, like it was back in the day? I mean, what's even if it was, some of the things have already been un you know capped, so there's no way to really. It's just I mean maybe it's just too much work. It's not. Yeah, they're probably just not doing work where work doesn't immediately need to be done. Yeah, that's right? that's more likely, yeah. Yeah. My guess, if it was just some universal setting, they'd just be like, okay, it's gone. But yeah, it seems to be where they only need it uh, rather than where they want it. So in Odyssey, Odyssey Shoal G-Spot, the cap has I gone to the high. Was, I thought this was going to be worse than it was, man. Yeah, and, and so did the other people. And there was a lot of bitching going on about how it would be impossible. I've made a Twitter post for one user in particular who has done the most pooping in the diaper of all poopy little baby cry pieces that is that has gone on out there. But there's been a lot of complaining even after that fact. You know, if they're if once they see it's beatable, because the whole update day and the next day was just Savelle and everyone else on auction house just this is ridiculous. And now that people are beating it. Because they had, they were, they themselves, I think they said, were even stuck on V twenty before this even came out. Because their group is apparently not able yeah. to work together. But yeah. uh, you know, when they see everyone else beating it, now it just goes back to from from being impossible cheating content that no one will beat and is unfair, <laughs> rigged cheating. You know, absolute virtue all over again. Quote uh, <laughs> that now it's just like, oh well, it's still it's still artificial difficulty and this and you know that's do they even know what that means i don't understand why they call it artificial besides the fact that they don't like it so they're trying to make up terms so it's it's not artificial difficulty it's not difficulty it's it's actual difficulty it's, it's actual difficulty when you increase the stats. because yeah. it would be like calling salvage artificial difficulty oh this whole making us unlock our stuff this is just artificial no it's a condition of an event which adds an element to the game whether it's a handicap or not doesn't make it artificial difficulty. It's part of the whole thing. If you have to, I don't know, play horseshoes and you can't move closer to the, the pole to throw the horseshoe against it, that's not adding artificial difficulties to the, to the, the event. It's the actual event itself. That, that's it. It's not artificial. The only way that artificial difficulty can be added to an event is if you're fucking ass at it. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you're you ass are at adding it, that artificial be. difficulty. That's what that means. Those people are dumb who are using that term wrong. Yep. And that's all there is to it. They're just handicapping us, man. It's artificial. Yeah, I gotta start using this buzzword on the internet. It's not not a sweetener, man. It's just pure aspartame due to this event. Look, the reason I'm being kind of a smarmy douche about it, I can't speak for Spicy here, but the reason I'm being a smarmy douche about this is like, I I thought it was going to be harder. I thought it was going to require different strats. Like, my first attempt at Gogmagog was a magic burst strat where we almost killed the ad. Almost. Um, using fucking magic burst through intimidate. It was awful, by the way. And then we found out that we can just apply the same shit we did before to it, except we also kill the ad, and like it was fine. In some in some cases, in most cases, you can just ignore the ad still. So I, I don't know, man. I'm sure that changes at tier well, three. So but. for tier twos, you can ignore the ad depending. 
So I think you can ignore the end for all the tier twos, frankly, if you're good enough. A lot of groups will still have to go through now two fights, which they technically, a lot of groups, people were having trouble doing Gigalorum and, and one fight in V20 before. So those same type of groups are hitting a wall. The, the real problem is the, the tier threes. I mean, this is not a full sortie episode that will come later. Sortie, fuck me. It's not a full Odyssey V25 episode. That will come later, obviously, as we we have to I mean, learn more be because yeah. the, for the first time now, someone just beat the Ongo, and Ongo has changed because before it was minus ninety five percent to physical damage, and with every as we said before, or at least how I said before, every level difficulty. When I said we're going to get HP, we're going to get the the four stats per level, and we're going to get one more DT per difficulty level. Those extra five levels now have made that DT unexpectedly go from ninety five to one hundred percent. So you can no longer oh. TP on Ongo with a Rune Fencer and create a skill chain. You have to use Regain with Tactician's Roll or whatever. Yeah, you can't you can't TP Ongo anymore. There goes my idea of doing the first seventy five percent with like a Dragoon or something. That'll work for Arabati. Wait, well, can't you just burst down to the point where an ad comes out and TP on the ad? You could do that. Yes, and then nothing changes, right? Correct. I mean, except how you, do you, you hold you that ad because issues. the ad the ad won't be on the tank, so that that does yeah, and you'd have to be in range of on. You have to be in range, so like which is dispel and and damage and and paralyze slash stun. So the rune wouldn't be able to be part of the skill chain, but I don't know. And I wouldn't want to stick a bard up there because any mid cast for a song to keep enemy is going to potentially kill that bard from an AOE from Ongo. If a scholar locks their weapon and uses uh, a cult acumen um, with their uh, with their skill chains, they might be fine. And then have the scholar run in. Yeah, it, it's still been done in one round. It was done on auction house yesterday night. But the thing is, they had two minutes left, two and a half minutes left, and they got a full reset and said they would not have been able to do it without a full reset. But they were going so far, Fox, as to let me even pull it up because they yeah, were they I were going multiple angles most. of skill chain, including the geo with exudation, 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 closing <laughs> one. Depending on who had TP, they had a closer for who had TP. So they were cycling through. They weren't able to multi-step as much, so they were cycling through every person's TP to make a skill chain. That's creative. That's very creative. It was it very good strategy. That was that's the that's the artificial difficulty you have to overcome, Fox, by actually that that takes a by lot of good teamwork. It takes a lot of good planning and a lot of good execution too. That's not a not an easy thing to do. So that's, that's I, I feel I feel like the Geo can also just TP on the ad as well. Like sure, the rune fencer is no longer part of the skill chain, but I'm certain that there's another. Now way. you have an ad that does dispel and stun and stuff too. So it's it's just not. Let's see. Yeah, but I mean, if if the bard's doing their job, that ad is not facing the party, and that that uh, dispel is conal. So let's see. Um, depending on who had TP, they did a four-step skill chain with arrow to Nocto Helix to steal Cyclone to Wildfire, or arrow to Nocto Helix yeah. to Rudra Storm to Exudation. Yeah. So okay. they're multi-stepping that way still. Yeah, that was that's just double darkness both times. It's uh, yeah. the same way. Just uh, now, you have to have other people involved in it who have to move. So my problem with the geo moving is you lose the in, you lose the indie bubble, but that's fine. I don't need the indie bubble. I'm ML forty. I can get a couple more and get a little stronger. I also depends on what the indie bubble is too, because three. instead of entrusting the rune, they can entrust the black mage and then just like keep indie haste on themselves. Think about it though: if we beat Ongo before with like six and a half minutes left at V twenty, yeah, and now I've gotten plus three gear on black mage. I should be able yeah, to bridge. Be able to reinforce it. Yeah, and ML yeah. forty, almost forty one now. I, I should be able to bridge that gap as long as skill chains are there. The problem, though, so overall, I mean, we're not talking about every single NM, but overall, we're talking about the gear, though. Overall, what seems to happen, though, so the way everything is now, 
the cumulative weapon skill wall is there, plus uh, so V21+, plus, I believe. At least V25 is all that matters, is what we're doing, to get the win. The okay. the wall is there from, from Sortie. No, I did it the other way. Went the other way that time. The wall is there where you have to wait 10 seconds. It's minus 90% to anything else, magical or not weapon skill. So one weapon skill to rule them all. You can't spam them like we were before. That's what first has people upset. That's that's just artificial. I'm just so annoyed at this fucking the community that I'm, I'm bitching still. Sorry. It's a pretty derpy thing. It's yeah. just, you know, we've gotten the most challenging content that is now. So let me sing the praises of this. Because what I'm doing wasn't that important to finish. Let me sing the praises of this. We now have the hardest content in the game we can apply master levels to. All the stuff people are botting and buying. And they go through all this work. And they, they spend all this gil. They're paying RMTs. They have bots themselves. They're doing all this bullshit in this game. Day in, day out, week in, week out. And they're spending their time. They're paying a subscription fee. They're doing all this shit. And nothing is really that hard. The hardest thing we have is Sortie Basement. We've already overcome it. And it's frankly easier than these mobs are, in my opinion. I mean, sorority basement, how we do it is easier than this content. We're now beating even, we, we, you know, if there wasn't for the missed skill chain the other night, we had downed Ida before it even got the three minutes to do his thing. We're we're getting better without getting better gear. We're we're, we're doing better work on these things, on these mobs. Better coordination. Yeah, we can do an Ammon every two runs with the weakening item if everything goes well. And I just, you know, so nothing in this game that's that's the biggest roadblock so far. And even I had the same cumulative weapon skill problem. And we overcame it just by busting out our strongest mages or ranger or whatever and just, just ran through that. And that's that was the hardest content in the game besides V20s. And they didn't feel that bad after all the stuff we'd gotten. We now have something that challenges us further and causes more than just brute strength as a success metric. Where you can apply everything you've done to it. So all the time in the game that people spend, all the gearing up they did, all the, all the Lua's and stuff they've worked on. Now we have to work on for the first time, people needing different job compositions and all these other things. So it sends you back to old content that you didn't do. People are in divergence now, are peeing up mooses because of Sortie, and now they're, because of Odyssey, going to have other jobs come up because our group, we had to have, you know, someone like, we go, who do you need another job here? You only have like two, three jobs. It's really limiting. Pick up Samurai or whatever. You don't have a piercing job. We kind of need that. So when we're trying to do a second wave of something, you can come on Samurai and you Shining One, and we have that. We need that. So we have, the whole groups come together. We have our new channel of what our projects are and who's working on one new job or whatever and we're doing stuff we weren't doing and that's the game we're going back to card farm we're going back to get aionic weapons and like everything is now revitalized everything in the game all the reasons to do stuff and it's you're learning new stuff you're playing new jobs and it's fun again like people who didn't have a reason to have the non-meta jobs for this content because they didn't need them and in their mind because they don't know much generally they weren't worthwhile to invest in with Papa's Plastic. And now they have a reason to do that. So now we have people coming together for the hardest content and being challenged for once, being told no for once, and being able to push themselves and their characters and all the work and all the investment they've done to the limit. People going back to do old content. Everything is now now fun because you have to go back and level jobs, work and stuff. Uh, certain guys that were in touch on BG are now being updated. All this stuff, the community sharing information. like It's a big explosion of activity. All the, there's nothing to do in this game. Uh, you know, there's no new area for the anniversary. All this other bullshit. It's it, we have it now. We've gotten what I think is unique content on a silver platter that applies all the things that we said we didn't need or didn't care about is now relevant again. And you get to have all the fun the jobs you didn't have any reason to apply to. There was no reason to care about how good your thief was, but now you can test how you've applied everything you've done to this game in a functional, productive manner for the hardest, challenging content. 
and it's rewarding and enjoyable even if you fail and we have it so now it's like oh mm, uh you know it's it's just ridiculous you can't tp on you're like all oh, this bullshit so it's just like fuck yourselves you've just gotten everything you could have wanted in terms of what you were going like people complain they did it a certain way you weren't going to get shit you were going to get nothing so you've gotten something and it's greater than it could have been and it ties everything into the game before into you know it, it breeds new life into it is what i'm getting at but it's that's that's my little rant yeah. about that <laughs> i just don't get the bitching yeah. just don't play them pretty much they took three years like, to I, give us imperium plus it. two and, and we get this come on it's good i mean i guess some people have fun just rolling content but i i get tired uh, of it kind of boring yeah like be, be, like i don't want to repeat content i roll it's just not this I've been no saying reason. for a while that I really wanted content that we can actually apply this new gear to. So I like pushing hoping my this one's up to the that. limit. Yeah. Like, what am I doing otherwise? What am, when we have these events every night with our static and stuff, what are we doing if we're not trying to get stronger to apply those things to something else? That's, that's the whole point of doing it is to have fun. And we're having fun to improve our characters because people only bother doing stuff that gets them stuff that helps them. So use that stuff that's the reason you always do stuff to do stuff. Yeah. But it seems like now, so. The cumulative wall is there, and now we have a second ad that comes out, and a second one hour is used. So if you're fighting Gogmagog, you need to kite a second time, otherwise he will use Nyanahito or whatever the fuck it is again. Yeah, and, he will. And kill you, and that's that's fun. And when the ad comes out now, before they would repop Fox, remember that? Yeah. That was that was fucking disheartening when we finally found out they repop. Whoever found that out and posted that information. It wasn't one of us because we didn't even bother doing it. Unless you did it. No. But, you know, I mean, no, uh, we didn't. We just killed it. Yeah. <laughs> that was, someone said they just yeah. repop. We're like, well, what the fuck's the point of that? This thing's got a million fucking right. HP and it just repops. Now, after the update, they no longer repop in the same three key item session. So even when you leave the fight, it will not repop again if you come back in, which is the way forward for tier three, I believe. I mean, some fights can still be done in one round, I'm sure, for the, the strongest, most elite of groups that work together, but I think most people are going to have to do, even on some of the tier twos, uh, depending on their, their cooperation, have to do two fights. And my group's probably going to have to do that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Bumbo is going to be two to three fights even. Yeah. Well, I came into this, um, with the expectation that some of these fights might take three, uh, to get done. And there are ways of, of, uh, choosing this shit, like in a, in a huge way. Like there are, there are ways if you're, if you're willing to dedicate yourself to three fights, like there's um like there's there's hilarious shit you can do with Beastmaster to do the first fight down to ten you know, you can take the auto ten percent off a lot of these fights. And then you can use a scrub B team to go from uh ninety percent down to seventy five, and then you can use your real team to finish it off. And I mean that's pretty realistic on a lot of these mobs. So I don't know why people would be complaining about this when there are ways of cheesing around it. Here's here's a good complaint. Um, this one came from Savelle again, of course. What was the point of master levels if we can't even use our sub jobs? All those things we unlocked with master levels and sub jobs, we can't even get here. How about all the stats okay. and accuracy? Well, I mean, not really accuracy, but all the yeah, attack and power he got. He's aware. Yeah. Yeah, that he got like a, a free Empyrean weapon stapled to every weapon skill he does. Yeah. Man, I got ML 40 or 50. I have 50 to all stats and 50 to all skill. I well, mean, that's, 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 that's pretty bad. It's a, it's How do attack, I apply this accuracy. without a sub job? That's a, that's a massive amount of attack, dude. Like, that's. You're getting attacked from the 50 strength. You're getting attacked from the, the skill. Like, it's it's insane. It is insane. The difference, especially for people struggling on something like Ango or something, is this is an insane difference. For mages, yeah, specifically. For monk, too. Like, everyone's everyone's mages and their monks and hand-to-hand weapon users, you know, that sort of thing. Like, they, they're going to see 
they, they see a much bigger improvement from all these master levels. It's not about the sub job you use. Like it, master levels aren't only exciting every five levels. I mean, sure, you know, sub scholar and sub white mage get cooler after a bit, but for your melee jobs, the only thing you're really getting that's that's game changing is the ability to super jump. I did think it was Nothing cool. Else really cool though, added. too, that the aura changes when you get the second one hour, the debuff aura that it provides. So. I don't know how I feel about that. Technically, you could get luckier, or technically, you could get shit on, and you could lose. Really unlucky, yeah. Yeah, that would be nothing's worse than going through the whole. And I I think that really drives home just the intention that with three fights and two ads and a boss, that it's it's probably meant to be fought as three. Yeah, um, every one of these. But I mean, there's no reason why you can't fight him as one or two. I I remember complaining, why do we even have three fights if there's no reason to do it in one and one? You know, people just entering and leaving and not doing anything outside of the. And then they added the MOG amplifier and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, I guess that's why we have three. But now they've, I guess, fully completed the events. And now it's, now there's definitely a reason for three instances. I do like that amplifiers are net positive, though. So you're no longer having to like sacrifice anything to pop one. Yep. So they will pay for themselves as long as you do 6% or more of the MOG. And for upgrading this gear too, it's gotten even better because we're getting like what with a triple run with the mod game was eight like k or something stupid now. It's a lot. I only needed eighteen point eight seven, so eighteen thousand eight hundred seventy, to go from twenty five cap on a uh, my neo animator to capping. So that's only three more fights of that at that difficulty, and that's certainly yeah. not not hard to do. Yeah. So it's it got even easier to RP it, I guess, if you cheese it too. Oh yeah, yeah. So the and the increase it, in RP is mitigated by the difficulty. So yeah, choosing it on a nine X run where you use amplifiers each time and just do ten percent, ten percent, ten percent of the mob is uh is pretty pretty easy to obtain. So we'll see. It is interesting that that Ongo is taking like zero percent damage, which means the other ones are also probably taking zero percent damage from things they're not weak to. Yeah, I mean, I think it was huge before, um, but. I think, we're, I think that's going to apply to, well, I guess Corsair is only getting tacticians roll to proc um, and guy. So that's not going to apply there. Yeah, Where's the content where people melee where it matters, where they would not be able to do in tier three now? Not Kalonga, not uh, I think it, I think it was in guy actually, because like we had like Bard TP. Yeah, but that would just. And Bard doesn't. That's just from tacticians again, because the aura doesn't go up that fast. Oh, like he could use it back to back. Yeah, he could. It's but... probably unlikely, but you know, it's not outside of their own possibility. Yeah, I, I think only Ongo really applied to that. Arabati wasn't a thing. You're using piercing. Uh, Kalunga yeah. using slashing. It wasn't a thing. Shout out to everyone using uh, the Empyrean scythe now. Like that's become the big, the big yeah. ticket item now. Everyone wants to make an Empyrean scythe because it it, it slaps ass when you can't weapon skill. <laughs> it's not surprising. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm surprised that it's that big of a difference from Calibog, but. I think sure. it was always good in terms of being able to put out damage, but because it couldn't spam weapon skill damage in the same capacity, like the, the weapon skill, the weapon skill wasn't as good. Everyone just ignored it. But now that it's more relevant, it was it was not bad before. And now it's, you know, the, the aspects of that weapon make it really a, a no-brainer. Yeah. Because the I know when key it, when it comes staff to is Columbia, much better, uh, sights better than a greatsword. When it comes to Kalunga with my group, I know that everyone who's doing damage is going to be using an Imperial weapon, that's for sure. Like, I'm not even going to Savage Blade on Beast. I'm going to use Farsha for that. Felt good to have all nice, too, again. That's always nice. Oh, I bet. I like it in general, but it, it's good to have even more reason for it. <laughs> oh, and then also uh, with the Ongo thing, like, I can take a look at the, the party for it, but um, since TP gaining is kind of an issue, it might 
might be worth it to look at Beastmaster again for there too, because they have a lot of pets that can do detonation and compression weapon skills. And if you're saving a charge on the Scholar, that means the skill chains are basically infinite. What would you replace then? Because you have to replace something. Yeah, exactly. So you have to figure out what we're replacing at that point. But um, I think I would replace the Corsair. Yeah, because I mean, the again, the the beast doesn't have to have TP ever. They were for fine. they were for skill chaining and for skill chaining for adding a little bit of magic attack bonus. They're really not they're not providing enough to yeah. care. That is fair, and especially now that the rune doesn't need like the sam roll or anything from it. So and you could still get some magic attack bonus taking a summoner too. So summoner a beast to open the skill chain there. And beast can use well, but then now we're back to the whole issue of of not. We're down to. I mean, you could probably still do it with one skill chain, not doing multi step, but the multi step does help the damage quite substantially and just continue it. But you could definitely not even. It just depends. Like your uh, your 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 scholar, your scholar doesn't have good skill chain properties because you don't have distortion, so that's kind of an issue. Um, But there are several pets that can do what you're trying to do. Um, So you get you have a whole bunch of compress, or you have at least one compression. We have multiple detonation options. So you can be on either side of that skill chain that only require one charge. So it only requires one charge from the Scholar, one charge from the Beastmaster. And uh, that's basically perpetual skill chains. So if you can figure out what you want to do with that from there, go for it. Um, I think uh, being able to add Killer Instinct might be useful too. Because um, you can keep that up almost. Well, actually, no, you can't remove the Corsair because the Corsair provides resets for Rake. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Rake and yeah, yeah, you right. need the Corsair. Unfortunately. The Bard? I don't, I don't need the end from the bar. Yeah, so not like, necessary. They were just controlling so, the end and giving haste, and I don't need the haste to win that. Especially with Embrava, I don't need it. Yeah, the so the Beastmaster can actually just melee the ad. Counterbuild. And then you can use... Sure, yeah, you can use Counterbuild as well, but you can melee the ad for TP, and then you can Ruinator for the distortion. So there you go. So Fox's Beastmaster will replace the Bard, and we'll have Tactician still. Yeah, we'll so I'll be able to still take advantage yeah. of that. Yeah, and then uh, you'll you'll always have stuff like uh, Killer Instinct being reset and, and things like that. Killer so Instinct alone is going to be very nice too. Yeah, it's it's you know it's going to be at least like a. The only issue is going to be controlling the two controlling the two ads because now you don't have many from the. I think mean, I would honestly just use um, Gallant's roll instead of the the Wizard's roll then. Or you can entrusted a entrusted a defense bubble. True, but that won't be on the whole time. No, but it might be on the for the time periods that you're fighting ads. True, but the fight's going to go on for probably the whole duration. Right, but think about how long it takes to get to 75 when you would actually need that bubble. And then again at 40, will that take another 5 minutes or so? And if so, won't you have already done wildcard reset and another random deal by then? So I, I think it can overlap. And putting the pet away isn't as detrimental this time as it would be for like other fights. Because while you're doing these things, nobody's actually skill chaining. So, I think know, so. I think that might work. It's it's going to be really tight and all, and there might not be a reason to even do it that way until it's perfectly outlined of how just how well that can work. Some people studying at videos and trying to perfect the strategy. I think doing it in two fights would make the most sense because you can definitely yes. eliminate an ad. But the way I think that would work, since you can't do the physical damage still, I mean, how do you even get the ad out then? That would definitely. Can you do piercing? Because um, they said no physical damage, but I guess they would have had you the core can... shooter. They would see no piercing damage. That is a good question. Because um, I was going to say use a ninja to magic burst while fighting the ad to get TP, but you had to get get it down far enough first that you wouldn't be able to do that. It would be like yeah, using like, pet jobs to make the magic burst. That is kind of rough. 
That is really rough. If you could do any TP Ganon, because how do you, what do you do when he first spawns? How do you even hurt him then? If you can't do anything yeah. physical, because there's only so many magical dealers, and to do a full magic strategy, you need to have the scholar and the black mage in one party. You could use a. Um, you can have a. You can actually have a summoner and a beastmaster do skill chains for the ninja and whoever else. Yeah, that's yeah, but then the beastmaster had a setup. But then again, you just go back to the bard. Then that's fine. But then you just go back to the yeah. original setup that yeah. you know can kill Ongo. So you can just use a beastmaster and a summoner and set one, and then whenever um, what you call it is up, apogee is up. You can use that to uh red use mage. Diablos. red mage and spell red mage and spell might work too yeah i mean it's not viable on like a full kill but if you're just using it for trying to get uh, it down because the ad will get yeah. destroyed so because think about it this way like zero damage is not a detriment zero damage is actually a benefit and in this case if red mage is hitting it for zero but using unspell damage that's a cheese yeah because it's not using tp moves the beast can also take it down 10 percent. well on ongo that's not going to work it's yeah. lightning um With it might not hour. work i mean otherwise that one hour there's always a chance that you can land it and that's actually one of the another one of the reasons why i'm putting as much effort into the magic accuracy gear as possible but yeah it's very unlikely it will land i've actually had a discussion with the, about this with other people about the v20s and being able to use beastmaster and ongo um yeah i would you, like to try it when replacing the bard with you, the you shouldn't you shouldn't rely on the 10% beast can do on Ongo, but you, you should be able to do it on the lower difficulties if you have, like, a rake for that. Um, you should be fine. Do you think but using Unleash and your stupid familiar that's, with changing that's just That's just... All Unleash is doing is it's it's increasing the number of dice rolls you have. Yeah. The cool thing about Beastmaster is it has an ability called Run Wild that everyone forgets about. That's what I meant. And it's really, really potent because that's a 25% increase to magic accuracy, not plus 25 so that is a huge magic accuracy increase to your pet. And that's one of the ways that I've used it to cheese mobs in the past. Um, but again, I, I don't know if that would be enough for Ongo because you need some absurd, like you'll probably need over 1900 magic accuracy to land. Probably. Without like a bard or a red mage helping you, getting that off of raw stats is going to be almost impossible. <laughs> Even though your pets now are like level 120, three or whatever it's it's a bit more magic accuracy and like you can have quite a bit of magic accuracy for your pet and sets i think i have like 530 something in in gear like it's probably not going to get you there so you do need someone else helping otherwise like yeah i think taking a red mage a ninja a beast a summoner what other job would you take there of the paladin, paladin the tank hold it. yeah i mean yeah because the, the Paladin can help the Red Mage out too, because they are going to take some incidental damage. So yeah, there, I think there's I think there's a lot of really cool brew space around Ongo. Um, killing the ad once it spawns is a whole other issue, but maybe you don't care about that. Maybe you actually want the ad to spawn with Ongo when it comes out on the kill attempt. That way you can get TP on the ad. I meant killing the first ad, that way the second ad, because that regen's really Or powerful. just don't kill the first ad. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, yeah I mean... Just get it down. It, well, it's it's about just using that pet for TP. So as long as you can start the fight with a way to get TP, it should be a lot like the previous fight, just with a little more regen. Well, with a lot more regen. Unfortunately, I don't think, think Blue Mage's nukes are going to work here really well. Unfortunately, I mean, I'm trying to think what other job. Well, you could Azor or could and go to town. Yeah, I got a whole forty seconds of making skill chains. <laughs> you also never know if uh, Absolute Terror is going to land, so that'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, that might work. Yeah, man, just Azura lore and, and like make that make that uh, ability good again. 
Oh yeah, man. If it was three minutes, I would say a blue mage would be ideal here, but it's forty seconds with the hands over right. forty five seconds with hands. But there's no yeah, but you never know. There's just no good magic anything besides ninja, summoner. Even ninja's gonna be hit and miss because you need magic act. So I don't even think I have that on my ninja yet, but you would want to be nuking in like five of five Imperium plus three gear on ninja. I just haven't done enough Odyssey runs to get that yet. So, you know, if there's some ninja out there with five of five Imperium plus three, this might be the fight for you. But I would on that. Uh, that's that's what, probably what, gonna be with other fights, it's definitely a matter of, yeah, I can see weakening it with this. So like Arabati, I can see using Beastmaster, Dragoon, and TP cheesing it, even maybe just to bring a summoner in that party and TP cheesing it so that you can get it to 75, whatever, and kill the ad, and then go in like normal, and it'll be perhaps even easier than V20 was at that point. I could see doing that, and that would be... That would be definitely, I could see getting it that way. When it comes to Ango, it's just they don't have that same what what jobs can I use that aren't the main party kind of thing. Well, other mobs like Bumble or something, there's a lot. You can you can still magic burst that to get them down the first fight and everything. And I think that's definitely probably going to be a viable first attempt of weakening strategy because I don't think anyone's going to be Bumble in one, one attempt. I just don't think no, it's, no. Nothing's gonna happen. But also, like we're, we're we're I don't think we're thinking big enough either because nothing is stopping your B team or even your C team from taking it further than seventy something percent. Yeah. So well, sure, the I just use it as a rough spawn, example. Right? I think you could take it with in that whole fifteen minutes. I think you could take it down to fifty percent or forty percent. Yeah. So if you take it down to fifty percent or whatever, even if it regens, it remembers that it took you down below forty percent and it rounds up to forty or to fifty rather than to a hundred or, or sixty or whatever it regens to. It remembers its lowest point. So as long as you get that progress, even if there is another ad that will spawn immediately or, or, or something like that, you still have a huge head start over trying to do it from 100. So again, there, there's no reason to whine about this content because there are ways to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And then you when we do these various strategies here again, uh, the, the weapons we have that we don't typically use come into play here. So let's say you don't have a Dragoon. Let's say you have a Thief. I could definitely see having to build a subtle blow build or something here. Just, I don't care what it is. I need subtle blow too. If he doesn't get it, having the SU-5 weapon yeah, would be... Well, yeah, it does. It gets Sharita earring. Yeah, just, just offhand your uh, Gladys knife. Oh, that's right. Well, Gladys is subtle blow one now. No, it's I, not. It's subtle blow two. Gladys knife is subtle blow two. Oh, shit. Then you cap it. Yeah, it's okay. so good. Take that away. <laughs> it's so incredible. I take that away. I thought it was so one. Strong. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the gear and shit, but yeah, second, you yeah. you get some you get some cool shit. You also the Galetti's breaches are worth meleeing in now too. Yes, 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 and especially for that situation. What's cool too is it being able to plan out. Okay, we should do in guy first because we're gonna want the subtle blow for our outer body yeah. strategy we have lined up here, and then we're gonna apply it to that. And then that's the whole point of this content too is get strong to also tackle the same content. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so like there would be there would be a benefit from a measure of planning. So if you're if you're thinking about going into this and you don't know where to start, at least try to plan out a map of what gives your group the most benefits for the other fights that are coming up. And you know, for for doing Ongo here and brewing, and you say we're not thinking big enough. Well, maybe you just don't take a scholar for that win, and you get them. You take yeah. the scholar to the first weakening one and get it down low enough where the scholar does all the nuking with a red mage there or something to help them out, or just uses a uh, helix to get down. Yeah, and it works with the helix yeah. there, and the the. Flight, the, the aim is to get it low enough to get the ad out and kill that and then do as much damage to Ango as possible. Maybe get him to 60%. Use in the 50 Beast Bard Geo Core Rune Black Mage on the kill party. Yeah, and then you just take out the. Yeah. You, you would have. You would lose the. 
the storm and everything for the black mage, but the whole you got it down lower than it would have been normally, and the ad's taken care of, so you can go back to ignoring the, the ad when it comes out again. Because something we notice, Fox, when the second ad comes out, it's not just that more regen is applied to the mob at a significant yeah. tick. It is a strong regen. We're talking like like one percent every. I feel like the damage got lower on the on it the twos also, but I I don't know. Something's happening there, whether it's magic evasion spiking or DT spiking. Some one of those things. It's, it was it's, way more prominent on the tier twos for sure. It was more prominent when the second ad came out because when the first ad came out, I went from doing cap damage on uh, Reskovnisha. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was doing all nines on him. And then when the first day came out, I went down to 70s or so, 77, 76, so around there for my arrow six or Aerosia. They were doing like that instead of cap yeah. damage. And then when the second ad came out, I went down to 20K, 15, 16, 18K, depending on the nuke. That yeah, was that's where I was living dip. on Red Mage. Yeah, that was that low. Point, yeah. From cap to, to 20-ish K, that's, that's bad. Even if I'm getting walled, that's bad. Yes, it is. Because that would mean, even if, <laughs> so let's say I was walled every time and it just somehow worked out that I was so bad I got walled every single time. Uh, which if, is certainly if possible. I had a, it's still if I had I'm a only doing, I'm doing 50K or so or 40, high 40Ks instead yeah. of the 70Ks I was doing. So it's still a big jump down there. Yeah, like, I, yeah, because I, I did considerably less on Red Mage because like I was doing like 40-ish uh, for, for a lot of the nukes. And then as soon as it got low, suddenly I was doing doing like 15K, 17K, sometimes only four digits. <laughs> And then at that point, I was like, should I even still be nuking? <laughs> so when we talk about ignoring this ad and doing it in one fight, ignoring two ads, the groups that do that are really, really buckling down and working well. I, most of the, yeah. the groups that talk a lot and say they're this or that, they can't do that. The, 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 the loud posters and auction house typically can't do that. It's the, it's the people that typically don't post or the ones that are special like Mischief or um, what's the summoner? It's P.A. P oh. yeah. The the butterfly, Papisa. Yeah. 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 Papessa. That's yeah, people like Mischief or Papessa are, are the ones that you know, they don't talk a lot, they don't post a lot, they don't complain, they just talk, they give information and do this. Those are the ones that, that get stuff done. Those are always a good place. The ones that always complain about other stuff like that or talk about how if it's not best, it's last or this or that. Those are always the worst players that talk the most and don't get stuff. No, done. The ones that take the longest to do shit. Yeah. The Savelles of the world, the the Simon says of the world. You know, those those ones that we know are not as good as they keep talking, but uh, it'll, it'll be cool to see what people come up with when it comes to approaching. It's already though. cool and because just I, doing, doing Gogmagog, we beat that with one or two seconds left. I will tell you though, I am not. Yeah. Well, my group also beat Gogmagog under that, under that uh, gun too. And a lot of that is because the of the, the fucking, no, it wasn't even the intimidate. It's the fucking shield block. And, and we did, we didn't bring anyone to actually manage hate. So you do actually hate Cap in the Gogmagog fight now. And we couldn't get it off the monk. And even though I covered it, it, it didn't reduce anything because it wasn't intercepting. You attacks. hate Cap like, in all these fights now. And yeah. everyone's commenting on. So the Henwin someone commented on today. So the shield really they go coordinate you. the damage mounts between the monk and the war. So who's getting the weapon skull and who's not. That way you don't cap enmity as fast and don't have to worry about it. But dude, that's smart. Yeah, it's smart, but just. Take a summoner, take a thief at least. I mean, because even with dirge, you're still capping the hate wall. It just puts it back a bit. You take the summoner. The summoner. I feel like summoner. Need. Summoner would have made Gogmagog a lot easier for sure. Probably. Yeah, the shield block and the intimidating. Yeah, we we problem. also we also were like sub a minute when we when we cleared him uh, when my group went, and uh, we had no trouble killing the ad or anything like that. The issue is that 
uh, my monk was pulling hate at like 50%. Like you're all, you're all capped around 50% on the boss. That's bad. Yeah. And we basically had to fight that thing that can't way. Can't use super jump. No, we can't use super jump. I mean, I was, I was, I was sitting there just like spamming cure four. So I was the last action. Actually, I wasn't even spamming cure four. I was spamming, I was, I was using like cure two and shit to conserve MP because we were all like hate capped and I had to make sure I constantly did actions to turn it towards me. That's also was, another, uh, another element of the, the fight is, you could say, oh, it's just bad mechanics that the hate caps or whatever. They never updated it since the, you know, the implementation of the enemy being raised forever ago from just raising the limit from the start of the game. It's like, oh, this is just bad. But like, no, these are not just bad. These are just the game's mechanics. Just because something gets in your way doesn't make it bad or, or artificial or whatever. It just means it's something you have to contend with and how you plan a strategy because, it, you know, just because your paladin doesn't block every single hit against every single mob in the game doesn't mean, oh, paladin should be able to block every hit. It just means, oh, this is a fact of the game you contend with. Not that it's like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, and I mean, it, so it, it can't always be up, but I was also timing the shield bashes with when he was about to do weapon skills because if the mob's stunned, it can't block. So that's another benefit to Summoner too, aside from the hate reset, is that they can they can also alternate and use like a Volt Strike to stun the mob. And it doesn't matter who it's looking at. Yeah, and for a tier one, I think it is a good place for someone to fit in because you don't need the extra DPS much. You need to stop the shield blocking and keep yeah, control of the you're gonna lose buffs. Mm-hmm. Because that end fire, even if it does ten damage, people are getting mostly auto attack damage on this, and having that is nice. It just helps. Yeah, I think uh, both our pup and our monk used Verithrogna and kept AM three up the whole, the whole time too. Yeah, I, I kind of wish yeah. still that I've I've always wanted Verithrogna for pup, but I've just. It hasn't been worth going to get in terms it of was, what I'm working on. It's underwhelming. So it was still pretty still good. Medium, yeah. Yeah. I felt that my, so what's cool is the pet doesn't activate the walls. Yes. So my pet, if it was a little stronger too, uh, would do even more. Cause I overdrived in a time where we didn't have like a bubble on the mob or it was just not, my pet wasn't doing great against it. It was doing damage for sure with overdrive on, but what's good is that that's not triggering the wall. I do think Pup has a great place in Gog Magog in terms of overdrive, and I was using King Kunk and I wouldn't use Verithrogna for mm-hmm. overdriving with the pet. But the pet outside of that was not doing great. I think even just taking a core for stupid pet's roll instead of instead of fighter's roll. I mean, I, I don't know if I can weigh it that that's way. That's not walling is actually really important. It is. Because, like... That means um, on, unlike the uh on like Raskovnich and Marmor Krebs, like you can actually bring a Beastmaster into that fight to open for a Ranger on both those fights. And the Ranger closes true flight on Swooping Frenzy. And Swooping Frenzy is going to give magic defense down of negative 25 to the mob. So again, if your accuracy magic accuracy is there, you're gonna land that, especially at Marmor Krebs. And that skill chain annihilates it. Like th- those tier twos, they absolutely melt. So if you're having trouble with that, try to see if you have a Beastmaster that's worth a damn in your party. Because if they're geared properly, they can land that shit, and they are the ultimate skill chain opener. And that goes back... They, they don't read DP. That goes back to my whole original rant and diatribe there about how this, this content's great, because now Beastmaster... It didn't have a place in Sortie, really, outside of just farming floor one or something, but now Beastmaster and the strengths and things it brings to the game, you can apply to this content, and just the, the job shines. Just like being able to apply yeah, if you can, to this content, it matters. If you can plan for something and not have to change your pets constantly, then yes, Beastmaster is perfectly fine, especially if you need a skill chain. It's just impossible to find a Beastmaster. I mean, I wanted to do that, it with yours, but we were set up to not do it that way, and it just was simpler to go do it the way we did it. But I, really I didn't even want to, want to change. Jobs, I know you man. didn't want to change. 
That was also part. Of I was it. like, you well, said we, we could probably change. just do it. Yeah, we could probably just do it this way. And so we did. It was it was easier to do with two ads out. My damage was less affected on Marmacrevs than it was on Raskovnisha. Well, yeah, and I mean, you also, you you also have like Frazzle three, like a real Frazzle three on the mob too. So like you're gonna see a lot of, of huge magic accuracy differences. Like if you can bring a red mage to the Ango fight and somehow make that work, um, that would be huge because Frazzle three is is like real business, and that would go a long way to helping a lot of people their magic hack. And it would let you control the edge too. So I mean, even yeah. just still once again getting rid of the bard for a red mage there would still be nice. You, yeah, the the bard is probably not gonna be able to sleep ads. The red mage can sleep ads. Yes, even without stymie, like you can just you can just immune break them. Um, you can understand the proper use of chain spell. Uh, there's there's like a lot of ways that you can play red mage effectively so to control those ads. That win against V25 Ongo didn't post their setup for Ongo. Eh, yeah, it was probably the standard. But yeah, they. I mean, right. we know the five jobs they have. We just don't know if they're using a bard or using a red mage. Well, they have to be using. Well, no, they might not. They, uh, they might be using a red storm, mage right? instead so. of a bard. Yeah, because no, I could I could see a world where you use a red mage instead of a bard. When they said Ruger Storm, I assume the bard was doing it. So, oh yeah, the bard would have to do that. Red mage doesn't get it. It doesn't get Ruger's. Okay, no, because there was no else to but use. But you Ruger's also don't it. need to because like red mage can use um uh CDC. So like it's not exclusive to bard. Like I think you can actually sub out. The I think bard they're using the dark mage. property. Let's see, they closed. Let's see, to Rudra Storm. No, Rudra Storm was the second one. Is Azudation was the closer for the second dark. So yeah. yeah, you could use a different weapon skill. Obviously, the damage doesn't matter. You know what's real fucking cute? You can actually get use out of sequence in this fight. Ooh. Oh, Requiscat. Yeah, you can close with Requiscat for uh, for um, Umbra. Fox, Fox, I think we're missing the real point here. Kara just said it next <laughs> to me. She has, uh, we're missing it. We, we've not been thinking big enough, Fox, as you yeah, said. We got to think even bigger. Okay. Mandau Red Mage. Mandau Red Mage. Mandown, Mandown Red Mage. I almost have enough kill to make it now, so. Here we go. Bringing it back. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't say what oh, I was doing a as, as a thing, too, Fox. The Japanese Twitter. I was participating with Japanese Twitter this week. Yeah. As you saw that in the Discord, right? Uh, yeah, I couldn't read some of the posts, but I so <laughs> saw that they were commenting on your after comments. after your work with the Black Mage thing we mentioned last time. Um, that got circulated sure. around, and therefore now they're reading the guide that it's attached to, and they were saying it's good as information. They were they liked the magic accuracy part that I wrote there. I had to do the magic mm-hmm. attack part. That's I need to do that before the new year. That the Black Mage guide, made. yeah. And okay. so because of that, they go. This person also made the Thief guide. I guess is what that translates out to with Google Translate. And then they started talking about the Thief Guide and laughing about the Thief Guide because I put stupid shit in there. They were laughing yeah. about how I said uh, Mandao is, is just garbage and don't use it. And there's like a tons of W's and everything. And they were they were wondering what the slang meant for uh, Mandao is for Dragon Bead Farm. And I was trying to explain to Japanese people on Twitter that the Dragon <laughs> Bead Mandao was was from a bad Reddit post that became a meme on a podcast. It's like, how do you explain this to people with a language barrier? That is pretty rough. It's in Italian here. I can't I can't be like, you know, Babadi Boopti. This is this is legible words I can figure out. Yeah, yeah. That's cool though. Like I'm glad they're looking at it and hopefully they they can also provide some feedback on it too. Yeah. They <laughs> I explained why the Aeneas section, because like the Aeneas section sounds aggressive. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I explained that that I was sick and tired of the comments from auctionhouse.com from people that were being rude, obnoxious, or stupid that don't know anything. I said that if they if it's not best, it's worst. And I got aggressive with them and, and wrote that part there. And then they commented back essentially that, yeah, there's a lot of people like that online. <laughs> Yeah, right. And then uh then after that the same person I just talked to the next day, they beat something with Red Mage and Odyssey and I responded back in the Google Translate with Mandow WW and I got back the W's or whatever and I was like, ah, oh, this is working Excellent. out. This is this is good. I'm international. That's now. cool. That's cool. That, that's a, that's a pretty wholesome conversation, honestly. All things considered. They were they were say they were another thing too, the way it translated it was um basically um the comments are written in slang, whatever. I don't understand, but at the same time, it makes me want to dig deeper. <laughs> so it's like my my humor sucks to the English speaking world, but in Japan, I kill. Excellent. And speaking I'm of kill, another another in Japan. the one last thing here from the the whole thing that dovetailed off this was from those conversations. I get more like because you liked or retweeted or did this, that the algorithm gives me stuff from the Japanese posters more now, which works out pretty well. On the Odyssey content now with the weapon skill wall. They had one saying, they were like, how do you guys feel about, they don't come out and be like, this is the worst content. They go, so how do you guys feel about the weapon skill wall? Is it challenging? Is it fun? Is it needed? And at the end there, they go, um, basically, why are the devs obsessed with the weapon skill wall? Did a weapon skill kill their family? Wow. <laughs> it's just like, are the it's devs getting revenge? Are the devs getting revenge on weapon skills because they killed their family? It was great. Japanese posters it are great. It is great. But honestly, man, it's a long time coming. People shouldn't be shocked by this. It's you know they they complain about it You've again in line with Odyssey for a long time. But think about this game and the scale of the the way they're managing it, and they keep they have to keep adding content as the nature of MMO to keep people playing, engage harder and harder content. But at the same time, the mechanics of the game can't be reforged twenty one years into the into the, the the dog and pony show here. They don't have the staff. They're not doing it, and they would break. They're just. They, there's too much involved from people who weren't involved in the project and don't even know what's going on deep down, frankly, as far as I can tell, to go and rework all of the mechanics. And there's just, it'd be like a, a rematch of the game. They're not going to rework all of these things, get together, design it, test it. Like it would break the game too in certain ways. They, they can't just do that. They can't rework that. So they're yeah. left with what they can do. And we're getting so strong now that they can't stop the power creep they've created from 119 onwards. So what do you do? You add inhibitors to content, gimmicks, things you have to line up with, strategy becomes different. So we have cool strategies we implement now that everyone ignored forever. But the the trade-off is that we have to make things that inhibit us because we've gotten so powerful that if no matter how the content is, I mean, the only the only alternative is to make the content just last longer of everyone spamming Savage Blade. You add HP yeah. to the mob. You make the mob have a million stats, but at the end of the day, it's still just everyone spamming until they win. And that's that's... We've gotten so strong offensively and defensively. That's just that's just a poor a poor trade off. So I think the wall is a good trade off. Not against it. Yeah, I'm definitely not against it. It's just kind of like what I said during the last episode that they they could probably have more creative ways to have like some flexibility in approaching these things though, so that we can bring different party comps that are that are aligned to do the same thing. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of demanding to do a lot of magic damage when there's so few classes that do magic damage, like in a serious capacity. And that goes back to the and, core and I think game. that that's that's the biggest problem is that that bottleneck that it that it creates. Because I'm all, all about having mage setups and stuff. It's just only two of those mages, three if you include Geo with absolutely fantastic gear, are really going to make any headway. 
Because I'm I'm happy that we can't TP on Ongo anymore. It makes you have to fight the ad or something and change the strategy. Yeah. yeah but yeah. the problem is, I like that too. The problem is, I mean, so the the only way I could see it is if you intentionally try to do it that way. instead of weakening it to go in with the with the main team and kill it like we've been doing with everything else, it would be a reverse of that. You take half of the good team and get it down so that. When you go back in, there's a second ad or the first ad. Like you want to get, in my mind, you want to get the first ad defeated with uh, half of a good team. Like you take the black mage, uh, you take the the scholar and leave the geo out or something, or like a way you can get you just take the black mage and nothing else, I guess, and you just use the scholar geo in no. the second round, and you would get it down so that the ad comes out. You can get rid of the ad, but you have the black mage do the damage on it from whatever method of. I guess the Beastmaster, because it really, like, it's really hard how do you work it out. But the second half would be taking, uh, maybe it's just the Scholar goes the first half to do the skill change with itself and have a Red Mage in it, Magic Burst to get it down. Because you have 15 minutes to do this. And then when the ad comes out, you have melees that can beat it up or make a skill chain that way on it and finish the ad off before the fight ends. And then you'd have the rest of the team to do it that way. So instead of being the, the weak team to get the ad and everything taken care of and not beat the mob, and the strong team to ensure you always win. It had to be like two middling teams to do like in tandem, work out what job can be where and, and kind of do it that way, yeah. which could work, but it just becomes, you know, whenever, when, when one fight's different from how you're doing everything else, everyone gets kind of like, eh, until they figure it out and copy it. Yeah. I don't know. I it just, I think that there's some fights where mailing ad is more reasonable than others though. And at least on goes, ad is an ad that's reasonable. Because imagine if Ongo spawned the crab, right? You wouldn't want your backline getting sundering snipped. No. Or like if it was a Mata Mata, you know, you don't want him to get debilitating spouted or something. At least the birds easier to handle in that capacity. It's a conal, but you just you're not gonna get hit with it if you're Yeah, attacking. it doesn't have a bunch of AoE attacks. Like it's 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 reasonable to fight. And it's I guess Whereas it's important some of them, it seems like they're not. It's important to point out too, that's not been pointed out this entire episode so far. The weapon skill wall only applies to the main NM. It does not apply to yes. the ads. So when you're doing that. That's also true. So yeah, so killing the ad actually isn't that tall of an order it's killing the ad with a team that can also kill the boss and that's where it gets really tricky in tier threes because the tier threes don't ever spot don't spawn things that are conducive to their method of being killed i don't know if they made the ads hp weaker after the update now or what happened but it just feels like when we piled on at least those tier one ads and we piled on them and, and beat the fuck out of them uh good night irene those things were just down yeah yeah as long as you go all in I'm finishing up Hayime no Ippo, and I, I just have to carry this without the button depressed. <laughs> I so wanted to yell the down thing that they yell when they're boxing in an anime, and someone goes down and is that super Japanese exaggerated down. I so wanted to do it, but if anyone's never seen an anime <laughs> and they want to watch an old school anime that's not flashy or as exciting or as awesome as Chainsaw Man, Hayime no Ippo is still it's about boxing. Sure but it's, not want to watch anime. Uh, Chainsaw Man's so good. It is good. I like the cheese. So, do you want to talk about the gear now, Fox? I think we've covered. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a whole episode. Where we're going to talk about more specifics about. I mean, that was. I mean, we haven't part even of an Odyssey yet, episode, so. but yeah, it's just theory crafting for two. Reasons. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, like the theory can... crafting because when we talk about the theory crafting, as things people work through it, and other groups go through, because you and I have passed all the tier ones at this point. It's we're one week in here. We don't do it every night, so at the time to buckle. I'm sure some groups just go for hours and hours. We. You know, you come with us for an hour and a half at max. So we have an hour yeah. and a half of which to beat everything we can. And that's, you know, that's a window. So we don't have all the time everyone else to get as far ahead. But we will catch up and we will work 
with other people. Well, and even if you guys end up clearing stuff without me there, it's still fine because I have to take my group through and do all of it anyway. Yeah. So it's it's less of an issue leaving me behind. And I've been putting out, unlike last time, I only, put out the, freak out about. I only put out the tier three videos on our YouTube. I've, I've been putting out, I have the Ubenai out, but I recorded all the, the tier ones. I have to go finish those. Yeah, I'm, Norcris told me about that. I didn't even know you were recording that one. Whoops. Yeah, Norcris watched that one apparently. I'm so oh, I don't care. I'm so behind on all of the YouTube stuff. Like I stopped uploading the YouTube podcast ones at the Imperium Plus three because I'm like I don't want to put all the timestamps constantly for this. <laughs> I, even though I recorded them last time too, it's like I gotta go take the screenshots. I gotta go organize them. It's like eh. But I've been putting out the uh, I put out like our Amamon and stuff obviously after that. So the videos of us fighting have been coming out still, and I'm gonna get the backlog of the fighting ones from our big four times go to the day out but the podcast out the, the on. one it would be really nice because in in any of the attempts that we've done to fight Amazon, like we've had to deal with um him something happening. TV yeah. something happening and to show that it's actually very recoverable yes like so it shouldn't be as intimidating as some people may think it is the one we have out there is the moment when i our second time fighting him ever is that video well if we don't oh. count the first one of us sending a monk out and saying this ain't gonna work if you don't, yeah, if you don't count that, so with that set up, the second time we fought it. Well, this sucks. So the, the the first time, it's like it worked out, and it's like wow, we actually did it one out of one kind of with this setup, and that was that was good, and we had the same sort of recovery at the at the same time in the second one. But the second time yeah. when we did it, um, it was when I out I I finally had like the light bulb come on for me perfectly about how I have to get my extra absorb TPM before I burst on Black Mage, and I wasn't doing that, and when I do that where I cast it when it's up again, and when I do it right before I do my burst sequence, that one right before the burst sequence is the important one that kept his TP down the rest of them. So when we did that recovery there, as you do, we just waiting for him to do another Bane of the Tartarus. That's the move, right? Gates of Tartarus, Bane of the whatever the fuck it is. The, ba- the Bane, yeah. When, when you wait for that, uh, that's when we were doing that. It's, I, I realized on the fly, I go, oh, if I do this, the whole problem goes away because everyone else is spamming, but I have to make sure I'm doing it because I was just going into the burst. I go, okay, I guess TP's fine out of that. My recast like just comes up when the bursting. A lot of times it just comes up when the burst window is happening. But I need to not try to get the burst off, then do it. I need to, if it's up as the burst is happening, I need to just use it right away, which actually ends up working generally anyway because it's not getting in the way of me getting off. Death is a fast cast. I mean. It's really fast. But I was avoiding yeah. it because I'm like, if I miss either of these, the fight's going to take even longer because it's all on my right. damage. But when I stopped focusing on that and made sure that I prioritized the absorb TP during even when the burst is being made, which is when I was avoiding it, I would do it if it was. And if it wasn't up, I'd do it afterwards. When I focused on that, that was on the fly. Real. I even called it in the video, I believe. Uh, that's when I realized that. So when someone sees that, that's on the fly, figuring out something for your group to focus on. That, that changes <laughs> the whole. Because yeah, now from now on, yeah, that yeah. won't happen to us because I'll be on that more more judiciously. And that, you know, that would just look even easier than it is. I look forward to farming Pulse 1 Bob. Boxes, man. <laughs> I do too. I want to. I want to do that. So next week for sure, we're definitely doing Amazon. That's our next fight. We worked it out now, where we do the the D H C G B F, and then we go A E because you have to go to E wing to get to Amazon anyway. So you're already there. It just makes the run work, and then you get yeah. another C G afterwards or whatever, or you get another weakening item afterwards. That would actually make the most sense because you're going to get those other other runs that time. So after doing Amazon now. That's when we'll get the weakening item again, I guess. It's just someone wants to go back there to get it and say, fuck it, because we have the time to do that, I think. It would make more sense than trying to squeeze yeah. it into the, the, the three tiers I did there with the BF, the CG, and stuff, which you can yeah, do, so but it has to go perfect to work. Easier, 
it'll be a lot easier to squeeze the metal farm in on an admin on run. That's, yeah, that is true. Because you would have killed him at that point, so you can definitely go farm it. Yeah. But this gear fox, do you have it in front of you? I do have it in front of me, and oh man, the, the, the juicy deliciousness that is this gear is is comparable only to your Yorkshire pudding, dude. I look forward to that Yorkshire pudding every year. I've not had it, it's but I, I will live vicariously through your your arteries. It's so simple and so great. Like it's not like any kind of like amazing flavor profile or anything. It's just when when paired with prime rib, it's it, it's just it's just perfect. It, it it can be a very basic dish. In fact, it's like a poor people dish, basically. Um, very easy to construct, but it, man, it is it is fucking so savory and so wonderful with uh, with prime rib. I look forward to it. Usually I make the, the cooking and everything a whole production uh, where I'm like, okay, I'll just be in the, the kitchen with wine and stuff. That's fine. I'll just be there all day. But since it's just Carrot and I, I kind of want to just have the food going and sit down with her and tell of the wine and just watch something with her or movies or whatever instead of being in the kitchen for hours, fumbling around, not preparing. So getting stuff yeah, prepared yeah. ahead of time, like the dessert, make it the day before or something instead of doing it on the day. Uh, but just having the ingredients cut up or whatever stuff ahead of time, the prep work, if you will, mm-hmm. having that done, like the Thanksgiving we had, this is our third Thanksgiving together, second one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, third here, I mean, second one here, but in this place, yeah. Second one in this place, third one in this place. And either way, so the little details don't matter. Fuck. Uh, this year it was just basically, I made it so hands off for the same sort of meal that came out really well that I just, it was so simple. I want to actually start going forward, not obsessing over all the details in the kitchen and just kind of like, yeah, yeah, it it, it doesn't reward you enough. Like sure. Things could be like, oh, this is so good. But all the time and effort sometimes, unless you're just the guy eating it, it didn't do anything. It's just kind of, it can could be yeah that's you and you like it you like it either way so you're already happy no matter what so i've already you know it, it's the concept fox like in this game how much is enough right so well, i i get excited every year because like i i the reason i'm good at cooking or, or at least the basis for me being good at cooking is because i uh, have helped my mom every year cook for the family and i have a mildly crazy family compared to a lot so like i actually have mildly good- crazy I, I have pretty good uh, like meal meal situations when it comes to like holiday events. So like Thanksgiving holiday and Christmas holiday, like our meals are on point and they're actually you can actually sit down to the table and not like pull your hair out, you know. So I'm fortunate. I'm very yeah, that's, fortunate. What I'm, that's what I'm trying and, to get to. And my mom's a really good person. It's just she can become really overwhelmed. So I've helped her in the kitchen every year for as long as I can remember. And it's made me really good at cooking. And I actually look forward to doing it every year because um it, it it's just it's just good to be able to know how to make these meals because they're they're not really that hard and you really want to take a lot of the stress of the holidays that a lot of people feel so it's just kind of my my contribution to that is is helping her do that because it is kind of an ordeal like there, there's there's quite a bit of food to make when it's a, a fairly large uh gathering so yeah so i i got it at this point where pretty much the meat will just kind of go in the oven and get roasted and just be checked on. Yeah. And that's that. And otherwise the side dishes are so easy that I don't really have to care or worry about it. And otherwise we're just going to sit down and the sweets are, I have to make up one pie. That, that's about it. That's very yeah, easy. Well, the, the, meat's not making crust, the, part, so. the meat's the part that's like the easiest to not fuck up. You just have to pay attention. And it's always the most delicious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I usually just wait to have meat generally if I can just for holidays. Like I don't ever buy a prime rib ever. Otherwise, this is like the first time I've ever bought a prime rib. Um, 
I've made some really fancy meat things for like I've got a whole pork loin and covered in bacon. Like I did a bacon pork loin stuffed with like cranberry stuffing kind of like it was it was tremendous. It was a production though, and it was a long thing, and it was it was good. But I don't want to sit there cutting twine and wrapping a fucking stuffed pork loin. <laughs> you know, it's it's really no, good, dude. but you know, I just I don't I want to I want to just sit down to it. But um, otherwise, I got all the great holiday things that you would want, like uh, a poppy seed stolen and uh, poppy okay. seed stolen bites and uh, some non-poppy seed stolens. It's lots of stolens. <laughs> There's other other stuff, but yeah, that's just want to do that and just relax. So, so when you when you do the prime rib, though, just always make sure that it's on the the lower end of medium rare, because if you if you overcook a prime rib, that's like a cardinal sin against cooking. Fox, I try to make my meat. As bloody as possible. Yeah, that's where it's at. Like, it, I would almost say try to cook it like on the high end of rare rather than, you know, to use their own. I, I want it to be the most seared, crispy, tasty outside. And when I cut yep. into it, I want to see like like it was raw on the shelf. Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah, that's exactly where it's at. Okay. okay. That's where the flavor's at. Yeah. But otherwise, so the gear, th- this gear. Is at. Yeah, it's also here. <laughs> yes, this gear is where All it's at. All the tangent over. So they added existing stats. They added the third augment stat to things for the accessories and the fourth augment stuff to gear and weapons. Yep. We uh, got it retroactively, actually. Retroactively, yes, even. so, Which was really cool of them. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't either. That, that was actually very cool. So if you had, for example, if you're a Beastmaster or Summoner here, Fox, I'll just go in order, and you have yeah. the pet ammo and you and you are still capped at R25 and you're taking a break for the holidays or whatever and you're going to come back in January and do R30, well, you already have half of the bonus already because at R30, it is pet attributes plus 10, which is all stats of a pet, which is really big because you don't get that on gear. It's very important. Plus 10. You don't get a lot of attack gear at all on Beastmaster. Yeah. So getting attributes plus 10 is also attack. And at R25, attributes plus 5. So that's already, you already got half the boost and it's already, by yep. doing nothing, you've already gotten your pet stronger, which the pets need it. Yeah, and I mean, it, it may be a small amount, but every small amount adds up, and it's also so free. Like, it's 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 something that you are, you are just getting because you have the equipment and a clear, so just get it. But otherwise, the increase over the other stats still, you get even five more attack, one per level here on the pet Beastmaster mostly. It's just a for Delande ammo. Yeah, the, the, the Hesperde is, is very straightforward. Like, the, there's no weirdness to it. The Epitaph, however, since you also mentioned Summoner, that avatar one Amity. confuses me because anytime they put avatar enmity on something, it makes me wonder if SE pays attention to the game. Yeah, because it's it, they don't have it in quantities enough to matter. But then they also because I mean a lot of the time you're not like Papesse and you're not soloing Lilith sub Dark Knight because that's when this shit matters. But you're also not ever using it to maintain enmity over somebody else on the avatar. Like that's kind of a throwaway a lot of the time. So I feel like if they would have put pet attribute plus ten on this also. It would have been just. It would have been way better. Like they, they, I think they should have done that. But I don't know. Maybe because it was already there in in some capacity that they added this. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the it already still gets more pet attributes. So yeah, it's already there. So I mean, it's an added bonus. It's yeah. just kind of a weird bonus. I think it's. I there's some of these where I think they didn't know what to add to it. For example, yeah. there's going to be others like that. Emity one is going to be a consistent sin throughout this. Yeah, it will be. Yep. Because Bunsy's rod. Bunsy's rod, some of this tier two equipment coming up. It's it's a questionable option. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, at least on one of the pieces. On one of the pieces, it makes sense. But we'll, we'll but shit, did Gogmagog get even more goggy here? Getting 10 decks on top yeah. of the now 10 shrink you when know, you cap it? I wanted accuracy on the Quisabodar, and I'm glad they chose to put accuracy on in the form of decks, because that also helps your crit rate. And it's it's basically, the Coastal Bodar is now like wearing a Kentark belt plus one on your ammo slot at R15. Like, that, that's what you have now. Yeah, I was I was super happy because a job a like Blue piece. Mage doesn't get many options in terms of stronger new gear, and that's that's as good as other jobs get. There's no comparing Gluttys to Sakpata or Impaka for the jobs they use. It Gluttys for a Blue Mage is pretty pretty depressing, frankly, in terms of what it gives you over what you had. And for the overall scheme, like great, I got subtle blow legs. I got a I got a head with that's that's just crit rate that's not great. I mean, like it's it's really underwhelming. But I mean, it's it's nice here to get something on blue that's that's a little better than that. Uh, ten ten decks alone is just interesting for attack mods in that slot too. Because um, look at uh, like Bard for example, you can actually switch between instruments and ammo and not lose TP. People a lot of people don't realize that. Um, you can actually switch to this on Bard and weapon skill like Ruger Storms and Savage Blades in this thing, and it's probably gonna be better than your Linos now. And then also, um, if you look at like Dance, oh, dude, getting rid of Linos is, is a is a bonus for Bard here. Yeah, well, I mean, you still want the quad attack Linos, especially for reasons we'll talk about for, later. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but people, there's people there who have like four Linos. I was someone was posting the other day; they have like four different Linos on Bard. You don't need that anymore; just the quad attack. But I actually, I actually weapon skill in this on um, Dancer now when it's unstacked, because obviously you use the uh, the Charis Feather for the crit damage plus uh, percent for Dancer. But when it's unstacked with Climactic, I would use this. Uh, just, just the then. fact you needed the extra accuracy for because as great as Nayame is, it's really for the path B is actually really low on accuracy for some of the content we're getting now. Not for it Odyssey, is, yeah. unless the pet adds a the second pet adds tons of evasion or something, but because Odyssey's evasion is low from the lack of a sub job to compensate. But in uh the basement of of sortie is definitely where not having the extra accuracy definitely can come into play for it Savage Blend. Yeah, it does matter. It also matters on like certain Corsair closes and stuff like that. Yep. You want to make sure that they hit the right accuracy marks so they can extend skill chains and stuff. So, yeah, seeing the the accuracy dip on Naomi is sort of a, a chink in its armor for sure. Later on, Path B, I think, got the better end of the, the stick here than Path A, but I was Ooh, also... There, there's a whole other path down uh, there. There's a whole other path that no one's going to use besides crap. maybe Fox, I don't know. So, uh, well, speaking of that sentiment, Fox, the Neo Animator, I was super happy with that Holy change. crap, yes. man, yeah. Uh, Pup got some. Pup got an excellent piece of gear here. They like gave it the, basically the Path Dinayame stat in the ammo for Pup now. Is the it's pet special damage attack plus five percent. So if you shoot, it complements stuff like Shigwaddle too. Yeah. So like yeah. yeah. So it's basically, the same, it's the same effect as that Path C essentially. Yeah. So like now, now instead of having to go with a with a Shigwaddle, like you're losing like twenty percent special attack bonus or whatever, whatever. But um, if you're using Kong. Conk and you're clearly not getting that but now it's at least it's boosting your your damage so five percent is just a free five percent you didn't have in the past yeah so the su5 for pup would have been super great for uh for example the sharpshoot sharpshooter uh puppet there sharpshot that would have been ideal but when you're using my favorite i usually don't end up using an overdrive sharpshot i mean for zevios or something i guess you could but i don't take that job to do that yeah i don't might have to use that in some tier three it it would have to be it would have to be like i'm doing an ionic and i'm using the sharpshot pet against tellies or something that would be when i yeah Yeah. but even then do i really need to make an su5 just for that that's why i don't have the su5 on pup it's never come into play that i care about the archery pet so much because 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 
because King Konkan is a superior option for Bone Crusher, which is your premier yeah. pet option to use there uh, in terms of all the attachments and everything you can put on it over that. But uh, it, that now will impact that, and that's nice. I, you know, it, it, it makes me think that they at least know what pup needs. So if they're going to yes. keep adding your two pup, hopefully it goes down on this road in the future. Because the pet needs that. It's, it's melee hits are okay. It's not special, of course, but it's melee hits are fine. It's just its weapon skill damage has been meh. And adding this is the way because you increase weapons. Switching the gear is such a hellscape, yeah. you know? And anytime they can give a, a permanent piece to you that can also improve the pet's damage while you do your thing in the master, then I think that, that's ideal because of how janky the server handles pet swaps for that job. So, yep. yeah, it's it's definitely a home run. And just even then over the R25, now it has 20 more pet HP and 5 more accuracy, magic accuracy. So that's actually a, another huge deal for the pet for tanking for the auto regen kit and just for hitting slash landing debuffs or nukes. Yeah. I care about magic act for sure. That's huge going forward. And I know everyone's going to yell the pet attribute one da, 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 and yes, but just sometimes mm-hmm. you're using the white mage frame and, and cause you know, that's what pup can do and having the extra magic accuracy. I take him guy in the white mage frame. Yeah. Just being able to land is, is ideal. Uh, or I hold him guy in the white gauge frame. But yeah, I've actually landed silence on end guy in V20 with puppet with, with a puppet. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I just want the red mage. So, I mean, it's the last, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure the the more gear like this that, that adds up, that where you can keep getting luckier and luckier, you know, the better. I could see so. it applying more like an ambuscade or something where the pet would be useful. For sure. or, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'd even use that combo. But yeah, uh, just because I've done it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. All the time. I'm just saying <laughs> yes. that that means the potential is there, though. So if they keep adding this shit, that's what. Happens. But the fox danger said he could do it. Right. Yeah, the, the the one time I was able to do his, it. His pet landed at once. He's got a great sample size. Rose. Speaking of great sample size, how about magic defense bonus being added to the Akrontica? I was happy with that. So was I. Uh because I think magic defense bonus on its, its defensive weapon is kind of undervalued. It is a defensive weapon for one. Very important to know. Um that's why it comes with defense. That's all great. But the cool thing about magic defense bonus plus five is it works the exact same way, but on the other side of the coin as, you know, anything that we care about, like when it comes to malaise and stuff like that, when we use it, um, we're starting at not just a hundred magic defense bonus, like this knife automatically starts you at 105. So it's a, it, it works as a reduction outside of shell. So the more magic defense bonus you can stack, the better. And a lot of times that, that interacts really well with like the Galetti set where it has low magic evasion, but high magic defense bonus. You don't notice it as much because you still need to resist, but anytime you can put magic defense bonus where it wasn't before, it's a pure win. The Akrontica so, itself has DT8 and magic evasion 30 on it already, yes. and, and defense it adds too, plus I's 114 HP and 15 vid and agility. It's, it's the greatest defensive dagger ever for Thief and Dancer. It's, it, it's so great for that job, but just the fact that if they had added like, M, like they already had DT on it, if they had added something silly on it like magic evasion on top of it, I would have been less happy with that than magic defense bonus because you can get enough magic evasion to resist. But even though if you resist some of these moves, or even if some moves just you can't resist, some TP moves are just you're just not going to resist them. They have high, high accuracy on these moves. The magic defense so, bonus is so much more important. So I can play a very aggressive dancer, but I tend to play a very defensive dancer because that's the reason I'm bringing it to the fight a lot of the time. And uh, I found with this thing's higher base damage, um, you don't typically need something like even Aeneas in a lot of those fights. Like, it's still a very good dagger to use, but you can use Galetti's main hand and then this offhand, because Galetti's has, like, the higher base damage at that point. Um, because you're often sitting on 
TP because you need to make sure you can keep people alive, like people like your warrior or whoever you're using on like Zephyoso fights, stuff like that. So you can go all out. That's definitely one play style and it definitely works. But the way I typically play Dancer, I don't really benefit from the TP bonus as much in these high-end fights where I know I'm basically there to main heal the fight. Um, so this really helps because like if I'm sitting, if I get the 3k TP, I obviously know that I have the bandwidth to weapon skill and I'm not taking advantage of the TP bonus at that point. So you might as well use something like this in its place because you're not using one of the strengths of that weapon. And I never see anyone using a Karantika or even talking about it besides us. I know it's out there in the community, but yeah. I think it's one of the Karantika by that proxy from my observation bias is one of the more underrated daggers in this game, if not the most underrated dagger in this game. That 8DT on it is insane. It is. And same for it helps your build we'll so much too. because you're a light armor job. You don't get the same quantities. I know that we have the Imperian armor now, but if you can use a better set of armor for offense while being defensive, like Malignance is what I'm, you from breath damage. Malignance is what I'm getting at here because you can't cap yeah. DT with Malignance without the Akrontica being used here without sacrificing other things. Being able to do that makes you more offensive without having to use like the Empyrean feet on Thief. As great as they are for evasion, if you needed that, you might use it anyway, and that changes your build. But as a general concept, if you're trying to fight and do more on the job, you don't want to have to like give up your whole feet slot to be nothing but DT. If you don't have to make certain slots nothing but DT that you didn't need to do otherwise to cover the bridge, the Kronika to do that is so good. Yeah. Um, in fact, when it comes to Dancer, if you're wearing the full 35 DT from the three pieces of... Uh, of your your Imperium plus three, and you will take a hit to DPS for this, but you will be fairly safe as well. Um, you can also use the the Acronica to get to forty three, and if you have a five DT cape, that puts you two DT generic DT away from just being completely capped, only sacrificing ammo. like just it's basically like the ammo, sure, or just sitting at forty eight is also fine. <laughs> it's like, also sometimes to be totally true. honest, yeah, like sometimes that's also going to be true, and. Uh, you know, you're, you've only sacrificed at this point like three main pieces of gear. I guess the cape, but not really. Well, Dancer's on Moonlight Ring too, Fox. So, yeah, Dancer's also on Moonlight Ring. Like, you have a lot of flexible options there, and you don't even have to wear the other pieces of the MP plus three. That's just an example, but you can hit it with such low sacrifices in gear because of this dagger that it usually makes it worthwhile. Where you would be turtled up to something crazy otherwise, and trying to use like a dagger that combination that may not even be hitting the mob for a job like thief no. i picture using this dagger in a set where i'm being defensive because I, I have enmity here i have evasion i'm trying to and it's store tp and other higher damage on this weapon even if it's in the offhand or something i mean offhand's not great but if it's in the main hand for whatever reason i have that option because mm-hmm. you were talking about using it in main hand on dancer i presume before right yeah 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 um i have the option now to be able the, the imperium plus three head on thief is great and it has high magic evasion compared to other pieces i could be using but it doesn't have the dt of like malignance here but i want to use that head but i can work that acrontica in i can work the moonlight ring in and i can work my ammo in. and keeping that head is a net gain there while not sacrificing defensively because i have my dt covering other slots thanks to this dagger and the magic evasion and the dagger also makes up for any minor loss in the head from imperium plus three compared to malignance which can't be that significant compared to the dagger's yeah. gains too and like generally the the, the magic defense bonus stuff too because most people aren't resisting without some heavy buffing from a bard from the moves that we care about the most that we weren't just resisting already with gear and one bar spell or something yeah yeah so like definitely don't overlook these just because they aren't like the highest dps option on a sheet because there's other ways of going about this um and it goes it, it goes doubly so for the other weapon that's on this list. But Speaking of you. highest DPS options that aren't on the list, how about one ring that went from me, a zero to a hero? 
Oh, man. I, you know, I've been wearing this ring the whole time and it's been fine. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't worth using to me until now. Now it's great. Yeah, now it's fantastic. So the, the Bytha ring went from just being uh, some attack and ma- weapon skill accuracy 15 with, what, three, three strength, three dex, and two weapon skill damage. So it was underwhelming to other options you had unless you needed just accuracy, which is fine. But now it has skill chain damage at R30 uh, plus 5%. And that is that is awesome now. That's pretty good. Because a lot, a lot of times you're wearing Yami with this too. So like you're getting that much closer to just capping weapons cool damage. On a, on a job like Dragoon too. I mean, it's great for Thief, yeah. but on a job like Dragoon, just not having to use that old level 80-something ring that gave me nothing but skill chain damage 5 for a ring that gives me tons of accuracy, attack, stats, and weapons skill damage. Oh, that's great. That yeah. helps Dragoon a lot, actually, because it wants the skill chain compared to other jobs and wants to use the gear and, for it. And we were also talking about how we need, you know, higher requirements for uh, for accuracy too. And this this ring fixes a lot of that for weapon tools. Yeah. Now I have a definite reason to use it besides just desperately needing accuracy. Because yeah, it's before, got a small amount of decks and it has fifteen weapons. Before you had a, we- a ring like the Regal Ring on Dragoon, and it has the accuracy, the attack, and the stats that you just wouldn't use this ring. Well, it has the accuracy if you. Well, I guess it has decks, right? But it only yes. has the accuracy stat if you have, you know, uh, or artifact gear. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're making a more accuracy-based set, you would end up using... That would make sense. Like, uh... Just even for TP, just using, like, the AF3 uh, body with the store TP and accuracy with that ring. But we're talking about weapon skills here. So you wouldn't use the head. I mean, you could use the feet if you were desperate, or... I'd have to look at the accuracy set in the guy for Dragoon and I worked together. But it definitely... Before, yeah. just in general, you would... You weren't so starved that you had to make the choice a lot of the time. So having that option now just to alleviate some problems. But the skill chain is what's great. The way I've always looked at it, too, is that it's only 2% weapon skill damage off of a uh, off of a uh, FMMONDA's ring. And it's only 1% weapon skill damage off of a carrier ring. But it also has other upsides. So you know, I, and stats. I, you know, if you're going to make... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has the stat upsides. So if, you, you know, if you're going to make any concessions towards it, it's like you could have worse swaps that are free. You know, yeah, when you when you bring it down there, I guess that's ring slot. when you bring it down there, I guess that's good. That makes sense. Yeah, so it, it really depends on what you're comparing it to that people would use anyway. Yeah, but so now now there's just no just reason not to use it, and it got even more attack too. So now there's it's got five more attack on top of yeah. that. So now, yeah, it's solid. Yeah, now it's now it's definitely a absolute make from a from a you probably should make it to a definitely make it. Speaking yeah, of, I was kind of sad that we uh, won for one Raskip niche because it only gave me up to R27 on that ring. Yeah, yeah. Mine's only R18 because I had not bothered farming him before. But now, <laughs> now I definitely will go through farming him. Yeah. Marmacrypt is next, though. Oh, man. Oh, Fox. I'm so excited for this. Play that funky Suru, you white boy. Oh, man. So <laughs> this katana is so good. It's not Kunimitsu, and it won't ever be Kunimitsu, but for ninjas that can tank, SE actually knows what they're doing when it, when it comes to this. Well, sometimes they do. Other times it sounds like they're not so suruous. I guess they don't want to serious. But. I, I think a lot of the decisions they've been making for Ninja are fine. And it's other people who are crying about it. But Car- as far as this is concerned, what's that? Carrot Car- let out the biggest sigh after I said, sometimes they're not so serious. I just tried to filter that out now. <laughs> Okay, okay, sorry to cut go on Fox now that I've ruined Oh, no, it's fine. So, Dakin is one of those things that you can get to 100% on, and 
it's nice. Um, it's not quite like adding triple attack. It's it's just kick attacks with less damage. Um, it does devalue quad attacks slightly um, in, in a way, depending on how you're hitting air attacks per round. But you typically won't be geared out with that too much. Like it's it's really great with triple attack because you're always you, you'll hit seven attacks in a round pretty frequently. Um, so like in your TP phase, having Dakin is great and having 10 more Dakin is also great in sets where you don't necessarily focus on it, because if you're tanking, you're typically going to be using a Suru in the offhand or you can. It's an option and it gives you eight DT on its own. It gives you um, uh, evasion, magic evasion, gives you ranged accuracy and uh, it, it gives you Dakin and enmity. Like it gives you this, this like stat pile that you want. and in those sets that you would tank in, you sometimes don't wear the ninja, which gives you a bunch of Dakin on its own as well. So this makes up for some of that if you need to like wear a warder's charm or something more protective, depending on what you're doing. And that's really helpful. It comes with more defense. And you know, as a light armor job, I'll never cry about defense. Like it's totally fine that stat is there. And the extra magic evasion is also welcome. So they're only adding things that make this this katana better for what it does. It's essentially like a doppelganger for uh, a Krontika. Yes, basically, yeah. Defense, docking, and magic evasion. Yeah, 40 magic evasion on a weapon is real. And that should never be overlooked because, I mean, it lets you wear other pieces, just just like the argument for Chronica. Um, Ninja also wears Empaka set and Empaka set doesn't have very high magic evasion, but it does have very high doesn't magic defense. doesn't have magic damage that. taken, too. It's all physical. It's all physical. Yeah. So you want to be able to balance it out in other ways. I What I typically do when, when I wear um, Empaka in any of my tanking sets on Nin is I don't factor in any of its DT at all into the set. And I still try to get as close to capping breath damage as possible because you're you don't really use PDT on Ninja because you're usually going to evade any attacks where that matters. So sometimes those sets can be kind of janky, and sometimes those sets really want to use stuff with like triple attack that's still pretty hardy. So you'll find Empaka slipping into those sets, but it has lower magic evasion. So anytime you have a katana that adds 40 of it, you make up for a lot of that that you would have lost in favor of retaining some triple attack stats. So it's kind of nice. So it's kind of like a dance that you play with like your sets as a whole. And it, it fills in a lot of holes that would be there. But that's, that's Suru. I'm, I'm always really excited about this. I've seen people complain in Auction House as well that the baseline Odyssey gear is too powerful. Therefore, everything else in the future must be powerful as well. But I appreciate that they at least built the caveat yeah. into the Empaka set that there's no MDT and breath damage taken on it. And it's an event that you will die for not having it on from a Fetter or something. Well, the funny thing about the Empaka set, and it's kind of a spoiler for later, is I actually do like the legs augment that's on it because it's in a lot of my tanking sets. And it's for the exact same reason that I like Suru. So. I was definitely not sad. Speaking of not so, sad, how thing. good is the sheer earring? Because that that got such a great it's boost. Gross. It went it's from rose. Went from it's double attack. Yeah, double attack six, subtle blow three, and what is it like some? Which matters. And then it has accuracy and attack fifteen on it now at R thirty, uh, and then it has STP five. I mean, that's just a ridiculous, yeah. ridiculous earring. Yeah, STP five is fantastic on its own. So STP five double attack six is great. You're, you already, you know, had the enmity reduction as well from, from your hit damage, uh, on hit damage on this, which is fantastic. Um, the, yeah, they just stapled more good things to this steering that was already good and you already used. So that's pretty much all there is to it on that one. Yeah, not much else on the sharing. Like, fucking go make that. Did I lose you? No, no. Oh. Well, you did for half a second, but... 
Oh, okay. Otherwise, oh, wait, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. No, it was it was me for a second. Um, otherwise, now we start going into the the underwhelming changes here. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not sad about the augment that was added to Talon Belt because Ranger needs this. Core, core needs it too, frankly. Core also needs it. Yeah, especially in fights like Arabati, especially for like Captain Kate and stuff. I was just looking so, at the obstinate sash when I said that. The obstinate sash, though, did not. It's a need macro piece. It was a waste. Yeah, yeah, it was a waste to get this this stat off. But we're talking about the negative five enmity that came on the Talon Belt and the obstinate sash. Um, both pieces are very good. Like they're just strong on their as own. As themselves, they got yeah. Stronger. Yeah, they got stronger from the stats that were already on it. Um, but the negative five enmity is kind of questionable on the obstinate sash, but great on Talon Belt. That's kind of my assessment there. And then we can go into the tier three armor. Now we have Ikenga first. Which... Okay, so like. The armor on all the tier threes is kind of fucking boring. If the weapons got interesting, yeah. Well, the weapons are in there too. But how about that subtle blow too on the head though for a job like Core that didn't really have it? That's not the worst thing in the world. It helps. It sure. gives you a reason to shoot in the head now. Yeah, and you're also going to have a lot of ranged accuracy on it. So while it may not compare to something like the MP plus three, it's probably still decent. Carrot is sitting here doing needlepoint, and her response was "fucking shoot me in the head." Oh, <laughs> okay then. <laughs> so she, you know, she makes these like Ugh, noises, but then she laughs afterwards. So it's like it's the worst thing. It's cringy or shoot me in the head, but then she laughs about it. So it's like, do you hate it or do you love it? What's what's going on over there? Some may never know, man. It's, it's a, is it a woman thing? Huh? Yes, we're going to stick to the misogyny in this episode. So the body gets the crit rate, <laughs> which you know it's a weapon skill body, so. I mean, I guess you're shooting it too, but it's just, uh, you know, because previously, think about, I guess you could think about what your build is for an AM3 build on a Corsair or Ranger here for Armageddon. And I, you know, before you're using what, the Ambuscade body for the crit damage six? No. Oh, what were you, I don't know what you were using. I don't have that build. I don't play you're that. Using this rock Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. That's right. Because when you and use, this... when you want, when you have the AM from this, like, sure, you want the attack and stuff, and the sword DP is nice too, but you get the complete package of also getting a crit rate bonus as well as a uh, a true shot bonus if it, if you can apply it. So typically, the Nizrock Jerkin is going to be, at least it's my favorite option for, for, either Corsair or Ranger when using Empyrean Aftermath. Yeah, I was going to say the crit rate um, 5% wasn't going to be enough to overtake what you're using already, so it kind of makes there's, it another dead augment. Well, it's also unfortunate for Ranger that um, the MP plus 3 body exists because you can also use that because of its massive attack bonus to make sure that you're at attack cap. Um, you can use that in your AM3 sets because AM3 is very, very responsive to PDL, like the physical damage limit. Like it's, it's, it's very, very strong. Like that's how you get the crazy uh, range attacks that we get. Well, there's plenty of attack so, in this piece, unless there's something special in the ranger body. I don't know about because I don't have it in front of me. Velocity shot bonus uh, applies okay, to okay. Yeah, percentage. Well, bonus. then we, we reach the consensus of just Corsair. Then that, yeah. that becomes. A... Well, I still favor the crit rate though. Um. On Ranger, so I actually don't use the velocity shot bonus. I use the crit rate bonus from Ezrock Jerkin, but I, I couldn't fault someone for doing either. So for cores know. that don't have a for evisceration cores, for cores that don't have a Ezrock Jerkin, there you go. Even then, like this body also has crit rate on it. So like it's I think all three bodies are really competitive of each other. 
Oh, does the base one have it? Let me pull up the Ikenga set so I have it in front of me. Yeah, the Ikenga one has crit rate. I know like an extra 10 TP bonus, which is, I guess, the the, the five accuracy attack, whatever, which is the the shining uh, change there for that body. But I don't have the actual base one in front of me to compare the... I know it's all M-mini minus and and store TP and attack. Yeah, it has... So it has less crit rate than than the Nizrock Jerkin, and the Imperium body has less crit rate than both, but it has more attack, whereas, like, the Ikenga body has... Well, there's like no PDL on the Nisruk, right? So, I mean, definitely there's no not. PDL yeah. Didn't Nisruk, exist yeah. then, so... Yeah, so that's what your trade-off is. It's like, do you want PDL? Do you so, need the attack? Do you want the crit rate? Like, all those things are pretty... Actually, good. I take that back. If you're at attack cap, I bet you the Ikenga's vest is going to be the way to go then, because there's no way to Nisruk without PDL at attack cap. Yeah, if, if, you, if you have super buffed yourself to the moon, like, in an air body fight where you have, like, 8k, almost 9k attack... That's where you want to apply it. Then, then yeah, you'll wear this body because because it's gonna probably perform the best. So yeah, now that I have it in front of me, and you talk about the Nisrock, I go, yeah, this is definitely for a full buff fight where you're you're going. Now, the Nisrock is also good though because that ten percent crit rate matters, and you can wear less terrible gear in other slots because you have the the crit rate here. <laughs> well, you're comparing so, five crit rate to seven PDL at this point. What's the STP in the Nisrock? I mean, it doesn't really matter for a white build, but seven. Oh, this is 11. I don't know. I think this is all around a better piece to use, and it's got 70 range attack on it and yeah. 55 range accuracy. What's the range accuracy in this rock? It's only 45. Uh, but yeah, you, range mean, accuracy isn't an issue. Well, it. for Arabati, yeah, it's not. But just in general, I don't know about that. the Nisrock getting as much mileage. Can um, you got M80 minus on this? I swear, I swear by crit rate, though, because... M80 minus 10? There's no negative M80 on this rock. Yeah, I know. There's not. I, I, well, I guess I didn't. Know. I, I believed there wasn't going to be. So I, I don't know. It just. I, don't know. I mean, well, at least for someone like you, Fox, you can definitely still use that. But I guess for the majority of the player base, they might gravitate towards giving up five crit I, rate I for everything else. I wouldn't fault them for using either. And that was honestly. the point I was trying to get. At. I wouldn't fault them either. I just, as someone who doesn't play like, that job, I could see using that now. I feel like all three of those bodies are fairly interchangeable in terms of results. I and... retract my wasted augment comment. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of the time it will feel like a wasted augment, though. But like the hands, still like the hands. Recycle plus ten, baby. Woo-hoo! So I know some cores that would like those hands just for uh, being quality lazy of life. Yeah, quality yeah. of life. Yeah, the QL because change. like they they don't get as much recycle as Ranger does, and they also don't get the benefits that Ranger gets from recycle for store TP. But um, it's got oh, subtle blow TV. fifteen now. It got five more subtle blows, so it's not the worst thing of a quality of life change, too. At least there's other yeah, reason to use it. If you're shooting a gun, please try to have as much subtle blow as possible. It is nice um, though that you have all this extra attack now on a PDL piece that keeps increasing. So yeah, and that's going to be the moral of the story for these sets because, like, as we move on, like, there's boring stats. So you get like strength five on the legs or agility five on the feet. And, yeah. Again, it's a bonus. Like, there's nothing to complain about. You're getting something from nothing here. Um, in addition to increased stats everywhere else, so it's great. It's just you. It's up to you to figure out if it's if it's good enough to be in your build, as opposed to something else, even if it's a small increase. Um, the true shot, though, I really hope they're building up to something cool for using this true shot later because you get so much fucking true shot now. Um, it's it's unreal. And you usually can't use it on a gun, though. That's the problem. So I think they're trying to balance out bows by using True Shock here. Yeah, I mean, even if you can apply it to the to guns in the future, I think it's uh, it's fucking fantastic. 
because the Empyrean the Empyrean damage gets really crazy if you get an intrusion. It's good. There's a solid magic evasion quantity on this Ikenga gear too. So being in range with those DT10 legs now, not the worst thing. Nope. Nope. And you're comparing it again to the Empyrean gear or Malignant's gear a lot of times. So yeah. you know, you'll pick your you'll pick your favorites. The Malignant has no attack yeah. though, and usually you don't get there on your own. So picking I... up 70 attack in every slot is massive. I cannot wait to drop my Fernagu. Fernagu is the TP bonus axe. We don't know if it works in the offhand though, right? I've heard it does. You've heard it does. Yes. Well, that's just a gift to Beastmaster and Warrior if it does. Yes. Sub ninjas it coming back, baby. Is. Well, I mean, Sub Ninja never really left. Warriors using a left. shield, say otherwise. Well, I meant for Beastmaster, but... Well, yeah, for Beastmaster, yeah, but Warriors using a shield might have a reason to go back to being subbed in. We've come full circle to 75. The classic uh, whole feel is back again. Well, if you could hit with your offhand, technically sub in has a bigger TP bonus than sub, sub uh, than Warrior using Fencer. Yeah. It all just depended on whether or not you could hit with your offhand. The TP bonus plus 500 is basically what Beastmaster gets out of Fencer on its own. So... All you're doing is adding in an axe that, that can, you could potentially lower the delay with from dual wield. So it's it's pretty solid. And it's stats. Um, it has stats and it can hit the mob. <laughs> so and it helps uh, you hit the mob more because you don't get the extra I mean, yeah, fencer gives accuracy, right? So Yeah, but it's not, not, not compared to an axe here. No, not compared to a full fledged axe with like actual skill on it and stuff. Yeah, eye level skill. So yeah, this this axe is pretty crazy. It is, um, it has weapon skill damage as well. Yes. And uh, when you combine that with like Savage Blade on uh, on Beastmaster, if you could sub Ninja at, at any point and actually do like Savage Blade or even Mistral Axe and stuff like that, um, all of those weapon skills care about TB bonus plus five hundred and having a better hit rate. I mean, so it's pretty exciting. Think about this at R at R thirty here. You have a weapon in your offhand that is fifteen strength and dex, fifty five accuracy. Uh, let's see, seventy five attack, uh, ten crit rate. And five weapon skill damage, and five hundred TP it bonus. Sounds like an excellent offhand for Farsha as well. Sounds like it's great for everything offhand if you're trying to use the weapon yeah. skills we use now. Farsha, Savage Blade, Decimation, oh. all these things. Minstrel has for, for for Warrior, it becomes more of an option for, for Beastmaster. For Beastmaster, it's kind of fucking awkward at the same time because you really want to use the Ogru's hacks offhand because of the stuff it does for your pets. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, and you would be choosing you at that kind point. Of decide what you're doing. Yeah. But at least it's a better option than having a, an axe with a thousand TB bonus and a much more difficult challenge of trying to hit the mob. So um, it's a huge step forward. 10% weapon skill damage and 500 TB bonus is just fine for me. A good war, though, can prioritize, though, what they're working on there. And I'll be very happy Probably. to finally see the warriors using not a shield and using a Kanga's axe because I so hate seeing the fucking shields. You'll still need it for no sub job Odyssey, of course. So, but still, it's right. it's still just nice not to. Have to see everyone only using a shield, TPing slow as fuck, doing white damage on a warrior. Yeah, but yeah, just with the crit rate, weapon skill damage, like it's it's really exciting to have this for like Farsha builds and stuff for sure. Um, very very good. And then the lance can remain in the garbage, but the Kunamitsu though, the lance, fucking okay, okay, okay. So I know I retracted my statement on the body <laughs> and and mistaken not being fully aware, apprised of all the facts here. But the fucking Lance, they gave it Regen 3. 
Okay, moving on to so Gladys gear. Now. So they, they they understand what Ninja needs absolutely, but like as 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 far as like what Dragoon needs, I think they're still lost. I'm gonna pull up this fucking lance. It is the dumbest fucking thing. Bad. So they've made like a tanking lance. Like they tried to half-ass an Akrontica onto a lance design here. But the thing that sucks about that is Dragoon is probably the DD with the least abilities conducive to tanking. Yeah, and it's also only DT five. Right. So they made a land that is, uh, you know, the, the typical stats of like King of the Strength and everything, plus 15, the attack and everything that I mentioned before. And the special it's stats here... more likely to take double damage. Our, our triple attack 5%, big fucking whoop, damage taken minus 5%, and withering breath attacks plus 10. There is, there is no world <laughs> where that is like, oh, oh, my healing breath weapon. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. My, oh, my do stronger breaths that do like 1k unresisted. Yeah. This is great. It's awkward for sure. Plus 10, probably percent, but even then, there's extra 100 damage in a breath. It's just stupid. That's the dumbest thing. And and my special augment potential here, regen plus three. That's, <laughs> bring it on home. It's coming home, lads. Fucking garbage weapon. Perhaps the worst of Odyssey. Something you'd see Murr running around in. <laughs> the Makunamitsu. You didn't like that one? No. <laughs> Something you see, Mervin. So, where's the Kunim? Oh, oh, yeah, there's a Kunimitsu. My bad. I forgot it's a fucking Akanga weapon. Man, I want to clear Zevioso V25. Oh, yes. So, Kunimitsu. You talk about this weapon before this all the time. This is a stupid weapon. If you have ever seen a picture of this weapon and the three pages of text that it has, (laughs) then you would know that this weapon is probably one of the dumbest offhands that SE has ever created. It does everything. Its box is so long on wiki here. It has so many it's lines of things. Broke. This it, weapon is fucking broke. Everything's a line here. Yes. HP 75, dex 15, agility 15, accuracy 40, attack 30, ranged accuracy 40, magic accuracy 40, magic attack bonus 20, magic damage 217, evasion 20, katana skill, parry skill, magic accuracy skill, haste 2%, store TP 5, magic burst damage 10, skill chain damage bonus plus 5, weapon skill damage plus 5%, and that's all before augments. Yeah, or it gets an additional like 30 attack and fucking 5 back in. R30 gets extra 12 damage, 45 attack, 15 accuracy, magic accuracy, and dock and 5. Weapon is so dumb. It is. It does. Yeah, so this is like... There's your Ongo weapon. This is the the ultimate slap in the face to people who are hand-to-hand and can't use an offhand. Like, this is the reason that monks should be able to put something in their offhand. Because... This is just a, a huge dump of ridiculous stats for a job that can abuse every single one of those stats at the same time. The haste 2% feels so deliberate in there. Yes, and the haste 2% is weird. Um, it there has helps. to be some time putting light armor on jobs on the early 2% haste, shorter somewhere. For your cast. Uh, well, for cast, yeah. It's, it's, so that you could, it's so that you can cap in specific ways and still have like the right amount of fast cast for other things. Not like it's hard to cap ninjutsu anyway, but it's more for like... Uh, flash and things like that like if you're using stun or flash or something with like a, a sub job where like you're off tanking or you don't need to use a subaru in the offhand and many gears um, have shit for uh, haste sometimes the, too. the the two percent haste can matter at times oh i said that's why i said it felt deliberate like there had to be a just enough yeah. haste to you know oh we think ninja short enough enough sets that we have to make haste otherwise it's so low that they wouldn't you know it's weird yep. it's deliberate oh yeah 
So basically, that two percent haste just ensures that you that you cap haste and everything, and then you have fast cast in other places. Uh, the fact that they threw Dakin on this is again them knowing what they're doing because you want as much Dakin as possible, and again, and it is it is possible to cap or near cap in a lot of sets. So there you go. Um, you just get your even more additional hits uh, on a weapon that you're using for additional hits anyway. So um, there's one other offensive related offhand that you use that we're actually going to talk about a little bit later, and it's also fucking insane, but um, Kunamitsu is crazy. Your light armor job gives you 70 attack in addition to, like, 10 magic burst damage and all that shit. Like, th this weapon is, is is so dumb, and people should absolutely augment this. I don't anticipate Zevioso being that hard to down either, so... I cannot wait to murder that thing and get this thing about 30. <laughs> I already have the RP sitting there waiting. I can't wait to get Gladys down more, because those legs got a real upgrade, man. I have intentionally not put any RP into any of the Akenka options so that I, I would immediately be able to R30 Akunamitsu when this content came out. It's been sitting there. It's been sitting there for six months waiting because I knew it was going to be done at R30. You're so. like Roz from Monsters, Inc. I'm watching. Always oh, I'm watching. I'm fucking waiting, man. I'm yeah, murdering Akenka. Carrot. Her soul's left her body. <laughs> I know the feel. <laughs> but you do know the feel. So how about that bloody head getting that regen plus three? Woohoo, it's coming back home. It got an extra one counter. That's that's the real glory of R30, Bloody's head. So Beastmaster gets that out of it. There's a lot of misses. Anytime they add regen to gear, regen. it's a miss. I idle on that head already but on blue, so it's not the worst anymore to get regen on it. You have to remember that it's still something that you get for free. And you're still getting like bonuses to attack and stuff otherwise. And anytime you're getting like attack plus on PDL gear, you're probably winning. Yeah, it's so extra five it's still good. Extra five yeah, accuracy sure. too, so it's not the worst thing for counter build. Yeah, it's still extra, you know, and that's gonna add up across all pieces of gear. And you typically want to stack PDL gear together, especially on multi-hit weapon skills, stuff with FTE transfer. You know, for the augment being counter already, okay, you know, I know I'm being hard in a saying it's a lot, there's a lot of missed augments here. It's not I think it's garbage. It, 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 well, it's not nearly Region as bad. Plus three is garbage. It's not nearly as bad as the lance. Okay. The lance to me is, right. is just the worst. So for this, you have a counter build piece. People but don't worry. You can wear this with the lance. People aren't people aren't using it. Use it with the lance. That's great. People aren't using. <laughs> well, can't wear both. People aren't using this offensively. Otherwise, uh, the, the, on Thief it was replaced by Empyrean. Uh, I don't know about Dancer still using it. That's that uh, Empyrean has as well. Depending on all things, Jays and all you wear the Empyrean head on Dancer. And you yeah, like well, it. if it's up, but. I had, uh, but you have a counter build. You have a counter build like piece it. here that's not used for anything else. It's an idle piece of regain. It's countering the regen three for a, a defensive piece already, or an idle piece. It's not. If they it's, added, if they added something offensive, it would have been a waste. So at least the defense can be used. Yeah, I guess. You know, honestly, I would have taken like defense thirty. Yeah, I would have been happy with that. I, I would have taken anything else that's more magic evasion regen. But at least it's not but, like adding. They could have added strength five to this head, Fox, and it would have been the absolute fucking worst because the feet got strength five, and that is garbage. Yeah, because the feet are the most subpar evasion piece of gear. I don't know who's using that gear and when the Ame and, and malignants and stuff exists, but <laughs> the Gladys evasion, it, it's a and thing. Carrying plus three on on jobs where there's evasion, like a middling, you have better gear. A higher middling yeah. end evasion piece gets evasion and strength five. That's that's the Gladys feet. That's that's even worse. I than feel that. like. Galetti's is like my biggest love hate set. 
out of all of these sets because I really like the gear when it's good, but so often it's not. Gladys' feet may be my least favorite or the worst armor piece of all of the Odyssey armor. I believe that, yeah. At least the counter can be used. You're taking a subpar evasion piece of gear to even Arzir and Ayame that has even more offensive capability than some low I crit actually, feet and getting adding evasion to it. It's just I don't really have a reason to use it on like any job. No, there's no reason. Like, I looked even, at it. Even no Beastmaster reason. gets ten PDL and like five and seven double, double attack or some shit on their Iberian, So and the feet are low PDL compared to that. So it's just it's yeah. just meh. But the body was nice. It got defensive as well. I but like that. It got resist all stats plus 10. At 25, it's plus 5. So that's. And it got one more double attack I'm in our That's great. I'm never sad to see resist all stat. E- oh, even yeah. though I know it's going to be have versus NMs and I know it's not always going to come up, it's just always cool to have that check there, especially when you can st- stack other things with it. So I'm glad something other than just the Sackpot armor got it. But Blue Mage gets it, man. Blue Mage gets it. Blue Mage gets it. Finally, yeah. some resist gear for Blue Mage. Uh, my fucking dancer gets it. I love it. It's lower magic evasion, but if I'm not in an AM3 set, I would be using this as my DT offensive body. But you, you can surround that with other higher magic evasion Correct. Pieces, yep. So. That's what I do. It's the only oh, piece of gladies I'll wear all blightance or whatever on below otherwise. Yeah, you don't need to wear super high magic evasion in every slot. Like, in fact, I usually wear super high magic evasion in three out of five slots, visible slots, and then I, I make sure that I have good solid armor that's serving a purpose for my set in the other two it's a good build too because you get like a double attack eight body and everything else so this is all store tp so it ends up working out pretty well outside of maybe yeah, maybe just am3 when i don't use it so yeah the the only the only if i were to make a complaint about any of these sets it's that with those combined you have a fairly low hp build but that can still be fixed by odyssey k or, or an ambuscade cape augmented properly and you know stuff like that like there are ways of having higher HP in sets, but if you're if you're going to be like defensive and stuff, like the body has like a ridiculous amount of defensive block on it that also happens to have something that that helps you concede for defensive stats because like having the having the double attack on there is fantastic. Like it's it's a very well built piece. The only sure. problem potentially still is the uh, MDT or breath damage taken with that body can get awkward but otherwise you have to wear the the generic dt yeah yeah to make up for it it's, it's the same rule that i still follow in Impacas, because like when it comes to impacas i i just pretend the pdt doesn't exist and i build the breath damage on everything that's just the rule i have but the hands got even better they only got five decks but they were already good and that decks yeah. helps the accuracy a bit there so Act some crit rate i guess yeah it's, it, it got one it's more a, story it's bonus it's a non-exciting bonus that's still a good bonus. So Yeah, it got five more accuracy and one more story TP and five more attack. But I'm already using them on Dragoon, so that with five decks, great. I'm already using them on Thief, so that with five decks and one more story TP, even better. I mean, with, with the extra one story TP in the decks, they are now... I don't People use Malignants, but I prefer to use these hands over Malignants in my defensive um, builds on Thief. I do a lot of the time, too, because I, I find that, especially on dual-wield jobs, I want um i want store tp over multi-attack uh, because i usually have a lot of multi-attack in other slots so anywhere where well, i compare it to wear... malignant's hands they're they're better offensively for a thief for the malignant's hands at our third oh oh yeah i guess that's, that is a good point you give up some magic um, evasion and some generic md uh, some generic dt but in a hybrid build or just in a general build because you can work it on a thief pretty well with the other malignants and stuff I, I'd say, I think it's actually yeah, I, I, I actually I wear uh, I wear malignants on answer on the slot because on thief yeah, I, I tend know. not to use the gladi's body because the hands feel better to me than wearing the body so I go with the resist stats which unless I really need them for some reason uh, there they are 
but I, I like using him on the hands and using Malignant's body instead. Uh, so I'm using Gladys' hands on Thief. I gotcha. They're just it's definitely offensively is, good. It's it's so weird how like you can almost make the same argument between Thief and Dancer for a lot of these, but there is like a night and day difference on how you would approach these builds because the hand slot is where you get your mini Burt Gang on Dancer if you're dealing with physical damage because that's yeah. what the Horus Bangles do for you. So yeah, it gets kind of weird. So you either choose Horus Bangles or you choose Malignants because on Dancer that's better. But I can see where Thief, if you want to be more offensive, that that would be a better option. Because Thief is a crit hand damage plus job. I think Dancer gets it too, right? But Thief is, I know, a higher tier of crit yeah, damage plus, but... and this is a crit hand with good store TP, so it just ends up working on Thief better. I mean, Dancer, I'm not saying it's for Dancer, but just for Thief is where I the world I live in. You have more frequent damage spikes on Dancer, or, or those options, because like you can... Uh... You can use your your different flourishes at different times, and you you typically have more options available to you as, as it comes up more frequently than sneak and trick. As a job, thief gets more triple attack, whether it's the head yeah. or the feet from relic. You get more triple attack, so having the crit rate on a crit damage job and even losing some store TP, which is easily worth the trade off for using the Gladys hands. Like people make these builds, they complain that like, oh, Adamar hands are what's the best in slot. I just in the thief head recently, they go it's best in slot, but they just feel a little too papery nowadays. And they're like, yeah, I just use Malignant. So it's like, yeah, I, even before R30, I use R25 Gladys hands. I so do have no one a ever says to use them, I guess. I do have a set that's still on Dancer that still uses Adamar hands as the only piece in the entire build that is not uh, defensive. <laughs> so like there, there, there is a way you can still use them. I'm curious what that build is. It feels is. bad a lot of the time. It, it feels bad a lot of the time. I'm curious what that build is, Fox. I mean, I could try to find it. I don't use it very often. But at least Gladys' hands are pet DT8 for Dragoon and Beast, and that's always great. So you now you have store TP, pet damage taken, generic damage taken hands. That's got to be great oh, for yeah. adults. Oh, and, yeah, and the entire Gladys set, especially a piece that's coming up, is um, or two pieces coming up, are, are a great starter set for Beast in, in any capacity until you get the MP plus three for a lot of stuff. And um, the, the feet are actually the, the worst piece for all jobs except Beast, where it gets pet level plus I was super happy with the leg change, getting triple attack five on the legs. Legs are insane. So you're comparing them now for a thief, for example. You're comparing that. Dragoon is going to be nice too, but I have to look at how that works. But for thief, definitely, you're directly replacing the AF legs, and you're only giving up critical hit damage. So you're giving up up some white damage that you, you know, that's, that's nice and all. You could choose between a hybrid and a full DT build where you use these pants. Uh, But I mean, just getting subtle blow and... (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and offensive stats finally makes those legs go from just a subtle blow piece to a really good offensive DT, well, PDT, and subtle blow piece. Because now it's like, what, yeah. 12 or 14% subtle blow? It's It has 15 on it. 15, geez. Yeah, 15 subtle blow, which is huge. Um, especially, so I was really sad for a long time that Galetti's legs were almost really good. Um, they they had that, so that huge chunk of subtle blow on there, and I was like, man, we could really abuse this. Almost we had multi-attack or store tp on this slot and then they gave us triple attack so so they they won like this is exactly how this piece should have been built from the beginning and it's fantastic that we get it now and it's also fantastic that we get most of those stats at r20 r25 is uh three percent triple attack or r25 i mean yeah so i immediately got the three triple attack on here and i was like fantastic i'm gonna use this and even more importantly, I play fucking Beastmaster. So Dolly fucking Kennis loves these legs. Decim- the decimation builds on Beastmaster now are fucking insane. 
it's like every every almost every piece in your gear is has multi attack on it and PDL. <laughs> it's it's so fucking stupid. So yeah, um, I guess weapon skull wall. Yeah, yeah, the weapon skull wall sucks, but still. Well, that's why when you have all these stupid things that work so well offensively, the weapon skull becomes necessary because you're so powerful. Yeah, like warrior also uses dolly kenneth really well, but warrior mostly gets a bunch of double attack. Beastmaster, because it's on almost every piece of armor in this fucking game, gets a crazy amount of triple attack. So you're getting decimations with triple attack, and you very, very easily can end up getting pretty regular eight-hit caps on decimations with a Dolly Kenneth equipped, while also maximizing PDL. So, I mean, definitely pay attention to that, because Beastmaster is a job that can cap PDL pretty reasonably. I really want to play Beast Fox, but I'm also working on other stuff, and I really <laughs> do not want to pay for the extra wardrobe, because if I play Beast, I have to get a wardrobe. You would, yeah. So, the, the thing about Beast is is a lot of times I'll get really excited about it, but it's really hard to slot Beast in in these situations a lot of the time, and give them these buffs. So there's that too. So so temper your expectations. Be- beast is getting so is good cool though, and do. still like even if you just were a pocket slug beast constantly. I mean, let's just say we're ignoring the skill chain dispelling potential, the magic defense down potential, the beastmaster. Yeah. yeah, if we're ignoring all the shit it can do, killer instinct, and all that, we're ignoring that. You're a job that has permanent attack and defense down. You're providing to everything. I mean, you can just use the leech and provide and attack down minus fifty percent to everything around you, which is ridiculous. I mean, I talk about surviving through. Haste, uh, difficult situations with everything having attack down minus 50. It's just great. But now, you like, Beast Gear has gotten even better at this point that you become a heavy light armor job with the potential output of a heavy armor. Like, like with the axe and everything here on Beast, putting out that skill chain potential-wise, if that's in a way that works now, I mean, that's that's just a solid Aditi to bring to a group without the pet. Then I mean, yeah. it's not a warrior. Just doesn't have berserk and all that. It doesn't have the TP bonus on war cry. We're not comparing it right to that. But if it's okay to bring a blue, if it's okay to bring other jobs, which I think it is, if it's okay to bring a dragoon, yeah. I think it's okay to bring a beastmaster to mm-hmm. to content. Like we're not going right to warrior. We're not comparing it to what everyone does, and they go, oh, it lost. Therefore, it sits in the bench. But you, but in favorable situations, you still have shit like killer instinct too. Yeah, so. killer instinct to everyone's damage. You don't see it in the parse is why everyone doesn't get excited. But it's literally can be a better job than bringing those when those things line up. Problem is when yeah. they don't. You you know, beast needs to line up at times, and killer instinct and pet make it's, it really work. Yeah, you have to you have to go out of your way to build around it properly. And you have to plan in advance. And those are two things that people don't understand how to do nowadays. But getting planning and building, getting more solid triple attack gear and job like beast. This is really helps that job. You know, one time I I remember once I saw somebody in, in one of the LSs that I was helping go, you know, I wish beast could wear better armor. And I was thinking, what fucking armor are you looking at? Because beast is on almost every piece of armor in this game. It it, it probably has the largest armor pool. In Show the me that game. magic burst beast. Ding. I can probably make a set, yeah. Neyame. But man, I... Yeah. I don't know, man. Be Neyame. Anyway, that's 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 Galetti's armor, though. It's, it's well, pretty good. Well, it's always pretty good. Well, there's the, well, the, the Geki. The there's the Three Katana. Well, yeah, the armor. We did the feet. I mean, feet are done. About, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we can talk about the, the weapons. I don't really give a shit Is there about any them. room... Like, the Galetti's crossbow, I know the one from, from Tenzin only affects the weapon. Does that... Um, does that TP bonus? No, it doesn't. Does weapon skill no, damage? That's snap, does that's the weapon? Does the weapon skill damage apply to everything you do? I think so. But there's no reason to use it when you can use TP the, bonus, the TP bonus yeah. bow and the thirty strength ammo. 
10 weapon skill damage ammo. I was just trying to... The arrow. I was trying to be... Because they added snapshot to it, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. 10 snapshot. I was, I was trying to picture a world where a bow that's not... That's actually eye level with crit rate 5, store DP 5, weapon skill damage 10. I was trying to picture a world where you're meleeing on Ranger and wants to be used true foil in something and not be resisted. Like, there might have been a world where putting this maybe. on Thief would have been cool. On Thief, yes. On Thief, I could see using this. That would have been cool. But yeah, Ranger doesn't need any of this shit that this crossbow provides. That'd be a real compromise on Thief because you have to give up all of your ammos that are pretty powerful. Yeah. Yet chill is important for stacking. But, I mean, I could see on Thief this would be cool, but it's Ranger only. Yeah, but you can't even really Savage Blade with this because you have a very easy to, to get to claim bow and arrow combination that does more for you. But the Kraken Club build gets to a DP5. Well, the Kraken Club build can still use the the bow with the arrow, and you can still Savage Blade. Here we go, Fox. How about this? When you have TP bonus from a Summoner and a Warrior on, you can use Gluddy's Crossbow for your Savage Blade Melee Ranger. There you go. There you go. Best in slot. I would still rather use the, the 30 strength, 10 weapon skill damage ammo. You know what, Fox? You know that what? Arrow, dude, is stupid. You know what? Crossbows in this game that aren't the mythic have been shit on really forever. <laughs> they, re- they really are the most worthless things in this game next to boomerangs. Just think, man, you could have made a saranga, though. And fucking, fucking SU5. <sighs> Enjoy your, your holy bolt damage. Woo, holy bolts. I'll, you know what? I mean, there you yeah, go, Fox. There's the Ango strap. Those are pretty ballsy. There it is. The holy bolts. Divine bolts. Oh, God. Oh, something it's not weak to light damage yeah, yeah i mean i'm an okay samurai give me some elemental bolts for crossbows that'd be funny ranger taking down on with elemental bolts well elemental magic burst bolt that'd be nifty i don't think i don't think making a geke is ever worth your time yeah uh yeah the great katana it got it gave it five strength that's just moving on that's they should have probably fuck that great katana that one harder bloody's knife is busted yeah bloody's knife gets subbed two plus ten the other weapon so if I'm not offhanding Kunimitsu, like if I'm using if I'm using Blade Shun for whatever reason, um, I'm probably trying to do with some weird shenanigans with PDL and or using it for skill chain compatibility. I'm usually offhanding Gladys Knife for that. And you can you you can offhand Gladys Knife on like most jobs and get subtle blue blow two plus ten, and that works out. Just Those fine. jobs really needed that subtle blow as well. They do. And now you can cap it, and now you also don't... Uh, well, you can either cap it or you get close to capping it on a lot of those jobs, and you don't even need to go out and get the uh, the SU-5 on, what is it, Path B? You don't need that anymore. We now have access to enough Subtle Blow 2 on a lot of these jobs that I think we can get there anyway. Sharita Earring for Thief and Southern... Can Dancer wear Sharita Earring? Oh, yeah. Okay, so those two jobs with that. Because they don't get Nikmadu right they look at the other shit. So they can 15. use gluddies and that, and they cap finally. So that, that actually works pretty well, because I'd rather have that than an SU-5. I don't care an SU-5 for um, some bullshit. Ninja gets to use this knife, plus Empaka legs. And, uh... A ninja's yeah, on gluddies knife? Leg. Yeah, ninja's on gluddies knife. That's actually really good, then. That's cool. Yeah, 70 tech. That's, that's what I was saying. I use it with, with, when I use Bleed Shin. Um, sometimes I use it with Savage Blade, um, but that's really... Depending, because usually with Savage Blade, I'll, I'll, if I'm not offhanding TP bonus, I'll be offhanding Kunimitsu, but it, it's an option still. How about that, yeah, the, How about that Paladin Cure Potency head? I think it's worthless. <laughs> Another miss. Yeah, because you wear Sovereign Shawl over there, and you can't get away from that. Sackpot's uh, head with Cure Potency plus 5 and R30. 
In my SIR sets, I wear four out of five Chevalier plus two. It will be plus three eventually, but plus two for now. The only piece that I cannot use in that set is the head because it has to be Sover on Schaller. So there's no world where I'm ever making a compromise and putting Sakpata's head on in its place because I would <laughs> rather wear Chevalier's. So there, there's this, this Kirpunzi plus five is, is such a waste on this job. Why? Why did they not put this on like any other piece? And same for this block chance we're going to get to later. That needs to be on the fucking legs. <laughs> but yeah, they just added this to the wrong pieces and it's really frustrating. Now, next, next job, one. Though, uh, well, for the, for the, 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 the body's fine. Like, use that in AM3 sets. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. AM3 sets. Crit rate plus 5% for jobs that don't use crit weapon skills. That's always good. Yeah. Plus at that rampage. Yeah. Um, hands and legs at least get bonuses. Um, that apply towards weapon skills that matter that you're also going to be using for PDL with in that slot because the leg slot is is typically you know the the higher PDL slot along with the body. So like the 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 blocks that they're adding are good. Like it's good they added five strength and five vit to this. It feels bad that the store TP hands here, like the Gladys hands got dex. It feels bad that these got vit five. Yeah. I mean well dark I, I know it's it. I know it's for the set. Well, actually, out, I but... don't even know if Dark Knights will love it because Dark Knights use. Um, yeah, I don't think your weapons going in... use Niami hands for this. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think your your weapons you going Sackpata's gauntlets with subtle blow and double attack. Yeah, not for your PDL slot. Like usually, you'll put PDL on, I think on the body and I think on the legs, maybe the head. If you're if you're at cap, I forget in those sets specifically where that where it belongs, but I don't think the hands is the slot you concede. For weapon skill damage and stuff like core cleaver. Yeah, so, the legs yeah. are cool at least because skill chain damage goes up another two, and they get that strength five. So at least the legs are yeah. not not wasted here. The, they, From a paladin standpoint, they are. Well, for a paladin standpoint, yes, but for getting skill chain damage fifteen percent on a good pair of legs here, that's that's a worthwhile item. I know you could just so, probably yeah. work in Naomi still, depending on what weapon skill you're using, but it's nice to have it. So people were like, yeah, we get block chance five on, on, on the Sakpata's feet. That seems great. And I nope. I go, no, it's fucking Shield not. skill. Yeah, so you get more shield skill out of the Reverend's feet plus three, which you should be fucking wearing, because you also get MP returns on taking damage passively. You should be using that. You're also capping DT in other ways most of the time. And then this block chance plus five is on the only piece of gear that gets counter on it. <laughs> I, I wanted it on the legs because the legs give phalanx plus i wanted a block plus piece that gives phalanx not the other way around if this was on the legs it would be a fantastic as a paladin when you're casting phalanx you wanted the block more that's funny yeah exactly if it's on the feet it's fucking worthless i just it picture you being like oh uh, 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 fuck yeah i use counter builds when I wear Aegis, Aegis is not blocking with chance of block plus five. I have no use of chance of block plus five on the feet. Counterfeet. It has it has less block ability than Reverence plus three. There is no reason to wear these. For You're going to see every paladin wearing them though because it has block rate. So because, yeah. it's going to be the hallmark wear, of a bad. Well, they paladin. also wear they also wear five five sacpata, so they're terrible. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's going to be the hallmark of a bad paladin. Yes, and, and most it's of them be really sad to see. Most of them be R zero to R ten or five or whatever the fuck. Anyway, so it was just so frustrating to to see a lot of like really good considerations on a lot of pieces of gear, and then for them to blunder this. Yeah, Sakpata set seems like it got the least meshing augments so far. 
It's really awkward. It was yeah. so good as a bass piece, though. That's what's funny about it. That's what's kind of well. Like... The bass gear is really good too. So it, it's it's really easy to like get blinders on and not see how badly aligned these augments are for this set, because the set's still going to be good no matter what, because it has double attack, PDL, high defense, and generic and generic DT. Like, there's still no beating the set for you know individual slots and considerations. You don't wear his five of five. You're not fucking bad, right? But you're you're gonna get blinders from that to how terribly aligned all of this is except for the body. The body is the only good piece in, in terms of what it got yeah, uh, for it. A white build. Yeah. You know, Fox, white damage build that resists habits. Let's talk about these Sakpata's fists. Why? <laughs> Why? Because Fox, they you know, they got I skill chain damage ten. There you go. When, when I that's a step yeah, up from regen I, three. When I'm using a mage puppet, I use the Sackpot's fist. Yeah, and the base is all you need because that's all. Yep. The the augments, I pretend it, and in fact, it's unaugmented for me. I don't. The augments give you nothing on it unless you're trying to melee yeah. with a mage puppet out that's nuking, which, which is, feels real bad. I, mean, I guess you could set up the skill chain for that. You can set up the skill chain with it, so there you go. But it's just the mage puppet is so underwhelming on on Puppet Master for real content bursting that yeah. it's it just it's too hindered by a lack of stats. I would have loved to see them give Puppet special damage plus 10% on these. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, because that would have infringed on SG5. It would have infringed on SG5, but it wouldn't have replaced it. And it would have been a, a basically a high accuracy for the pet option of the SU5, I'm, along with like stats and stuff, which it needs. It needs those stats because comparatively, the Puppet isn't hitting Diet, and that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. It's so well it below. It's floored. Yeah, that's why this is so good for the, the mage puppet specifically, but it's bad for everything else, and I don't know. I Yeah. Well, also, they give it all this magic accuracy and all these slots. There's no magic attack bonus, too, besides the attachments for the puppet, besides yeah. these pieces of gear. That's that's also another problem for them. Imagine being I'm on Black Mage and having good. nothing but uh, a couple pieces of Int Plus and all accuracy. It's like, great, I can land, but my nuke does shit. Right. Someday, though, it gets unresisted. Hey, and on, like, Apex and Locust Mobs, you get unresisted a lot. Yeah, it's great for those, I mean, you but... Can, you can do cool, fun things, but it'll never be relevant. That's going to be... That's going to be I'm going to go out with Sakpata's Fist and make skill chains with myself so the pet can magic burst. But, Imagine a world where they gave you enough gear that you could go in on, on Ongo V25 and be like, don't worry, guys, I'll overdrive my mage puppet, and that'll help us get through the initial fight. That would be the other. The, that's the only job Wouldn't we didn't that, talk about. That'd be cool. Is using pup to magic yeah. burst on go. That would be. I could see doing that for one of the rounds too, because you don't have other. You'd jobs. get resisted. The fuck. Wow. Wow. That's the problem. Wow. Wow. Because SE refuses to address this problem. But how cool would it be to have that niche use of overdrive to get you past that first twenty five percent and fight fight? Part I, I one think so maybe if you wore all of the magic accuracy gear that we get, including these fists, and use nothing but tranquilizers, specifically build tranquilizers. Tranquilizers. Yeah. I think I think you'd be fine. Maybe. It, I mean, it's con- worth consideration, but that's just... It's worth trying, I guess, it, if you have it, no other job as nuke the it. Holes, the, like, the potential that exists that they just never address. You could do V0 on go with a puppet nuking it. Well, right, but I mean, <laughs> you can do V0 on go with a Dragoon. <laughs> yes, you can do it with a Dragoon. Because but, I've done it with a Dragoon. And the problem, too, becomes I have Kinkonkin, and even if I didn't, just using Ambuscade hand-to-hand, I would rather skill chain with my pet for Locus or Apex if I'm just soloing or doing whatever yeah. than using these to make a skill chain to burst on for the pet. Yep. I just, just, it has to be a magic because mob. If, if, if you're going to make a... 
yeah, if you're going to make a skill chain, you might as well use Karambit and just tweak the puppet properly. Correct. Yeah, so that's, that's another consideration. I've even tried that over Kinkonkin. It doesn't feel nearly as good, but it still feels no. good. It's not a massive gap. It's just not as yeah. easy to do. And with Kinkonkin, you can do stuff like Abuse Ice Maker and shit. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's other things the, that, that the make only time, stand out too. The only time I've ever cared is when I was trying to unlock Pup whatever. I don't know if I still need to unlock Pup plus three or not. I guess I had to check. Uh, when I was coming against the Accuex to get the item for A, it's like, okay, here we go. I need to use Sockpata's Fist to nuke these Accuex for the A thing. And that was it. You're I've not, never... You're not going to want to hear this, but man, you probably should upgrade all of the Pup Plus 3 for the 60 magic accuracy for your puppet per slot. Yep. Yep, yep, Just yep. saying. Yeah, I know. I got to get around it to might, that. It might be reasonable. I think I need to do more sorties with you, Fox. Yeah, but it's still there's just there's not really a world where it comes into play. It's sad, yeah. It, it's it used to be a, a good thing on the pet on the puppet master where it was like, oh cool, if I really needed, I had this, and then it became cool like a magic burst apex, and it's like it, no applicable content does it really matter. Like, what are you soloing omen something old where you got a magic <laughs> yeah, burst? Right. You say I have a skill chain on key to magic burst. That's cool and all, but it's just like eh. that was the last time it mattered. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's again, Omen. you're just doing something for fun. Like, it's, you're dicking around like you could do on just about any job, you know? Which it shouldn't, it shouldn't devalue it at all, but it would be nice if, if there was some way we could use to, like, elevate elevate that, that, that idea. I was happy with Refresh 3 and Sekpata Sword, though. I think Sekpata Sword is just solid regardless. Yeah, it was a Phalanx piece. It was a Magic Accuracy recast fast cast piece for, like, Blue Mage Feather Tickle or something, or Red Mage I doing the Mage. Yeah. Even just idling yeah. on Paladin, if you're that deep on Paladin, but just having it in those instances on Blue Mage, just with evasion too, trying to tank or do whatever you're doing on the job, it gives you more flexibility to have that refresh. It matters. Yeah, I actually don't have a Murgali. So well, now actually, you have I, five more magic accuracy at Arthur. I use the sword. Yeah. Um, so I use, and I also don't have a Crochet more either. I have a Vidiation plus one. Um, but I only use that for end spells, really. And it's still pretty close on most things. You know, a lot of times people don't say I don't have a Crochet. <laughs> but for this sword here, I, I actually use this on uh, our Amamon fight for when I cast Absorb TP and stuff, because I can cram a bunch of magic accuracy in a whole bunch of slots, and then with my native fast cast that I have on Red Mage, the 10% fast cast on this also helps me get closer. So that plus, you know, it has, it has applications for Phalanx. Um, it, it, I, I love this thing for, for, for Paladin. You can actually, and this is one of the coolest things, on Paladin, Fuck the sovereign body. Just use the Sakpata sword and swap your Birking off for a second. You'll be fine, I promise. <laughs> I've done it. But the AM3 Fox. You don't maintain AM3 most of the time. I, I hate to tell it to you. I believe it. Especially especially when like you're you're pulling in like segment farms for like Shulsi or something. I have actually idled in this and pulled instead of having Birking on, and it's it's typically fine if you're not on floor four. So just kind of keep that in mind, and it's a lot better than switching to a sovereign body. But you can also switch to the Sovereign body if you really want to, you know, make sure you're you're on top of your swabs. What if you were... get six to refresh a tick, which is great on which is great on Paladin. Like I usually don't care on other jobs, but on Paladin it matters. But Fox, what if you were just pulling like all the families on a floor and just having them all lined up to block on Paladin and take no damage and just spamming Savage Blade? Where are you standing to make that happen? I don't know. There's places in in Omen you can do where you because can, you can oh, line up multiple yeah. families and spam oh, Savage Blade with Shield Block. In, in, in Omen, they clip into the forest, and during uh, Shoal, they clip through the wall. 
Oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm talking I'm talking Odyssey, sorry. Yeah, Carrick goes, you talking about Odyssey or Omen? Yeah, I mean, no, no, in Odyssey. They're saying Omen, Omen for Pup, it was on my head. I was I mean I meant for Odyssey when you're doing a sea farm. That's what I said. There might farm. be some rare places you can pull where they'll path properly, but the problem is is they clip through and they jump over that wall on the side and they'll just walk around you. Like there's no lining them up. I've I've tried. I've even like walked backwards slowly and like backwards right or, or clockwise large circles in order to try to keep them in parry arc or shield block arc, same thing. And no, you don't align them like that. I've seen Velner have a couple spots he pulls them to that he lines it up right, but I think overall there's not great spots in on in C to do that. He's probably not keeping them all in the arc. There's no way. If they didn't clip through the wall, it'd be easy. Um, the only place I could think you could do that is anytime you see the broken stairs, you could actually go up to the broken stairs and align it so that they're all in front of you. That is possible, but you'd have to run way out of your way to do it. Mm. I don't know. There's I'd that ramp on, on uh, 4-3 as well. Yeah, I, I see him usually doing the same spots too. I think on 4-2, oh, he, he does it in yeah. the... Um, yeah, well, in 4-3, there's that ramp right there, but in 4-2, I think he does it at the end of the floor there in like the spot where the tree and the broken wall is where like it goes like a little bit of dirt. Right before you, it's on the opposite side of the, of the, uh, the zone up there in that corner, like the broken corner. I think he stands there. I don't know. It's I've seen him do it a few times. He also, seems to have his spots lined up, but it's also it's kind of weird because floor four is the only floor where that really matters because you take zero on all the other floors. So I don't know why he needs to. Shield it's that. it's you know, when you got to do some damage as a paladin or run. I don't take paladin still. I. I guess. After trying to get free CP on Dragoon, as great as that was to get an extra level, I think I need. Mm -hmm. I going back to blue to control the mobs in the run. I I still don't see using a paladin there. Just using blue. Even if sense. you're not blocking, like the, just the mobs hitting you. Like if they are hitting you for non-zero, like let's say they're hitting you for like ten damage or something that's regenerable, you're still getting lots of TP off of it. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's useful. I mean, I I will usually duo. Um, a lot of families with the blue mage since we do doom strats so we like doom on top of a family or a halo that we can kill I don't and know. usually i just duo that i'm less keen on on doom strats now not only because we lose a little from killing a bunch of mobs but because we've gotten so much stronger that it just feels like we can full clear now without having to doom yeah probably but we also like duo families <laughs> at the same time though that's true so like we're never just like standing there anyway um but yeah, so Psychopod of Swords is really good, though. Yeah. So, Agwu's biggest bonus there to Scholar and maybe Geo and fuck run, uh, Rune's Lunge. That's great for a fucking Rune. But uh, <laughs> Scholar, I think, really makes out well with this Agwu's upgrade just because it was already using like the head and stuff like that. Yeah, I would have liked to see Int on the head instead of Eminity minus 5. I would have liked to see something on Agwu's Pagachas that wasn't spawn eruption rate 10, but hey, what are you going to do? Actually, I like the SR ten. That's that. the one piece of Agus I nuke on Black Mage. I wanted it to. I mean, it still got stronger, so that's fine. But I, I wanted it to be. Well, I like that SART for for Rune Fencer. Oh, that's actually a good point. Didn't even think about yeah. that. So that way you can retire Teon feet because they're bad. What, what am I using on Rune otherwise? Probably Teon feet, dude. Let me let me let me see this. It's augmented Teon feet for ten percent, I think. But yeah, um, between those feet and the Agu's head, you get 20% SIRD, which is really nice. Um, and that, that comes in handy on some some builds. Legs are really strong, too. On Scholar, I, I nuke in the head and I nuke in the legs. So I'm I, I'm really a fan of um, of what they did with the legs. I just wish the, the head augment was more relevant. No, I'm using Carmine legs. Um 
Oh. I'm using Empyrean feet. Oh, okay. Carmine are 20%. They are 20%, but they're also I, Carmine ladies. They're also Carmine, yes. Wow. I can at least pick up good DT and Emity in that feet slot there, so... Oh no, no, I I don't blame you, dude. Like the the SIRD set for Rune Fencer is janky as fuck. Oh well, ever since the the twenty percent on the Empyrean head came out, that was it used to have nothing in the head besides Tayon or whatever. Agu's at ten, true, so yeah. getting double there in that head opened up a lot of slots. Like I I just I hate the SIR on those feet. It just it just was not great. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I they're they're a high magic evasion piece that not the highest, but it's still high. And they have SIRD on it. Like there, there are much worse feet you can wear, namely Teon. So yeah, I mean, if you if well, you for the mage shop that's on here, uh, outside of Rune that doesn't need it because has other higher pieces. You've got other gear they can do. It, Black yeah. mage and stuff. Those mage shops actually get shit SIR. You were using the sixteen percent on the um, Amaric feet before. Yep, which I, am. I still am. You might still need to, frankly, because it's this is yeah. lower SIR than than those, and you don't have many options. You definitely have to use that. SIR earring. It's pretty much just for like my Aqua Veil sets and stuff though. Um, because I make sure that that can't get interrupted, but then you also have to wear other janky gear, like you have to wear like shittier Cirrwills and stuff like that in, in certain yeah. slots. And yeah, it sucks, but having a really having a lot of uh interrupts on Aqua Veil is really nice. So it's just about strategic. Oh yeah, I use it for Aqua Veil, but I was thinking I, I mean for using Breaker or something, you can use an SIR set. So you can break yeah, it. but you can also just use Monowall. True, and you know that's black mage. That's black mage. That's black mage. And monowall's not um, always up too. So with scholar, I mean, you can always just like caper one of your friends, and then you'll have all the time in the world to cast caper your friends. I don't know, man. But yeah, like the, the set's fine. It just gets better. Um, I can't be sad about anything that's on any particular piece, and the legs are fantastic. I don't feel like we need to dwell on Agu because it all does the same shit. Yeah, mind plus five on hands was an interesting choice. I can understand that for Bunzi. That's weird. I didn't, I didn't, not for I didn't appreciate the mind five and magic burst damage hands. It doesn't do anything. They, they but at least they reversed the augments of head and body too. So the body's main augment was enmity minus, and it got magic damage in the head. And now the third augment for head is enmity minus, and the body gets magic damage. So I was like, what the? What the fuck? Yeah, they just reversed and them the, in lesser the quantities. Is that on all the jobs that wa- that 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 want to burst in this body, the Imperium plus three is still going to be there. Yep. Scholar, even though Scholar doesn't even have magic burst bonus on it, like the stat, the raw stats on it are ridiculous. So yeah, it's and just rune. These rune weapons is the only job that wants that body. Yeah, it's for a few recasts like stun or something. You know, there's there's sets burst burst. Yeah, if you're bursting lunge. Well, no, which I'm, I'm done, talking about for like mages I, wearing it, like uh, you know. For for doing yeah. things on a, on a mage, it's for stun and stuff still for me. I don't, I don't use it for other jobs. I've gotten some cool numbers on like tribulex and stuff. I'm another set. Bursting, use it for rune. Bursting lunge. Yeah, it, it's cool to do. You can get good damage with lunge. It's definitely having stronger it, lunge like, for Ango would definitely matter. But I mean, that's because usually what I do is I'll uh, I'll ignis up and I'll give us the uh, the the fire rakes that we need and stuff. The fire rake and fire gambit, and then I'll put on light runes. And then I'll uh, I'll burst uh, lunge and then swipe in the same skill chain, and it does a lot of damage. I can't do that on Ongo until we're going to do wild card because I need to have the random deal reset my swipe uh, raking gambit. Yeah, you That's... won't always be able to do it, but yeah, yeah. and stuff like triple X though you can. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's you underutilized on Rune Fencer. You can also do it on Ida too. 
because as long as you pack tank and, and don't feed them TP. But anyway. Yeah, the weapons are also all fucking garbage again. Yeah, well, Agu's Axe is fantastic. Well, yeah, Agu's Axe gets skill chain <laughs> damage 10, that's cool. And the axe is already busted like Kunimitsu. <laughs> that probably mattered a lot, actually, for a job like Beast, because what your options before, the Water's Charm augmented, so... Uh, Neame. Neame Water's Charm. Do you get, yeah. do you get the, yeah, I think you got the, the cape from Alexander, so those things would have capped you, but now you don't have to use perhaps a piece of gear that was not Neame or something, or not I, using the neck would have been a better choice, and now you can avoid it. I never concerned myself with capping skill chain damage on the job, honestly, because all the times you care about skill chain damage, you're wearing full Naomi, and you're already doing cap damage anyway. Like, you saw what was going on in Bibika Bay. Like, I was doing, like, you know, 50k plus cloud splitters, and I was doing cap damage lights with that. Like, you can't cap damage harder. So you don't need any more, you know, skill chain damage in that situation. True. But, you know, there are times you do, though. So I guess, you know, take it in consideration. It's it's a strict bonus, so I can never be sad about that bonus to the axe. But yeah, the the other two pieces of gear are kind of worthless. Counter build on Rune Fencer. I've never. I have a counter build for Rune Fencer. Well, you could add ten to it with this claymore. I will not be. I will just sub monk instead. I would rather do that. <laughs> you know, special. There, there could be a world, Fox. It's got magic evasion on it. There could be a world and where countering countering is a thing. Where it's somehow better than A, a or A tier? Yeah. Maybe. yeah. It's know. never going to be better than even A tier. So, uh, Bunzi. Man, I can't wait till we clear Embos. Can't believe they gave quad attack and ahead to jobs that actually need it after they had a regen and counter stuff, you know? Fucking Mind. So, it, it's, it's a it's DT7, generic DT7, 50 accuracy, store TP8, quad attack 3 head. For Red Mage, which is going to be the real winner there, Bard. Bard, which is going to be another summoner. winner there. I like Summoner going to have to take a melee. Bard, if you, can, if you can fill in the haste somewhere, because the haste set gets kind of weird, Bard gets a ridiculous amount of quad attack. Could you use Gazu bracelets? Yes, but you'd be giving up Bunzi hands. What do Bunzi hands give you? Eight double attack. Ooh, yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, but Bard has some like really strange optimizations that that you have you have choices for. Um, the head should always be worn though. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, so, there, there's the the haste is weird. I pulled up Gazu bracelets because they they it was Gazu bracelet and they they went to the localization for it on auction house. Shut out Funkworks and fixed a <laughs> bunch of the localization issues. So they made bracelet bracelets stuff like that. But somehow they fucked it up. I guess they had a fat finger in the keyboard. The Unity ranking went from accuracy 10 to squiggly 15 to accuracy 1015. So it's accuracy 1015 instead. There's no squiggle there oh, anymore. Man. They fucked up. They got rid of the squiggle. If if only that wasn't a typo, but an actual... Uh, accuracy uh, 1015. Yeah. yeah. They simply can't miss anymore. My Black Mage will hit all the things. But yeah, you... You're, anyone who can equip this head and melee will equip this head and enjoy it because it's going to be... I don't use like like terms best very often, but this is the best headpiece you can wear <laughs> for, for TP on these jobs. But the body, man, it gets one more PDL and dex 5. That's right, and you'll never take advantage of it either. Hey, maybe if you're full attack and using Rudra's, hey. I do burst in this body on White Mage, though. I burst in all these pieces on White Mage, I think. The hand's got one more magic burst, too. That's another win. 
just like uh, and i actually do use those on red mage but it doesn't feel great because you, they, it lacks magic attack bonus it's kind of awkward carrot how do you feel about the bunsy's legs getting pet dt5 she just shrugged she didn't make any noises she just shrugged oh, i thought that'd yeah, be nice I, for a summoner i feel like we're all going to collectively shrug on that one it got an extra one blood pack damage as well well they're, they're tp i did find it I did find it interesting that they give pet DT five to the legs, give avatar attribute plus ten to the feet. <laughs> they should why, have been reversed. Well, no, why that distinction? Oh, so it's only for avatars because no other pet that's going to be using those feet, I guess. Yeah, but are you going to be using it for pets otherwise? Like, I, I guess it's it's a concession because it could be avatar anyway, right? If it was sub summoner for like Kate's of Mewing, but. Why is it just just pet? Like for all the all the summoner sub beastmaster, all the charm pets that it finds out at the apex it's camp weird. will not be able yeah. to take advantage of the attributes in those feet, and they'll they'll just cry themselves to sleep. Maybe they didn't have an avatar DT minus five or something, and they just had to use the pet one as like a, a specific like stat that they had to insert. I I don't know. Uh, that's weird. They didn't want to build on, a, on a, only a summoner pet it. on that set, and that's they had an avatar. Whatever. Nonetheless, Bunsy's Chopper, whatever. Bunsy's Rod, Emony minus five. Oh, okay, that's whatever. Five more I'm magic sad. attack bonus on Bunsy's Rod, though, is nice. Yeah, Bunsy's Rod's still excellent. Emony minus five is not going to be meaningful. Yeah. Well, I don't nuke a lot of Emony minus, so it could, could be. That's a scholar I don't care because I nuke in the empty body. Yeah, that, that's true. With its separate multiplicative term. And Pocket said, though, going for the gold. It's good. Yeah, I look at it from a pup perspective, and it's just beautiful. Yep. Good for Monk, too. Great got, for Ninja, also. Got two more skill chain damage, stuff. five more attack and accuracy, and five double attack. And then here we here we yep. go. Here we're back to this fucking regen. Yep. Took a great body and it regen to it. And made it better, because it was at least something. One more store TP. You know, yeah, made it better. I can't complain. It feels so Monk, though, when Monk has a piece of gear and it adds regen to it. Like, Monk has random regen pieces of gear because it's got a lot of max HP trait or whatever. I feel like SE adds regen because it's supposed to mesh with max HP or something stupid. But it's just it's just weird to have regen 3 added to that body. For everyone complaining, though, this could be a regen minus 3 and you would still use this body. Yeah, yeah. So it it it, it could just be a strictly negative stat and you would still use this body so again i can't be mad at regen plus three because the the body's great regardless just get it to r30 because it gives you more attack and store tp anyway regen three is just kind of whatever right yeah the hands got uh, a little more triple attack and and decks so that's that's fancy sure uh none of these jobs need this dex like this dex only matters on ninja and i guess you can weapon skill on these hands I mean, it's just for bleed shouldn't, by the way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, and then, you, you typically won't because you have higher decks on Malignant's hands, and because of bleed shouldn't's attack modifier, you can actually weapon skill in PDL with that weapon skill, like out like sooner than other jobs would be able to. So there's no reason to wear this because you would use Malignant's hands. So I I, I don't know. Well, at least the legs got magic evasion, so that's cool. Or you, can use malignant hands. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about the legs. The legs are fantastic. It's only legs plus ten, that's, but it's 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 something. That's right. The agility the, plus five is meaningless. The, the real win there is the PDL goes up one more on them too. So yes, and getting yeah any amount of PDL on those jobs is a win because otherwise you have to wear malignants or nothing at all. 
please tell me for the Empacus boost, which got agility five, please tell me there's a use for all that magic attack bonus on these jobs that it would not be monk or pup, obviously. Please tell me, because you have Naame. Please tell me there's there's some use for this fucking magic attack bonus 45 on these feet. Well, I could lie to you. Well, you could lie. It gets close. So, Ninja well, close can... is something. So here's a weird thing. They're fine for nuking on Ninja because they're 50 magic accuracy and they're 45 magic attack bonus. The problem is that if you have in and up and you're and you're you're using like ninjutsu from behind or anything, the augment on the relic feet is better because it's a percentage. It's it's a it's an it's an extra multiplier. Honestly, Fox, a lot of the times on ninja when we're in a setup where you care about magic, oh, it feels like you're in, in front of the mob. Oh, sorry, it's not even in and I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the headpiece. Um, this actually works at all times, so <laughs> there's there's no reason to actually use this on ninja um, when it comes to ninjutsu. But you could wear it if, for some reason, you didn't have path path beam Naomi. Um, you would it would be the runner up for that for hybrid weapons. That was space. the first thing I thought of. But Fox, how about this? When you have Killer Instinct on, using a hybrid weapon skill, Killer <laughs> effects plus two on these feet. Killer effects. Yeah. Well, no matter what, there's they're also like seventy attack feet too. They also triple and, attack and, three on them. So and triple attack. Yeah. So they're not bad for hybrids, really. You sh- they're not, and you can actually you should actually like try to run some math on these because they're they're really close to now. My, I mean, um, I have, have mine in R twenty five already because of pop. So yeah, well, you it is noticeable on hybrid weapon skills, especially on ninja when you multi attack because that will be when you hit cap damage and and not even yeah and not even like question it. Um, so they're close already. I'm going to say the determining factor will definitely be if you have a killer effect up. For sure, yeah. And it matters. And it matters, yeah. Julie Five's a waste, though. Yeah, that's that's a fucking... That just might as well not even exist. It doesn't hurt him, it doesn't... Ladies and gentlemen, him. start your blade he. <laughs> blade he, 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 the fuck out of there, Michael Jackson. Crit rate and, and agility. <laughs> oh, it's garbage. And then there was the Empaka's like bow. bow with Recycle 5. What is this snapshot <laughs> recycle fetish? What is their fetish with Recycle? I don't get it. It's so stupid. At least Impaka staff needed that int on it, though. That's that's good to see in mind. It would have been interesting if they would have put TP bonus on this bow. Yeah, the bow of TP bonus would have been cool. Yeah. Give a relevant bow with relevant damage stats um, TP bonus for, like, Imperial Arrow so that you aren't just stuck using a short bow for that. Because the Uller is nice for Imperial Arrow if you're trying to abuse the attack bonus on that on certain mobs. But the problem is you're using a short bow and the damage is garbage. With Mpaka's bow, I believe that's a long bow, so it has a better damage rating so. and better TP return. But because it doesn't have TP bonus, it's it's not good for anything. So, sad. I think Mpaka's staff is underrated and I like it too, so I like the extra int. So that's It nice. needed the int mind. It did. Yeah, to help help it get up, uh, get closer to Bunzi, because you can pair that with like uh, Kansu, or you could even pair that with Anki Scrap, depending on your magic act needs. There's more of an argument now for content like so. What's great for Impaka staff, even before this, this these changes don't really help it. The extra magic attack and accuracy does from the R30 anyway. Where Impaka staff really shines and people need to make it anyway is for Amanon. 
Because unless you're using Empyrean Staff, which would That's you rather make an Empyrean Staff for that fight? Or would you rather get Impaka Staff? There you go. It's easier for sure, yeah. I, I, I think idling in it is also awesome, even at R0, if, if you're willing to lose your TP. But uh, the argument for having it for magic accuracy matters more now because before, you know, for a fight that's that are coming out now, like Amanon, you need the extra magic accuracy over the... Because you can't do that without Frazzle. And so no. when Frazzle's on, you might get away with it, maybe. But I still don't think you're going to get away with the lower magic accuracy of a um, Marin Staff R15. So having Impaka okay. Staff R30 over that uh, definitely would definitely seal the deal there in terms of a damage weapon that gives you Merker still, that gives you enough magic accuracy to use without having to go to a mythic or anything else there too. Yeah. It's it's another nice option for people who don't have like mythic and stuff, for sure. It finally has enough difference that it, it it's a solid reason to make it now versus before it was just like, eh, I could see not ever making it before. I, I have it obviously. I'm I'm glad I have it, but uh it's it does help though. I've always liked having it even before Mythic on Black Mage and even though I don't use it on Scholar, because just having a staff that's good enough and being able to reserve the right to use Merker on demand is worth it. And here's the thing they don't talk about. So Bunzi's Rod and, and Shield is a stronger option than this, of course, because of mm-hmm. the extra stats. Um with Amarapi Shield, because it's not Bungie Shield. But what's right. never talked about is how you need the extra support to make that work because you don't. If you're just nuking in body, the Empyrean uh, AF body constantly for Black Mage, you're going to lose damage versus using the Empyrean body plus three or even two and nuking with Impaka Staff because then you can keep Merker up. And the more nukes you do with not a worthless damage body, that'll definitely close the gap over what you get with that shield. So being able to use the Impaka Staff and measure taking off that coat more than you just would be able to do otherwise with the Bunsies rod is why I think Mpaka staff is really undervalued compared to Bunsies rod. That's why I always used it um, instead of Bunsies rod on Black Mage until I made Levitan. Yeah, because if you can properly, because even with uh, Levitan or whatever on Black Mage, I still need to, I will use like the coat for a tier six and then unless my MP is really high, and then I will scale down into using the Empyrean body for like the Aja, the tier four, maybe the tier five, depending on my MP. And I'll use the tier six, which oftentimes will cap damage depending on what's up anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, with the body, and I can ride MP better that way. Uh, same thing with the staff there, and you still get that Merker, which is what you need to keep you up. And at least that staff gets a bunch of extra MP to get me Merkers more on you. Yeah, it's, it's a mini mythic is all it really is. Yeah. It at least has enough different purpose there to matter. And it's just, it's not valued enough. The extra accuracy now is even better though. It's also fantastic when you don't have the, uh, the Aeonic option when you're trying to do AOE weapon skills like Cataclysm. It's yeah, a, a very, very good option because it gives you the accuracy you probably need because you aren't fully kitted out yet. You probably need that accuracy on the staff. And it also gives you magic accuracy and magic attack bonus uh, for when you actually execute the weapon skill, which again, because you're using the staff for that build, you probably aren't fully kitted out with everything yet, so you need that to help you get there. So this staff is really good for a lot of reasons. And we finish with Nayame, which... Oh, boy. Pathé, what happened? What happened? Um, Two of these pieces are fantastic, and three of these pieces are not. <laughs> That's what so happened. So the head gets crit 10%, which for a yeah. TP piece is fine, a white damage build, great. And the legs get 13%. And 
And of course, yeah. the every piece gets one. The hands get one. Every other piece gets two more stored DP and one more PDL. Body gets two. Sure. So they're they're high That's accuracy true. in stored DP, but still, is that really percent crit rate? Is that yeah? Well, yeah. That's real good for a white damage build. Great. So does everyone make Naomi path A in every weapon skill? That's the problem, though, and that's the problem with Naomi. No matter what is. Anything we do, we're going to compare against Path B. Because Path, really Path B at R15, there was an argument. Even when Path B first came out, or R15 first came out, it was like, yeah, I, I was saying on Dragoon, I could see making the hands because of 26 magic evasion. <laughs> I, I could see making those hands. And as it's gone right. on now, uh, even if the hands had gotten crit, I do not see making those hands uh, at all. I don't see making any Path A at all because yeah, Path B has gotten even better. Dream. So, Path B's gotten better, and man, there's, there's a lot of other things that have gotten a lot better. So, at least with but yeah, Path A is overshadowed for sure. Path B at least starts picking up accuracy needed. Look at this accuracy. Yeah, the head is super cool. The head gets 10 cool, accuracy, and, so the and the feet get 13 on something and that's the, only the 40, legs, which feels low. Like, like somebody, somebody just like opened the cage door on the legs and just let them out. It's like, so Path A doesn't infringe on Path B at all, but Path B starts infringing on Path A, giving even less reason. Path B infringes on sets that aren't even Naomi. And that's <laughs> the part that kind of sucks. and Because it, it makes it so irreplaceable for basically everything you go to use. At least the head and the feet. And well, So what's cool here, what would have been cool is if, so at least it works out for the legs because it's the feet for Path B and legs is Path A. You could at least start mixing and matching pieces, but they made the head and the for path a and b the the different stat here and and on path b like the the one argument against naomi is that it was lower accuracy for like weapon skills and even to tp and and two of the pieces fix that and the other three pieces make savage blade and torque cleaver go nuts <laughs> so what i the the agility plus 15 on the Ame feet just path a looks really stupid too it is really stupid that's why fucking I mean, maybe I guess if, if if you're going for like ranged attack damage, ranged accuracy. Well, it it, it actually the the agility is part of like yeah, the, that's the, it's the, just the, for shooting. That's just yeah, funny. Agility does a lot for range attacks, but the the problem is is never going to be worth it to concede this feat for. <laughs> yep. And all of the existing stats, the body got two more double attack. Everything else got one more double attack. And the weapon, skill, weapon skill damage. The weapon skill damage got plus one. So now what's really cool even, here it's not even bad to just use this in TP sets on some jobs. It's not because you get so much double attack potential now, especially because we're using fighters for these R30s that you can actually make double yeah. attack builds on jobs that don't have double attack builds. Yeah. Even job like Rune Fencer now has enough double attack with temper and fighters roll in this Naame set to just do that. And um I don't know their in-game name, but in Velner's uh, Twitch chat, he was arguing for using Lionheart with the double attack build. But it was also so biased towards having fighters up, having all this stuff. Yeah. It was like, I couldn't... Like, the argument was that resolution stronger than using Demediation with Lionheart because at least now I can skill chain again with AM on. But just, I wasn't... I, I don't see those numbers. That, that argument... You know, no, that, that argument's probably valid. The problem is, is there's almost nothing to apply it to. Yeah, it, it's valid, but the application is the problem because I don't see yeah, those numbers. Uh, like, even the stuff they were doing last night, I was watching resolutions hitting lower than... They were saying 53K for resolutions. I'm like, I'm seeing the resolutions on screen hit lower than what you're talking about, so... Right. In the exact setting you're saying to use, I'm seeing 18K resolution, so it may be spiking that high, for sure, but it's not averaging that high. Consistent, no. 
And most of the time, you're only using Demidiation to, to extend skill chains anyway. So. And Demidiation gets a great attack boost is why it's nice, and the weapon it's attached to is nice. But he was the argument also is like, oh yeah, the AM3 is worthless because I parse and I get no triple attack procs because all my Naame and everything and fighters roll. But it's that's like, not how that works. Yeah, it's not how that works because Actually, if you have if fighters roll on like, during that with double attack gear and Naame, I question what you're what's going on there but i do too yeah and at that point don't use am3 use an attack bonus instead yeah use like am1 yeah the attack bonus too because you can still or am2 i mean you can still even then even if the am3 is not working the am3 still works for resolution so sure does so it's still not a waste i, I don't know that's it's it's really weird i think that's a matter of preparation and applying it properly correct uh, it is a preparation i still like having the emity and dt while you're in a job that's tanking putting out damage like rune fencer is to, to using resolution that way than using Lionheart. Lionheart's purely for the the, the damage you're taking doesn't matter. So at least the at least this gear, yes, can make a better Lionheart build for for Rune Fencer, but it's still very niche. At least in my opinion, I don't see it not being niche. Like it's These like it was sounded like it was like a default option thing. I'm like, eh, it's like great, you can build TP faster than than using AM3. Your, your argument, I doesn't still make that much sense, but. These next two pads have given me a crisis of faith, though. Oh, yes, yes. So, so good. So they finally got the Inton stuff you need on some of the, oh, man. Some of the Path C. One of the Path C. Two of the Path Cs. Okay, so Path C. I want this so bad for Ninja, <laughs> but I can't have this so bad for Ninja because it's, it's I need unfair Path too. Ninja. Because there's, so, there's so few jobs that Path C applies to, just like Path D, that it's like, how do you do that? Having 50 magic accuracy, this much magic attack bonus, and then int in like two of the slots, and like 60 magic accuracy in like a different slot. Like, I, I don't know, man. This is this is like what ninja needs in order to nuke properly <laughs> it is. With, with, with any kind of consistency. Because, like, right now, sure, you can get Fute to work properly, and you can do crazy numbers with that, and you can even do really good numbers with your, your regular like bursts and stuff. They do they do fantastic numbers, but they don't do it consistently because we lack so much magic accuracy on this job that we have to have like Bard, a geo there to give it. us focus. Yeah, it, it's it's really bad. Like when it comes to the resist rates, I think Threnody would be the solution for the single element you're going to choose there. Yeah. Now, the thing that really sucks here is that the Path C is almost good enough to use for hybrid weapon skills anyway, because of how much magic attack bonus you get. And yeah, you, that's, get, that's you get 65 really magic attack bonus in every piece. Yeah. So basically, hybrid weapon skills, um, they're sensitive to, to magic attack bonus in the same way they are to weapon skill damage, basically. Um, the problem is, is that when you have both weapon skill damage in a high amount and magic attack bonus in a medium to high amount, typically, um, and it's not always going to be the case, but typically it's still going to be your, your best piece. You know, so path B is still going to win. The problem with path C here is there's no magic accuracy. Uh, well, there is on the head, and I believe there's magic accuracy at uh, at R25 or R yeah R25. Look at it. No, it's a uh, path C uh, is is attack. Oh no, I'm wrong. Magic attack bonus 35, magic damage 30, magic burst five, the body seven. This is the hands on the head's five, oh. so it's five, six, or seven, two, and then the extra stat. The sad thing is that everything I said about ninja needing this for magic accuracy is still valid even without the magic act bonus. Still has a forty base, but doesn't the gear you're using already have that or no? No, really? No, it does not. That's funny. Just like it's yeah. funny that the magic accuracy is all on path D. Why the fuck is that there? That should be on path C. 
It should be combined. Yeah, it's it's awkward. Yeah. Like you'd still burst in path B on ninja. That's how for his for his niche's path C and DR, I feel like path C should have been magic attack bonus and magic accuracy, duh. And path D should have been accuracy and attack. But, um, I am completely fine with everything that's going on in path D, and well, that is like Well what do you use magic accuracy plus thirty four on Pup and Beastmaster and Summoner? I guess for Summoner you could do it, but what do you need the magic accuracy for and for master on those jobs? The pet would still get it. I'm talking about the master augment. Oh, for magic accuracy? Yeah. I mean, you're you're probably not going to hear this, but Feral Howl is one. Um, <laughs> oh, come say, on. You can't. Feral I'm Howl. Even, I'm not on. even kidding. You, yeah, you can tear things. That's um, the most fox thing you've said all night. It is, actually. Um, there's an argument for being able to use it for charm, though the duration isn't going to be a charm. Good. Again, you're not going to really use charm. Except, Think of the binding kiting potential. Except when you bind with it, yes. Uh, you actually do want to <laughs> use charm. Oh man, these these meta strats are coming um, that up, is, Fox. That is coming clutch before, man. I I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm like, that has sure that's come coming up. clutch. It has come up. I'm sure it feels great um, when it happens, but it's not R thirty no, path D great. No, here, here's the problem. It does not feel great when it happens because it you're using charm to try to bind something. That, that means everything has gone wrong. It, it feels so, so bad that you're you're so desperate that it's just the minor you know relief of the moment. Yeah, the, the the problem is that that Beastmaster doesn't really get a lot of uh, weapon skills with added effects that you care about. Yeah. So like, I could try to make crazy crazy closet case Gale for, axe, like, flat blade stunning, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Sets. Yeah. So you don't care about that. What I care about is how much your pet is getting out of this. Yeah, the pet does get there. That's nice. I'm just I'm still laughing at the idea of a Beastmaster making a flat blade set with Path D. I have I have a flat blade set. I'm sure you have a set, Fox. But yeah. If anyone's uh, ever looked at your Lua, there would be no way you didn't have a set. I, that's I that's this, how I know I, I can trust you when you're doing something. I want this set for pets so bad, dude. Yeah, it, it really is unfair that this set really fixes a lot of problems unfair. that pets have because it gives all attributes or damage plus to the pet that it desperately needs, and it gives every piece is like 8 or 9 or 10 pet damage taken. Beastmaster specifically wants this set for for what it does because... The, the the pets get plus what is this plus eighty magic accuracy per slot plus eighty that's 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 four hundred magic accuracy from just your five visible slots and then also it's DT for you and it's DT for your pet and why not sure you get damage plus on it too I don't even give a shit about that I uh, still when, when I care about this set I care about landing my added effect and helping with the skill chain like this job is really good at and gets overshadowed on. I still think they should have a Naomi A set that's red, like they have, and they should have a Naomi B set that's like darker. And the A set should be between path A and B, and the B set should be between path C and D. And I think that's really fair because the C and D paths are so niche for jobs that so like they're they're really just putting ridiculous choices here. No one, almost no one chooses yeah. C, and in and fewer choose well, well, few people more than C choose D. But either way, there's there's like the the fringe D user, and no one has C. Almost no it is one. Such a trend. So you you like, still have to choose between two important things that they split them in two sets. It's pet all attributes plus forty five as well on top of this, so you get even more ack. It's it's, it's like, a huge huge shame that that beast does not get access to this. And summoner too. Think of all the things about summoner being able to contribute to damage and everything. Imagine a summoner having pet attributes plus forty five. Yeah, I mean, they get that from a, from a one hour and stuff. Oh, yeah, well, they, well, also, still, I know their other gear is more important for blood packing, but just having that as a baseline and the pet being able to survive better as a baseline 
and hit better as a bait. It's like that's it's it's just it should and, at the very least be a separate set. And it should be a separate set because there's so uh, few and, pet shops. In, in another token as well, Beastmaster like just just with Pangu, this set plus Pangu caps my personal DT, and it gives me like something like fifty three DT for my pet. I'd be happy on Dragoon to be able to mix a couple pieces of D in there if I could choose a CD set and an AD set. Oh, it gives you accuracy and then also your your pet doesn't explode? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. It is, it's it's basically great for all of them. We were just talking about how Puppet Master needs the magic act for, for the pet. Yeah, it still AD accomplishes balance too because these aren't offensive pieces at that point. They're just naked Nayame with just pet DT. And you yeah. already have pet DT and other things, so it's not like it doesn't exist in this game. It's such a shame. Like, I hate how good B is. Because B makes it so that you can't even use these other things if you have more than one At job. least B makes my choice easy and I can sleep easy at night. It just makes me, you know, sad that I can never choose C or D. I don't care about A ever. It's fair. It's just it's C, sad. D. I don't care about A either. A is, is whatever. A is, yeah, my, C- a is the worst path as far as I'm concerned. But, but C and D, I just wish I could have. At least just D. Nice. Yeah, D. I, I want to be able to have B and D. And... D is so gross for pets that it's it's basically irreplaceable. But then B is also irreplaceable. The problem is is that you use B on more jobs than D. You can use that's that's the issue. The problem is when it comes to a job like Black Mage, I have plenty of great bursting sets. I don't have any great meleeing sets, and Path B is, is, the, is the best. And weapon skill sets for AOEing, which I like to yep. do so much. So even then, wearing this on Black Mage is what I do. Uh, it's, it's just irreplaceable even for not having magic stats because the magic stats are replaceable. The pet stats are not. It's just people lolled at D. Like, like people were like, yeah, whatever. It's it's pet stuff. Like D is so incredibly powerful for pets that it actually bothers me that I can't have it. Yeah, it feels like, like it's the, an insult. The shit to the that I could do, the shit that I could do with a path D set of Naomi would be insane. Because even then, we talk about how Beast can put out great stuff skill chain wise with the pet opening and closing. You really need B for that. And even Pop. Yeah. with magic accuracy the I magic used... accuracy they so sorely need <laughs> they so sorely need in the pet that <laughs> is the worst part but I even just use even on puppet master just skill chain with the pet I use B to make the skill chain damage happen and it has the extra power from open skills it's not the best choice but it still has the skill chain with extra power I ran the numbers on this on, on path D after I saw this ran the numbers um, yes and with uh, with run wild I can land debuffs on Amamon without assistance. That's how stupid this set is for, for fucking Beastmaster. Wait, so you're saying that you need to have a mule that has Path D Beastmaster? That way you can land your, your ooze on all of the things you're trying to farm for people? What you need to understand about that statement is that I have... 99 Beastmaster mules with no sub job that are waiting to get this set. <laughs> How fucking awesome would that be to have a bunch of R30 mules with no sub job that are just Beastmasters? Dude, that would be the ultimate. Uh, yeah, I've kept them no sub job just to be funny, but uh, this yeah. would be this would be hilarious. It would the be. mules that I have that are not Beastmasters are Puppet Masters. <laughs> Why do you have so many mules and they're all pet jobs? Um, up in arms up mostly, in arms. but um, for the Beastmaster one, that was the first mule I took to ninety nine, so I could take advantage of the uh, the Dark Matter campaigns and stuff. You don't and, have to go to ninety nine um, for the Dark Matter campaign; just go to Rise and Jima. Right, but I took it to ninety nine because I wanted to see, it, like, at what levels 
low levels I could do it as a Beastmaster with no sub job, like yeah. the Siren fight. I beat the Siren fight at like level 68. That's fair. With no sub job as a Beastmaster, which was a really cool accomplishment. Was Bind a clutch thing? So, uh, no, no, it was me using the uh, the Antleon to just murder her. Ah, yeah, that was. I think I explained it way in the past, where like I had to use weapon skills to block uh, the Ranger from creating detonation weapon skills and healing her. Like I, I had to actually strategically use weapon skills to block the skill chain. And yeah, that was uh, that was a fun experience. I actually had to work against my party in order to get that to work. But okay. yeah, so yeah, yeah the, the update sets. was cool. We got lots of stuff, lots of sets. We talked about it for a long time. Yes, we did. And uh, I was happy so that one of the issues I reported actually got was in the, I've gotten now my second update note. I'm now ahead of Rosma. That must be nice. <laughs> I wonder if they're ever going to fix how um, how the addendums were, or the Light Arts Dark Arts works. What do you mean? They don't give you a B-plus skill rating when you use them. Oh, 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 wasn't it accepted in there? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Huh. Haven't fixed that. Somebody well, submitted the Paladin one, and nobody's fixed that. Well, Paladin one was submitted recently, so that was yeah, submitted a couple weird. weeks ago. One, um, what is it giving you if it doesn't give you B plus? Um, it gives you some weird amount. It's um, it's like the equivalent of like B minus or like C plus or something. What the fuck? Yeah, but it's too low. Like I, I noticed it when I saw the rating that Red Mage has in. Uh, I think it was uh, enhancing. Skill. Maybe I'll go report it again and see if they see it a second time and either reject it or do whatever. At least they see it. That, that's an easy. Yeah, nobody them, nobody gives a shit when I report something, so maybe it was it was definitely formatted properly and it was accepted. I will go copy your exact post and post it again. <laughs> sure, but I also I, I could have even swore that they said it was resolved in one of their things and it was definitely not resolved because I checked. Uh, Funk actually asked me a question about it at one point. Yeah, well, he's we'll... like, "Did you see it got fixed?" And I was like, "Didn't get fixed." We'll report that. So, uh, so the last thing in the update notes is the I love the typos. They have a jersey typo. They have <laughs> they have the issue wherein the effect of boss spells would not activate properly while at master level one a greater has been resolved. The boss spells. <laughs> Hyphen and all the boss spells. And all the things Carrot's gone tonight over and over again. That was the first one she just started laughing at. What is so funny about that? <laughs> The issue when the boss bells. Uh. Shut the fuck. Did I lose you, Fox? No. Oh, okay. You've just been quiet this whole time. Well, again, it's me trying to filter stuff out. Plus, my filter. buddy's trying to get okay. a hold of me. Okay. Well, that was that. Yep. There's a lot going on. I mean, we talked about sets for probably too long. But... Yeah, there's things we didn't talk about that we could have talked about, like you know, question we weren't asked for an answer anyway. Like Monk Clowns Faust, which weapon skill to use? The guy doesn't tell me which weapon skill I should use with Monk Clowns Faust. As I'm starting to gear up my Monk, I'm unsure which weapon skill I should be using outside of Aesthetics Fury to put AM3 up. Yeah, it's all, it's always going to be Howling Fist. Does it still win outright with Clowns Faust, or should I be using Victory Smith? I mean, honestly, like you could, like. Throw those Glonfoss on the ground and like gear your job properly first, and then like use them later if you want to, you know, dick around with the weapon. I guess I've used Papa's Plastic to gear up, and I'm starting to gear up now, but I have my Mythic before I finish starting my gearing up. Should I use Victory Smith? Yeah, you're probably better off using Victory Smith. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm sure Glonfoss are, are going to be fine if you hold them to the right TP thresholds and stuff. It's just kind of awkward and it's one of the worst 
aftermath effects you could have. You're, you're trying to reach a fine level. Yeah. Like, that's like using relics. Like, I'm sure it's fine. Right. Well, the the, the problem is, is that it only multi-attacks main and so... Like, it's not even, like, as good a TP gain as you can get with other weapons. It's, like, the, the worst, technically. Fox, is Ranger ever used? In the year well, or so I've played the game, I don't think I've ever seen shouts or anything looking for a Ranger. Does Core pretty much do everything it can, plus dice? Nope. It seems pretty interesting, though. It's because the Ranger is usually the one making the shout. <laughs> and they don't want you. No, um, I don't know. People tend to trust only certain people to play Rangers. Yeah, um, I trust in my case, to play Ranger, it's but... mostly a matter. It's mostly a matter of who's available to play it because I got a couple that have Gastra. But I mean, it's not even just about Gastra. Like you got to have like a complete package, and even then, you have to like use Ranger in a very specific way you've built around. So it's kind of awkward. Like I, I don't feel like you need Ranger in any particular event, but it does help in specific setups. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's used all, all the time. Sure, if you're using a Kraken Club, you're probably doing it wrong. But... Who knows? I'm sure people will argue with me about that. But it has to be worthy. You can also just shoot for TP, too. I've been camping NMs for Trial of Magians, and one thing I haven't had the guts to test, dot 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 dot, if you party with someone but are AFK for the kill, do you still get credit, or do you need to take an action on the mob? You mean, can you buy this and I would like an answer to that? I don't have the guts. Dot dot dot. You mean you don't have the guts? Basically, they don't know if they should go ahead and, and pay the guy that says they can do it. Uh, is what's going on. Can I just AFK? I don't have the guts. I, I mean, you can be a shitbird in all the content you want to be a shitbird in, man. But yes, you can AFK on a lot of it. It's been a while since I played. Is there any way I can see my job level and sub job level without resubbing? How do I disconnect from life? <laughs> and that was the episode. <laughs> That was the question. Someone asked that. <laughs> Someone fucking real answer. That was a real question. I didn't make that up. <laughs> I did not make yeah, that up. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the sort of guy that, that wants to make sure my buyer knows exactly what I'm selling. It's, it's like I'm fucking ancient dragon and I'm trying to sell serpent dragon again. Oh, boy. Oh, man. That's a, do you want a serpent dragon? Because I get serpent dragons. That's how you get serpent dragons. If no one's on the server, you they don't know. Buy them from people. But yeah, that's the episode. Um, I don't know if we're doing anything. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll play it by ear because the next Saturday is what? Christmas? It's Christmas Eve, okay? I don't know what's going on. Oh my God. We could do nothing. I might be, I might be indisposed, <laughs> but then again, like most of the day, I'm also going to be doing nothing as well. Like, yeah. I'm usually online on those days, but. I'll see if I can come up with anything worthwhile that can be. <laughs> Shut up, ho. <laughs> You dirty hoe. Like, I may not be able to commit to, like, a full podcast on that day for sure. And, in fact, in the evening, there's a higher chance I'll be indisposed than during the day. Yeah, so it would not be in the evening. Because by the evening, yeah. I'm going to be drunk. There you go. So, I don't know if there's anything that would be worth doing. Because I don't want to waste your time, so. I don't know. I, I can, waste my time all the time. I, I may not respect the listener's time, Fox. But I can at least respect Fox's time, Fox. Today was such a chill day. Like, I just sat out here and watched YouTube. And, like, I saw nobody get a hold of me on game for anything. So I went out and I did some testing on, on the nuke wall stuff, you know? I was just waiting for someone to say something and nobody said anything I need card farm. And I'm like, I'm sure if I say something, maybe Fox wants to go. But I was yeah, doing I other stuff. Gone. Yeah. I would have definitely gone. Nonetheless, yeah. we'll see. I figured I want it to be brief. Like 45 minutes, no more.
we should do that in Amos tomorrow. Yes, yes. Tomorrow I want to do that in Amos. That's a, that's a plan. I want RP for Musa. I need to get... I want to have not bought it in vain. I need to get past 110 R, uh, JP to 2100 so I can wear a Musa that I have. <laughs> right. Because you bought it before you can even equip it. Yep. But my, that's a, that's my next pinnacle 18, is Urin right there. Yes, it is. But it's, it's not uncommon for me to do that. That's when I work on one job at a time. But my next okay. 18, so I should at least get neck to 23 next run, hopefully, maybe. Kind of, hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully. Would it make sense? It would be do... nice to have that done before Musa, so that way you aren't like competing for the two. I was gonna say before I was gonna say it makes sense to do Juno because that's the last unlocking for Scholar. Plus, it's easy to find people for. But uh, thank you everyone you also it. for joining. Yeah. The... yeah, you can AOE still. That's that's also works. Is why it's nice. Uh, you, thank you for joining the episode. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can email us at wtfandvonadeal at gmail.com. You can also join the subreddit at r slash Final Fantasy one one. That's eleven for you people who can look at two ones. Otherwise, we have the New Year's coming up. Come hang out. Pet some cats with Vellner and Fox and I. The mental health episode will be good because it's sorely needed, as we've seen, in case you try to kill your dad and listen to Spicy Ryan in the mental institution. You know, all these things. That's why murders take place. In Minnesota. All right, uh, we're done. Uh, Later, guys.